podcast my name is george this is jay this is john this is matt this is marcus on and will is hopefully going to be joining us a little bit later today before i introduce our guest i just want to remind everyone to go like us on facebook you can also check us out on twitter and instagram as well as metalheadspodcast.com check out our link tree for a big list of places you can listen to us as well as links to the most recent episode playlists from the latest episode and from our albums of the month. Thanks for tuning now, in. That's the show. Oh, sorry about that. Now, joining us today, you may have heard him before, Justin Riley Velez. Hey, what's up, everybody? Justin returns. How you doing, buddy? Uh, I'll be better. Uh, I'll be better once I'm at MDF. That's, exactly. That's my uh, my goal. It's uh, it's been crazy. I've been crazy. Uh, work. Uh, I moved not far, but I moved, and that's uh, hell for someone with OCD. So that mm-hmm. was crazy. And then, uh, then like a week later, I ended up getting COVID. So that was fun. Ooh, oh, fun! Um, after <laughs> after dodging it this entire time. Yeah. You know, a month after going to like a fifteen thousand seat arena to see Tool, uh, somehow I managed just to get it randomly. Yeah. So that was fun. Um, but I'm feeling all right, you know. So now I'm just like. All right, so you get through this like last bit of shit at work, and then I'm just it's MDF time, and yeah, it's been like my like I'm not gonna kill someone because I have a reason to like get past this shit, you know. So super stoked for it. Yeah, a couple more weeks and we will be there. Um, yeah, one of my coworkers just got COVID, and it was two days after I saw her. So right, right. Um, there was a bit of a scare there. Uh, but I tested negative a couple of times. So yeah, my, my wife just got over it about three days ago. Yeah. And it was weird because her and I, we were in Mexico and I don't know if that's where she got it, but what was weird is that we were everywhere like together. There's nothing that she was exposed to that I wasn't exposed to, but um, I didn't get it. Our kids didn't get it. I mean, our kids that both had it prior to that, but um, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure my husband. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure my husband had it too, but he he kept testing negative for it, so huh, yeah. he's still isolated. Yeah. Though it was, it was yep. weird. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. I haven't had it. Well, at least I don't think I have. Yeah, I'm not sure. Not to my knowledge. Say, I would say, like at least from my from my experience, yeah, I got you know, I'm triple vaxxed, I guess is what they t- call it. Whatever. Yeah, the me too. Booster. Um, and you know, it was like a head cold, and then you just were like really zapped for a while. The thing that's weird about it is that after like that one, that first initial week span of things, you start feeling like you're like, oh, okay, I'm feel good. Like you know, when you normally get like a flu or something like that, where like right. it's like after that week, you know, like you're good and you you can go out about your business and do stuff. But it's weird. You go like two or three days, and then all of a sudden you're like zapped all of a sudden for like a day. Hmm. And then like, and then you're good the next day for another few days and it gets, it gets further and further apart. 
But uh, that's like the only thing I'm like, I've never experienced this before after coming out of getting sick with something, you know, it's yeah, uh, so wild. But besides that, that's, it wasn't too intense, you know, I didn't crazy. get like a fever or anything. So, yeah, yeah. I'm going to get the uh, I'm going to get the old man fourth shot <clears throat> before we travel. I'm going to get mine next week because I'm over 50 so I can get the over 50 shot. Yeah, me too. And every little last bit of protection, you know, and it does sound like most people have had your experience that I've heard of or like sort of like, yeah, it's kind of sick. Well, a bad flu or whatever for a while, but you know, not as many hospital right. things. So you guys are in the hot zone right now, man. There was, I just was reading on CNN or something. New York's kind of getting hit pretty hard right yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much everyone, um, a lot of people, I'm not gonna say everyone, but like a lot of people that I know that were good up until now have gotten it. So, um, and not, not even like from the same, you know, like social situation like that, just, uh, it's out there. yeah, it's just, it's just around. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing I would say about my wife is that we legit thought it was allergies and she read up a little bit more on the Omicron thing. And it is like, because it's more upper respiratory, um, it felt like there used to be distinguishing characteristics between the two. And I feel like those have kind of blurred and it was, I mean, it was like uh, runny nose, um, what was the other thing? But like, she was just sitting here. She tested negative. And she's like, is this what I'm like every year with allergies? And I'm like, this feels a little bit more intense. I think just cause of more of the, it took everything that was allergies and just made it worse. Um, yeah. But it was those same symptoms. And just like, you know, dude, I fucking, <laughs> I went from going into the move to getting home and I finally get over it. I'm like, and it was like a week or two later. I'm like, Oh man, yeah. like, I feel like I'm feeling the effects allergies. again. I'm like, Oh no, it's fucking allergies. Yeah. I rolled right from COVID into yep. allergy season. I'm like, you fucking kidding me. I could get right. like a little bit longer of a break between this shit, but whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah, was just talking about allergies. Cause I don't have, I'm not allergic to anything. So she's just talking Dick. about how she can like feel it coming on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what do you do? Yeah. She just has medicines for it, but it yeah. almost never yeah. completely combats it. You know, yeah. I don't take anything does. for the allergies because the, the cure is worse than the, than the allergies because whatever I take it, it blocks up my head. And then I have these wicked sinus headaches cause I'm not draining you know, it's like I'm still having all this snot, but instead of blowing my nose every 30 seconds and draining into my throat and coughing, I get massive sinus headaches. I'm like, <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather blow my nose than have a headache. Blowing my nose doesn't hurt. <laughs> I wish I had seasonal allergies. I have them 365 days a year. Me too. Oof. Every day is an allergy day. I take a Zyrtec every day. Every day. I get shots yeah. uh, every two to three weeks. Do you know what your problem is? Meaning, did you do the scratch test and everything? I've never done that. When I got my first test in DC, I was allergic to 42 of 45 things they tested. Me for. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus Christ. Shot in a bubble quick. Yeah. No, I, I think I'm shit similar, on mine, though. too. I got yeah. the same thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I just I'm like, sure I'm, like, oh, so I'm like allergic that. to everything. Great. Yeah. yeah. Great. Like, it's, but, everything you can breathe. Yeah. but it's because of where I live. So now, if I was in any one of your locations, Minus George, because he's close. I mean, my allergies would probably be completely different. They're, they're different when yeah. I'm in California. So. Me, me too, though. But, like, when I come out there for MDF, I probably won't even really have them. But yeah. if, I, if I stayed for a month, but then i develop them. <laughs> well, <laughs> this yeah. happens to me many times. My vacations are always like, hey, I don't have to take anything right now. They, uh, the expression, things are fluid. Your allergies are fluid. They, they constantly evolve. And change uh, at least they have for me so and a lot of fluids coming out of george apparently welcome to yeah. the old man's uh, fluid yeah. problems podcast <laughs> has nothing to do with being old man i've had these since i was a kid yeah. <laughs> i had them my whole me life too. yeah actually it was worse when i was a kid um mm-hmm. 
I don't know. We should but, get Zyrtec as a sponsor. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> and Metamucil. Get up. All right. So uh, we other Justin's our guest, but we don't have an interview planned. Uh, we have some ideas for some roundtable things that we're going to talk about. But first, just to piss well off because he's not here yet, we're going to go straight into T-shirt and beer check, not wait an hour and a half like we usually do. So, Justin. May I'm up. Um, I'm wearing, oh, let me angle down. Oh, hey. Stretch. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah you know, I figured, why not? They just released the, oh, it's Temple of Void. Sorry, I have to say it, right? Temple yep. of Void. Yep. Little skull, uh, not skull, helmet dude with some horns and shit come out of a vortex. Pretty cool. Yeah. Just skulls. Um, Bolt thrower. Uh, yeah, right? That's what I was thinking too. But um, yeah, Temple Void just came out with that single, uh, yes, their second single yesterday. So I've been jamming that. I'm like, well, might as well represent, you know? There you go. And you were, I Plus saw you drinking something. new t-shirts, so. Oh, yeah, I'm drinking. Um, I just made myself a, you know, I don't fuck, I don't fuck around with beer that much. I didn't think that. so, but. Um, yeah, no, I just, I made myself like a little old fashioned. Nice. Some, uh, maker, with some Maker's Mark I've been trying to get through since Christmas because I don't drink that much. Mm-hmm. Um, so I made, a, yeah, I made my like a makeshift one of those. So. Awesome. Just sipping on that. Yeah. Marcus Hassan. Uh, yeah, I'm wearing my uh, Bucket of Blood shirt. It's like a like a team jersey. It's got a cool back part with like a. I don't know if you can see this. Uh, oh, it's like a skull. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, cool. Like an animal. Kitty skull. Kitty. <laughs> it's like a saber tooth tiger skull, I think. Yeah, that looks right. And um, so, and then I'm drinking uh, the trifecta triple IPA with a citro and sabra hops. It's a collaboration beer by Turning Point. Um, Oak Cliff and Celestial Beer Works. And I got it from Tavor because Matt's been talking about that forever. And I haven't been able to do it because in Hawaii you can't. But uh, I joined it last month. So I got a box of stuff. So including Anchorage beers, which I'm really excited about because I don't get those very often. I think I had like one of their beers and it was delicious. Mm -hmm. So thanks, Matt. Hey, it. You're welcome, and I'm sorry in the same sentence is what I would say because it gets to be. I got my my neighbor um, doing it too. It like the marketing is brilliant because I feel like they hit me with the best stuff when I'm already drinking, and so my thumb is much heavier at those times. Thinking like, you know what, my beer fridge is full. I don't need more beer, but this could disappear soon, so I yeah. should probably hit the button. You know, um, and my wife's like, what What are all these Tavor charges? <laughs> Maybe you should watch this. Right, right. <laughs> Oh yeah. It's good. It's all good. I mean, it, you know, in some ways uh, it's kind of more fun because like when I go to the liquor store, I'm buying, but you're usually getting two to four to six to 12 of everything. Mm. And sometimes you don't want to do that type of commitment. And so it's kind of fun to get, you know, single double doses of things and, uh, and stuff you just never had before. And so yeah. many breweries on there. I'd never even heard of. I mean, I can order from Android, but I can also get it through there sometimes. And I always take them up on that. Cause there's usually an overlap on what I can get directly from, um, Android mm-hmm. and stuff is hard to pass. Um, even like, um, Wayfinder, um, you know, it's been good to get some of those and just some really, you know, just really unique barrel age stuff that, um, most of which like, you know, it goes over my head in terms of the quality of it. But, you know, like I say, if it hits me at the right time, I'm, I'm hitting the add to my crate button. So, and then <laughs> yeah. you have a little surprise at the end of the month. So it is um, nice. 
All right. As far as functional things, I've got my Edhoria shirt on. Nice. Mm. And I am drinking, uh, this is a hazy IPA. It's called Altar of Madness. Uh, pretty easy choice on why I would buy it. Um, it's kind of your traditional hazy IPA from a brewery called Barrel Theory, which um, I would definitely recommend anyone if they're in the snack of the woods. And uh, that's it for me. All right. John? Cool. So I'm wearing my classic, simple, but effective amorphous allergy shirt, which is a just simple, but you know exactly what it is. Uh, and I'm drinking not a beer, but a big beer. <laughs> <laughs> of uh something called down with the sickness and now when i had this yesterday when i met jen and a friend of ours and then i started texting jay after i had a few beers uh i uh when i took originally posted this on uh untapped i said i'm just gonna pretend that the this song refers to rush sickness x1 and not disturbed um because i just won't Exactly. Uh, anyway, again, down with the Cygnus. It's an IPA. It's only six and a half percent, which is really nice. It's extremely clear. It's unfortunately I have to call it a West Coast IPA because you can actually mm-hmm. see through, yeah. which is mm-hmm. ridiculous. West Coast IPAs are actual IPAs, and, and it's, it's big. Uh, oh yeah, because John likes big big beers, and he cannot lie. Yeah, is that a big beer? Or is my head just really small? <laughs> uh, and it's from Rocket Frog Brewing Company. They're from Starling, Virginia. Here, it's oh. uh, and the brewery's all based on um, space shit, subtles, you know, launches, all that stuff. So space shit, mm, space. space, space, and no, not space shit, space and shit. You always oh. got to have that and in there gotcha. when you don't know what else to say. <laughs> space and shit, you know. Yeah, and then follow with you know exactly. <laughs> Shout out to Josh. <laughs> All right, uh, that would be Jay. What are you wearing? Yeah, well, what are you not drinking? Uh, well, well, I have, well, this is for later, but I've, I picked up a couple of. Um, I was kind of feeling Belgian. Oh, as my girl there, the Duchess. And she feels Belgian every day. Got a Trappist thing, which I've never had this one for some reason. I That's think it's good. pretty pretty common. Yeah. And uh, those are going in the freezer here in about an hour. And then um, I always buy a race with five. So Standard. So those are the three for tonight. Have, have you tried the like cherry duchess? Uh, no, I don't think I have, George. I have bought this one several times, but I know I haven't bought any offshoots or anything. Yeah, so, I haven't either. I've, so, I've, I've wanted to try it, but whenever I am find it, I'm like, I like the original so much that I, I can't take a chance, <laughs> you know? The, Bel- the Belgian section at the places the big box places has not, not been that good lately. They just start st- uh, stocking like 12 things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I really need to go. I am, there's a place in Berkeley. I need to get to that. It's been a while that has good stuff. Cool. And then um, just along Matt's um, drunk dialing thing, this, I, for some reason, dude, every time about 10 o'clock at night when I'm sitting there, and I've had maybe two beers and this has happened to me. I swear to God, four times I'll be, Thumbing through like Facebook, and all of a sudden the Motorhead shop is like, "Hey, you should have this." <laughs> Remember me? Did I buy so much? I've never bought a Motorhead shirt when I wasn't drunk, mm. and that includes this one, which is pretty <laughs> fucking cool. So it's just ah, 
party. And it, this is a celebration, 40th anniversary of a record that I know John agrees with me is underrated, which is Iron oh, Fist. Hell yeah, I love Iron so Fist. We're 40 years out from Iron Fist now. And I also actually ordered this one and an Iron Fist tour, European 82 tour shirt. Like, Motorhead's doing this cool thing now where, like, Maiden's doing it too, where they're putting out classic t shirts. Like, you can buy Power Slave t shirts, like Power Slave tour t shirts with the dates on the back and stuff. Are, are they the long sleeve uh, softball jersey shirts too? I bought one and it wasn't, but uh, there probably was. There, they have so much merch. They probably have some stuff like that. Yeah. Just real quick, if anyone doesn't know what I'm talking about, these are, uh, we remember these, they were white shirts, but then they'd have a colored sleeve and the sleeve would only. It was like uh, a capri pants sleeve. It only came like to your forearm, yeah. um, but they were the they're softball shirts. So you have these white shirts like black sleeves. It just looked horrible, but we all had them. I still I, have I still a few have now. somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I have a pig destroyer one, and I have a holy diver one actually. I've never owned one. I've seen them, but I've never owned one. You know what? Don't buy one because I tell you what. Every time I put one on, I'm like, I'm not wearing this fucking thing. I think exactly. I, I think I had one. I think I had one in middle school, but it was um, Stan from South Park, and then on the back he was vomiting. <laughs> that was mine in like middle school. I had one of those like that. I had nice. uh, Mob Rules tour shirt, and I had Scream for Vengeance tour shirt. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. yeah, I remember that one, and I remember like Van Halen and and uh, yeah, stuff like that. All right, so yeah, uh, on the on the Motorhead trip, can I just say real quick? Um, we're in the market for another dog, another dog, and I think it was Tuesday. My wife sent me one for adoption, and uh, his name was Ace of Spades. Hmm? And I was like, I, I feel like this is just meant to be, but unfortunately, by the time we submitted our application, he was adopted. But so actually, well, sorry to hear that, but also uh, mm-hmm. I also um, heard this the other day. So May the Fourth is Star Wars Day, right? Mm-hmm. And Motorhead, the Motorhead site is trying to push 8th of May as Motorhead days. The 8th like, of okay. May. <laughs> so that was, and that was, was part of this advertisement for this shirt was like, the 8th of May is coming. It's Motorhead day. So that's I fine. Advertise screaming, but okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that. I, I'm not sure. I think this is a shirt they were selling at that period, at, during that period. Right. I think they should just design a shirt with Lemon and a motorcycle running over one of the Kardashians. Yeah, I do really like that shirt though, Jay. That's great. That's pretty slick. Yeah. Uh, so I dug deep into my closet today to wear something that, because I always wear the same shit over and over again on here. So I, uh, I found my King Diamond shirt from the last tour from 2019. Got that same one. And uh, yeah, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, you got a hoodie from that too. I did. I've never worn it because um, the art was so kind of. It was, the art was, yeah, well, that's what Barb said. She said it was creepy, and it, I guess it was just kind of not very cool looking. Yeah. Uh, the art was just kind of eh. But. It's a little eh. I know the one you're talking about, and I've, I've walked down that road before. When you're standing in line, you're like, fuck yeah, and then you're like, oh, my God, what is Exactly. Um, <laughs> and I uh, started with Birmingham Horn, the latest version of Inningarder with the uh, cool, oh. cool, well-dressed Viking. Um Strap into that chair, baby. Yeah, with uh, with the the cap, not the uh, cork. And uh, uh, shortly there will be a Three Floyds Dreadnought Imperial IPA. Just, nice, Dreadnought's awesome. I haven't. Oh wait, I did try. I had one last night. Yeah, it was good. Uh, but I hadn't yeah, seen it before, so uh, I snagged that. I like Dreadnought a lot. All right. So now, oh. Uh, before we get into anything else, I, I, I want to mention, I went to the Natural History Museum the other day, 
and I saw this fossilized skeleton of like an old mastodon. This thing was fucking huge. It was like a leviathan. Anyway, I just, I just, I just thought you guys might want to hear that. Riff on that, yeah. Oh, I understand what you're doing there, and that was nice of you. Matt doesn't have to cheat now to make that his album of the episode. Well done, George. And he wasn't even paying attention. He was in a little remission there, so give him a break. No, of course, of course. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't know. Caught that. Caught that. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Blood wolf into a sentence. <clears throat> so uh, we're going to, in a couple of weeks, is Maryland Death Fest. And uh, we are all in some shape or form going to that. And so we thought we would uh, just sort of talk about, uh, we're, we're, going, we're, we're going to the Edison a lot. We're not doing the Ramsetter soundstage stuff, as far as I know. At least I'm not. Uh, I think we're tickets for it. So uh, that'll be Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, May 27th through 29th. Uh, outdoors, they're promising more seating, more shade, more water. Hopefully they come through with that. Hopefully the weather is moderate and not ridiculous Baltimore hot. Uh, or it's gonna be hot as fuck. Probably. <laughs> right. There you go. It's well, always, I mean, it's always it's just, hot that time of year. That's just what it is. Okay. Either that or it's gonna rain a lot. Or it'll, yeah, or it rains and then oh, it, it stops raining and it gets really fucking hot and humid then. Yeah. So, all right. So, um. I thought maybe we'd just like run through the uh, the order for the the three days and be like, hey, is anybody like this band? Okay, no, maybe the next one. So Friday opening up at Edison Lot is a band called Scorched. I've never heard of them. Anybody? Yeah, they're I love them. They're great. Really? Sucks to yeah, be you. You got to be there for right the first thing then. <laughs> I know what the fuck. Um, no, I. Uh... <laughs> You know the 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 last uh, record they dropped was was pretty awesome. It was a little it's a little bit more on the brutal side of things, but mm-hmm. it still falls into that new wave of like old school death metal. Um, uh, yeah, I thought I think they're great. I would love to see them. I missed them. Uh, I had a like a conflicting show. I think the last time they came around here, so um, I'd love to see them again if I can get my ass going at that time. Yeah, too. so it's three thirty. So <laughs> hopefully you. <laughs> But uh, but it is the well, first one, so on Thursday. So it depends on who I run into Thursday, I guess, of how right. quickly I'm going to be up and about. So then next we have graveyard. Is this like graveyard graveyard, like the the like stonery no. doomy kind of graveyard? Oh no! Oh, or is this? Uh, is there another death yard graveyard? It's another graveyard. It's a no. Yeah, it's a it's a death metal band. Yeah. Okay. okay. I had to look it up too because I thought the same thing because I actually saw graveyard with Opeth. Um, if I'm not, I think that's who I saw. I don't even remember, but no, it's not. They they are a death metal band. All right, well that um, that'll be. They, nice they actually me. sound pretty interesting. They're on my like to listen to list before the gotcha um, before the fest, just to see if they're right. be worth it or not. You know, from here around for I guess. Yeah. From here on out, the day gets interesting. Uh, next up is massacre. It's like what they're so early in the lineup. That's crazy, but you know when you see the rest of the lineup, um, yeah. You know, um, I, I like Massacre. I, I think Will probably likes Massacre. Um, any comments on Massacre? Nah. I'm excited. <laughs> You're excited. Fine. All right. <laughs> then we have Atheist, which, by the way, I um, when I, I was in Guitar Center on Thursday uh, mm. dropping off a guitar, and I saw this dude at the other end of the store wearing an Atheist shirt, and I'm just like, oh. you know. 
But anyway. Yeah, atheist. Um, I don't know. Do they play much anymore? Do they do anything much? Is this like a... It's just really... What's his name? Kelly Schaefer? Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, singer. Yeah. It's just yeah, him. the singer. Yeah. There's nobody yeah, else. Essentially, it's his, yeah, yeah it's, his, it's his deal. I think uh, from what... I, I heard him on an interview, um, and I think he was kind of starting to get this role in like right before the pandemic, like he was going to start going out and like touring yeah. a lot more. Um, Cause I think he had some, I think he has some issue with his hand or something. I, so I think he got someone else to play. Um, he hasn't played a long I time. Just, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think he just sings now. So I think mm-hmm. once he got all that sorted out, he was planning on uh, going back out, but I think like the pandemic fucked it up. So I think they're going to yeah. be around after this essentially. Mm-hmm. Cool. And I'm totally looking fucking forward to seeing them. Yeah, that'll be neat. I've never seen them. I'm very stoked. I'd love to see them. It's just, unfortunately, it's just a one dude. So it's... Yeah. One dude is better than no dude. It's true, you know, so... But I I won't be able to see him, so... Right, right. John won't be there this day. Um... Oh, uh, John, come on. It's like the one, one of the bands we talk about together about how like we like them and no one else likes them as much. I know. That's like, I know. That's, the, that's one of the bands. There's two bands I really wanted to see. And that was one of them, but got to pick and choose your days. Cause yeah, I hear you. For, starting with this for the next, what, two straight weeks, three weekends. It's like crazy. So anyway, go ahead, George. Yeah. I'm seeing the who like the Monday before this. And then like after this, it's just, so many shows but anyway yeah. ne- next band is monstrosity which was the band that gave us corpse grinder initially um i've never really listened to them all that much other than a quick what did they sound like oh okay and you know n- not that i didn't like it i just i actually did kind of like it but uh, i just haven't listened to them much either yeah i kind of have the same feeling like they're totally adequate death metal but i just for some reason they never hooked me into where i'm like familiar with their discography or anything like that yeah right. i feel like their name is is better than the music yes I, <laughs> I really like that name but i just never completely drawn in but who knows you know how it is with the live stuff sometimes you see them you're like oh now it clicks yeah then we have suffocation which i thought they like stopped or did no did they, did no, they got, no frank mullen stops the singer stopped okay so they're gonna be there with a the new singer yeah mm-hmm. yeah Oh. He's um a rep in the in the brutal death metal scene is a pretty reputable uh guy like mm. he's been around it's not like they you know so and um I saw them live with him um mm. and he did a really fucking good job so I'm not too worried all right I think people I, I think if anyone's worried they shouldn't be because it was mm. uh, it was pretty good I mean listen yes the the magic of Frank Moan was not there mm. um but uh it's better than not being able to see suffocation mm. ever again. Isn't Suffocation uh, your favorite band, Justin? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember that from the last <laughs> cast. <laughs> yes, oh, yes, they are like my favorite death metal band. So yes, but living uh, where you do, I, just... I feel like if I'm giving them a, a you know a, a good note, then that should I guess maybe stand for something. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, totally. But yeah, no, uh, I'm totally down for it, and I I'm hoping they're going to drop a fucking record. They keep hinting at it, but I don't know. All right, on. I t- I t- <clears throat> saw them with the uh, other singer. It was good. I don't know if it was the same one now. But so, Justin, they are from New York as well, aren't they? Yeah. So yeah, you've been able to see them like, with uh, Frank? Yeah, they're like right up the fucking road for me. I like keep we saying, could get them on tonight. Them. Yeah, like, no, I wish. I keep like, God damn it. Like, why can't I run into fucking Frank Mullen in the supermarket? Like, I'm that close. Like, I'm that nearby where he lives. So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So there, was, there was two singers for a little bit there. Um, so I, I, think, saw, I saw them on like a 
multi-band tour uh that uh not sounds of the underground but it would have been like ugh, i can't think of the name i think it would, it would have been think, with nile and um Animal yeah i think it's the same dude i think it's the same dude that, yeah. that's gonna be there yeah okay. i think the other guy um that they had i think only was maybe doing like the european fests possibly okay. cool yeah. all right uh next bloodbath Starting to get a little serious here. Massacre, monstrosity, bloodbath, suffocation, atheist. Come on. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good day. You could just stop right there if you wanted to. You could, but wait, there's more. (laughs) Next, you have obituary. What? Yes. Fucking obituary. Uh, Insert Will favorite band Mm -hmm. uh, dialogue here. And, uh, but if you think we're done, we're still not done. Because then you have carcass. Or sorry, yeah. sorry, Matt, carcass. Carcass. Sorry, my heart stopped for a second. Yeah, it's wow. a crazy day. That is yeah, gonna be really in... carcass too. I haven't seen oh, carcass yeah. yet live. But it's it's I haven't either. The three bands from Carcass's tour. I, I saw them once on the Surgical Steel tour, or the it was I think it was the Decibel tour for mm-hmm. Surgical Steel. But Carcass is touring. I won't name any of the bands, but I think this is the stop of the tour for Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jane, Jane, I saw him at Decibel Fest with uh, Will. Right, and, and then so, in you hung out with them. Yeah, we went out with Will's there. We hung with Will's there. It was no. honestly super fucking chill. And like, yeah. but in any case, um, this is also the first time we will have seen them for those of us who have seen them since um, the new record came out. So that'll be cool too, because we'll get to hear some of those songs. Yeah. No doubt. And right. I'm pretty excited about that because there's, I, I hope they play Flesh Stripping Sonic Torment thing. You know, I fucking love that song so much. Mm-hmm. Everything else in the record too. Totally psyched to see them. And honestly, if we get lucky, we'll run into them again. I think they're kind of guys just going to mm-hmm. hang out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's just crazy. That day is like enough for a festival. I know. There's going to be some seriously pummeled and bruised people after that afternoon of pits. Oh, man. It's like, damn. And what sucks, too, is all these, well, it doesn't suck because it's still awesome that we're going to MDF, but like they have all these like uh, tour runoffs. And because I guess maybe because like of where I'm located, they're all like within like four days of the festival, but they all have these killer like uh opening acts and and like you know like that that like for like younger bands that aren't going to be at mdf and it's like oh i want to see those guys and but it's like i'm not going i'm not doing that myself <laughs> i can't yeah. i don't have the stamina <laughs> yeah stamina is something you're going to need for this weekend especially if it's hot it is it is brutal it's like two o'clock in the afternoon and you're like oh, i need some shade some water Maybe a bed. <laughs> a shit yeah, ton of sunscreen. Yeah. And I mean, unless you're old or rather, unless you're not old. So like Matt and Marcus, will be fine. And Justin, you'll probably be fine. But, but uh, the rest of us are going home in an ambulance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but it, 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 it's going to be a blast. I hope the hot dog vendor is there again. I love those it, hot dogs. Maybe, I lived off them last time. Oh, the vegan ones. Up. I mean, I got to stay out of the pit because I, I mean, I did get hurt at the last one. Yeah. That was crazy. No more wow. emergency rooms for you, please. Well, no, I guess I got to be in the pit. That's the, that was the moral of the well, story. No, no, I was this, not in the pit. Yeah. Well, yeah. Remember, the only thing beneath you is going to be blacktop too. Yeah. So. This is cold. Oh, yeah. yeah so you, you go just, down, you're, you're getting road rash. Marcus, I'm, hang, I'm hanging back with John. Yeah. It, but there's, you can, it's so spread out in some spots that we stood in the back for, I don't know how many bands and we still, it was like, we were right up there. 
Yeah. It's okay. just, it's a massive, you can't even describe how big the parking lot is. It's just yeah. massive. You yeah. can always find some place. It's to like stand. when you walk in, it's like, fuck, gotta go all the way to that backstage, you know, over <laughs> by the underpass. Like, Jeez, how yeah. long is this walk? Yeah. You know, well, you know, so. it, it's uh, if you stand right in the middle, you can just turn and cause there's two Pretty stages. Much. And as soon as one stops, the other one starts. Uh, and so if you just oh, right in the middle, cool. you can just look this way, see one stage yeah. and then look this way and see the other stage. And, uh, yeah, but, but that's right in the middle so of the sun. To, yeah. 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 I was trying to figure out the layout cause I had never been there before. And I'm like, I'm like, is there enough time to travel? From oh one God. Yeah. To another? You can yeah. hear it. I mean, oh, you literally, cool. that's awesome. You, like George said, if you stand in that spot, you literally just can walk 30 feet. And you still wouldn't be near anybody because it's so big and you can move a little yeah. closer that you just walk that 30 feet back. And then the other 30, it, it, it's funny because it's kind of like a herd. It's like everybody in front of one stage, as soon as yeah. the first band ends, everybody's they like over the other stage, back and forth or anything. Yeah. It's just not that bad. It's like a small town carnival or something. It's not even probably like a football field length. And we'll be drinking. So time doesn't matter. Which, yeah. yeah, so that's the other cool thing is that you, we can, we'll have a cooler out in the parking lot. And well, we got to figure that out there. because um, unless Will's bringing his vehicle, somebody needs to park there. I'm, uh, I was planning to uh, valet mine at the hotel. Uh, I could ask just, Luch. I mean, he's, rent a van? he's always too happy to be. That's true. Luch is the man with the plan with the beer in his hand. Yeah. So I bet he'll do it, but I'll yeah. reach out to him because I'm actually going to write, I guess I told you that I'm writing down with Luch. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm looking forward to. Looking forward to seeing him. I like him. He's a good guy. But what I'm hoping is at least on the day that I'm there that I'm standing in a group with everyone in the parking lot and all of a sudden I look over to my right and the franchise is just standing next to me out of nowhere. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping for. I hope so. I talked to him about it, yeah. uh, but I haven't heard back. So, yeah. so Mark, what up? You going to be there? Come on. Uh, Justin, I'll be there Thursday too. So if you want to get together, All right, cool, awesome, park, yeah, yeah, we'll get together and have some fun. Cool. We're gonna have a little you know, tea party at my house out, when I was out by you. So it'll be cool. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That was right in the midst of COVID and complications and stuff too. I mean, no, I, I think COVID, you. But... I know you wanted to go see the that that Goblin band, and I and I couldn't ditch my husband. Oh yeah, with my yeah, my buddy's band, <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, which version of it was Jay? Sergey's in a band called War Troll. They wear masks. And stuff. Oh, I thought you actually went. I, th- I was going to say, when did Goblin come to the United yeah, States? No, no, no. No, I, know, I, I thought it was going to be Goblin Cock for a second. No, Goblin Necrogoblicon. Goblin did play here a while back, John. Uh, I was going to say, COVID. fuck, if Goblin was out there, I'd no. be there in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's right. Well, we'll make up for we'll make up for lost time this mm-hmm. time. Yeah. I like that War Troll record, too. It is good. I think Adam's a good writer. I like that. He's, he's a cool dude. All right, I just saw him the other day too at the right. show. So Saturday. Saturday, John will be here for this one. Woo. First band, twelve thirty. This one's going to be a little harder to make. So, Justin, are you a big fan of Cardiac Arrest? Um, actually, I did like one of their <laughs> records. I did like one of their records. I think it came out like a couple years ago. It but does not sound familiar. Sorry. What about next band? <laughs> yeah. What about Drawn and Quartered? I'm kind of interested in that. Yeah, no, that, that last, was that last year's record that came out last year? I think so. Sounds about right. Yeah, I was digging that. That was pretty good. Didn't make like, it didn't get too high up, but it, I, I did like it. Yeah. 
But then I got to be there by 145 for enforced because those dudes are like oh, the new yeah. Sepultura, mm-hmm. man. They rock. Mm-hmm. Are uh, they Brazilian? Is that why you say Sepultura? No, it just sounds like Sepultura. Okay, I think they're from right. Texas, actually. Yeah, but, it's uh, just got like that like crossover thrashy death feel to it. Death thrashy, cool. yeah. Then, definitely, definitely got to be there for the next band, Cerebral Rot. That'll be cool to see them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. A lot of these bands I have not seen live. That's what's really exciting about this. Even some of the ones, maybe I'm not a huge fan of them. I'm still excited to see them just because I want to see what what they can do on stage. Yeah, definitely. Then we have Imprecation. Now, I know I know these guys. I'm sure I have some of their music, but... Um, I haven't listened to them lately, and so I'm forgetting. I think it's death metal, isn't it? I think so. I'm pretty sure it is. I uh, I think I I think I maybe did like a little like test to see if I liked them or not, and but I honestly don't remember. I listen to too much shit now. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I know. I've I know I've at least listened to them on Bandcamp, if not purchased it. Um, anyway, should be interesting. Then changing gears, November's Doom whom we have seen at MDF in the past. Yeah. I'll be down for seeing them. I like them. Yeah. They're really good live. I've seen them a couple times. Yeah. It's going to be kind of wild to see Paul now because he is like drops so much weight. He looks really good. Yeah. So um, you're interested to hear how his voice sounds. He doesn't have all that behind it now. So I always thought he was one of the better growlers out there. So, but they're great live. Yeah, they are. Then we have Onslaught. Now, I know Will likes them. I like them. I, um, I, I don't like so much the modern thing, but Power, uh, Power from Hell, I love that record when it came out. It right. Uh, now, I, I, I know at some point, uh, what's his name from Grim Reaper sang with them? Um, I have no idea who's singing with them now. Is it like the original singer or just some new guy or any idea? Nah, what no. time are they on? They're on at 4.40. <laughs> Okay. It's nice to write next to some of these time to get a beer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Well, break. Because of the history, I'll be like, I want to catch a song or two at least and be like, yeah, that's Onslaught. <laughs> but and you'll, uh, then you'll walk across the long parking lot into the parking lot across the street from the parking lot, which is literally like 10 feet yeah. to where the beer is. It's funny. You know, I, I'm on the MDF Facebook group. And you see, I mean, it's mostly all, hey, I need tickets. Hey, I'm selling tickets. Hey, I need tickets. Why these people don't get together, I don't know. Um, but every once in a while, you see somebody ask a question, and somebody was asking if there was parking there. And a couple of people were like, no, there's no parking. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding? There's parking for miles. Yeah, parking, like, yeah. like you can park 10 cars apart and not, and, and, and everybody would have parking. Because there's, yeah. there's, it's never full. It's always then you leave your car there overnight, though. No, no, no. Then you leave. Yeah, yeah. Then you, go, then you drive back, and that's why I, I'm just going to valet it at the hotel and Uber yeah. over because I don't want to drive mm-hmm. over there. Yeah, uh, but uh, but yeah, it's it's two big massive lots. Yeah, but if you have a car there, then it's you have in and out privileges, so you just go out. Sit in the AC if you need to, you know, pop the trunk, stand around, have beers. If you, you can even hear, you can still hear the music mm. um, if you care. Anyway, oh God, we, we should get a Winnebago. No shit, man. That would <laughs> so be awesome. Like that term, the I chill like pad. The term, uh, in and out privileges. 
That could be something, George. Oh, believe me, you're going to have in-and-out privileges, Matt. Maybe co- copyright that. Little spoon. Hey, George, what time does November's Doom go on? 3.50. Fuck. So uh, this is really funny. Nobody probably remembers this, but last time um, we were there, a couple people left to go watch uh, Champions League, the final for uh, I can't remember who was playing in that game. I think it was Real Madrid and Atletico were playing and they were giving me shit for not going because I, I'm a big football, AKA soccer fan and Liverpool's playing in the final against Real Madrid starting at three o'clock. And so I'm like, fuck, how am I going to watch this and watch November's doom at three fifty Cause the game starts at three. So I'm gonna have to figure out. Your piece. I, might to, yep. I might have to bump <laughs> my data plan up and have my phone with me while I'm watching both the two phones. Up and, yep. Yeah. Up and down. I hear you by November's Doom, but if you really want to go, John, I'll go to a bar and watch that fucking game with you. That'll be fun. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe I'll watch the first time. I'll do that too, because I've seen November's Doom a bunch of times. So, mm-hmm. and really, for me, it's just, I just want to hang out with you guys mostly. I mean, of course, I want to see these bands, but. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. But I was just like, it just figures the year that they're going to go as the year I'm going back. So, yeah, yeah. Anyway, sorry about that. No worries. Diversion. Next up, you, know that John, you are particularly invested in Liverpool, are you not, John? I mean, that's your that's your team. Just a little. <laughs> I lived in uh, Liverpool, New York. That's where I grew up, just outside of Syracuse. Nice. I should call it New Liverpool, but fine. Yeah. <laughs> Liverpool AD. Yeah. Liverpool AD. <laughs> oh, wait, I, we went to York and in one time in England, and um, my. And, and you know how people are from New York are always so snotty, like, ah, you get fucking New York's the greatest and everything. We're always telling, like, fuck that, dude. We've been to York. Yeah. yeah. New York is <laughs> fucking cool, man. You know, you know the people are that say New York is, is better than everyone are the ones that weren't actually born in New York. Yeah, they moved yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. And, then, and then lived here and then made money here. And they're like, is this Yeah, the yeah, that's true. No, it's really not. It's really not the best place. <laughs> you know, Justin, New York State is great because it's got everything there. But if you're talking yeah, about upstate, cities. Yeah. Upstate yeah, Chicago is a much nice. better city yeah. than New York City. Justin, that's interesting because you're born and raised there too, right? Yeah. New York? Yeah. Okay, so I was born and raised in San Francisco. I bet you, you and I could sit down and have similar conversations about excluding Jay, of course. Well, he lives in the East Bay, so that's a whole other country. <laughs> you can talk um, for days about excluding Jay. But I, I have the same exact feelings about how people are like, oh, my God, San Francisco is just so amazing. Where are you from? Oh, I'm from here. So you're actually really not from there, which is yeah, the majority exactly. of the people. Don't get me wrong. Exactly. I still love the city. But, yeah. I've been I, thought, tons, yeah I thought San Francisco was great. About, I, just <laughs> went, I just went into um, this part of Brooklyn I hadn't been in in years to go see Gay Creepers, Gay Creeper, and 200 Stab Wounds, and this other kind of alt grunge band called uh, Narrowhead. We're actually pretty cool. Hmm. Um, but very weird bill, but it was it was cool. I mean, the sound sucked um, in general at the place because it was in a hipster place um, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense for like actual concerts. Um, and it's crazy because I'm like, this is this is what everyone's talking about the hipster thing, huh? I'm like, the streets look shitty, but every every door you open, there's like some fancy shit going on inside. Like that's yeah. essentially what that's what DC's like, like now too. I'm like I'm like, what the fuck's going on right now? Hipsters, man, they're fucking hipster doofuses. They're ruining everything. <laughs> yeah, they made me miss like the fucking first three songs of 200 Stab Wounds. I was pissed. <laughs> Sounds like an, 200 stab wounds sounds like an investigative discovery new series coming on soon. <laughs> discovery ID. Trust I, me, I'll be there to watch it. I'm tuning Are in. Are you guys familiar? 
Yeah. You guys know that? I, yeah. I started, I, I, I put them on a playlist cause they're going to play at psycho Vegas. And I wanted to kind of get in touch with some of the bands that are going on there that I'm not familiar with. And so I've been digging what I've been hearing. Yeah. I, they fucking rip. I love them. Next time on 200 step I think, ones. I think you mean they stab. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. 201 times. So next, next face. yeah, next up on Saturday we have Cancer. I yes. never thought I was going to see this band. Um, Dude, I'm stoked to see Cancer. I love Cancer, especially their second record, Death Shall Rise, the like James Murphy era. Fan. Yeah, I love I Cancer. Him, um, last time I was at Vodka, I saw him in the in the Village of all places. That's wow. kind of cool. It's good. Nice. All right, after Cancer, I have to keep going up and down, up and down. We have. Coroner stage A and stage B, right, George? Yeah. Yeah. So this is like the whole reason I even considered going to this thing this year is to see Coroner because I've never seen them, and you don't get too many opportunities, at least in the states, to see Coroner. When you're alive, it's been a long time since they've done. I mean, they've been playing shows, but this is gonna be cool. What time are they going? Six twenty. All right. Well, if I watch that game, I got time to get back. <laughs> yeah, I'll be really, eating really a vegan dog and watching Coroner at that point. Um, and then after Coroner, this is where things start to get strange to me because then after Coroner, you go from one band from Switzerland to another band from Switzerland. Oh, Switzerland. Yeah. Triptychon. Yeah. Um, at seven fifteen, stoked to see that Triptychon at seven fifteen. Again, it's not even gonna be dark. Um, just like the last time they played at MDF, um, should have been a headliner. Could have been a headliner. Not a headliner. We still that have two more bands. If we decide that okay, we've had enough, we can go party. We saw Triptychon today. Is this true? Yeah, this is true. But in this day, they should be the headliner um, yeah, for okay. sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna say. I'm just gonna say it's being you know. Uh, of a different era of of being introduced into metal that the fucking Sepultura set, I am so fucking looking forward to. Like, unbelievably so. Yeah, I, yeah. They're, they're, are they doing an album? Good, but they're doing Beneath the, the Remains and Rise. Yeah. Two, yeah. Both? Yeah. Uh, they're only playing you know, an hour, mix, though. Or a mix of. I maybe. Guess maybe they're making yeah. a mix of it, yeah. I, I would think. But it has um, to be. I'm so fucking down for that. Well, so, and you would yeah, think I saw, that. I saw you guys in the in that fucking comment thread being like, oh, just leave. I'm like, so basically <laughs> I'm standing there by myself watching Sepultura is basically what's going to happen. No, 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 no. I don't like Sepultura. I didn't sound like that. I was like, I'm going to fucking leave. It's like, I'm going to leave. No, this is terrible. I'm out of here. I. I don't like Sepultura now. It's too loud. <laughs> but up Justin, through Justin, we're going. But up through Chaos AD, Sepultura was the shit. And uh yes. and we, uh, the one time that I was at Vakken, they did the Cavalera Brothers right. or whatever. And that was pretty badass. Yeah. So I expect mm-hmm. this will be badass too. And and you would even think that perhaps this would be a headliner, but no, it's not. And for some reason, I mean, I, I understand they're a big band and all, and, and maybe they haven't been around for a while either, but Dismember is closing out Saturday, mm. which means I got to see that because I've never seen them. It just probably has something to do with when these bands have to leave or if any band's touring, they got to mm. get out of town. It, you know, yeah. maybe with Trip to Con, they're doing the same thing they did when they came for Decibel Fest. True. They literally flew in, did the show, and then they were back out again. That's right. You know? So yeah. it might it could be something like that. Yeah, well they had we, they had done 
they had done the road burn the day before Jessica yeah. and had to fly well, straight from there that. Day, there, there was a day in between, I thought. Maybe. I thought it was the day before, but I like, I thought it was on Saturday and they were here on Sunday. But in this, I was going to say, in this case, I feel like we're going to see Tom again. Yes, we are. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but, but for some of these dudes, but yeah. personally, I think Triptychon should be higher than Dismember. I, I mean, Dismember is definitely yeah, yeah. up there, but yeah. I don't know. All right. So moving on He's to royalty. Sunday. It's royalty. Um, I, I, until Marcuson brought them up, I did not know this band, but Sacrilegia is opening the day. And uh, I actually kind of like them. I feel like they just put out an album within the last month. Yeah, it sounds about, well, I, I think so. I, I, I just okay. know that Marcuson gave yeah. it to us and I was like, Okay, whatever. Yeah, fine. I'll listen to this. This intro is really fucking dumb. Oh my god. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you never listen to intros. George, you always listen to the second track first, I thought. I know, I do, but what are you uh, doing? Uh I think I was like distracted, and so I was just I just hit play and <laughs> let it go. Wow. You're busy. Um, but I was like, all right, all right, I I, I can dig this. Yeah, that's pretty good. So yeah, that's cool because I didn't know that much about the band either, and and now we, we you know we got the promo, and so mm-hmm. it'd be cool to see them live too. Maybe it's a band we'll get into. Yeah, if we can get there by twelve thirty. Twelve thirty is pretty late. It's it's say. hard to get breakfast in Baltimore, man. But you're not going to be going to bed right after the show. I mean, we stayed up till what four? I think <laughs> the, those nights. Yeah. I mean, we went out. We went out after. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, so. Okay. All right. But then after that is a band I don't know called Necrofly. Necrofire? I can't read it. It's yeah, either ne- Necrofire. Necrofire. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. them. I don't know them either. And yeah, I, mean, Justin, I haven't gotten that deep in. No, I haven't gotten that deep into the roster of the days yet to like check out the ones I don't know. So I'm, I'm not up to Sunday yet. I'm <laughs> starting probably to be death metal because it went in doubt. It's a death metal band. I'm probably, starting to yeah. think that Sacrilegia is going to suffer because don't know Necrofire, don't know Divine Eve playing after them either. So suddenly I can wait until. I looked them up. It's two, old school melodic black metal. Okay. Yeah. At this point, I can wait to, to show up until 2.30 when Nunslaughter is playing. Um, I like yeah. those guys. Yeah, and they, uh, was their album out last year? Okay. Yeah, they did have an album one? last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty or, good. Or maybe, they, maybe it was the year before, but yeah, it was, yeah, it was recent. recent yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it was recent for sure. And then after that is Nocturnus AD, so uh, probably ought to check that out. Right. Definitely. And then there's a little band called Blood Incantation. I'm assuming they're just going to get up there and like bang on the synth for like, you know, an hour. That would be <laughs> fucking amazing. <laughs> time wave. <laughs> that would be so awesome. Just everyone losing their shit, just going crazy, mad, angry. I really like that album. I wasn't sure about the time wave album, but I love it now, John. I've been listening to it a ton. Huh? It wouldn't, I don't, it won't make my list for metal. No, it's not really it's not metal, metal. But, but holy shit, it's really good. It's metal. I know it's fear, completely not sound. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's very good. So I can predict that after Blood Incantation, I will be going to the parking lot because after that is Demi Lich. And the last time they played MDF, I went to the parking lot. <laughs> Everybody's really big on this band. I don't like them. The vocals are buried and just, they're just fucking horrible. I'm sorry. I don't like them a lot. Okay. So like question, have you listened to the, have you listened to the remaster that they put out? No. 
Okay. Is it so better? I was also the same way. I wasn't really into the froggy vocals when mm-hmm. I first heard it. But when you look at like when they when they came out with it and all that and like oh, sure. in context, you're like, oh, this is a pretty like solid record. And then um, but I never like really latched onto it. But then at least I listened to it recently um for another reason. And um and I listened to the remaster and it was way I was I it wasn't as annoying the okay. vocals as they were the, the other times and that's everything for them right on that remaster did they put it all together in one package i thought i think so yeah because yeah. it was well they only had yeah they had the one album and i think they had an ep also mm-hmm. right it's got all the demos, demos and stuff yeah yeah it's yeah, one that's like it's like two hours long or something like it does that. sound a lot better definitely i just all right. sure. I, I still struggle with the kind of burble gurgle vocals right. a little yeah, bit not for everyone not for no. everyone for but sure. i'll check it cool. out i'll give it's it a chance Years ago, when I actually used to use Pandora, like when someone told me about Pandora and I started to use it, um, that that band would always come up in the cycle. And I was like, all right. I mean, I like it. I don't love them. But, you know, like walking, like for, as we're walking to the parking lot, I may listen. I may turn my head and do one of these. You know, That's I what I did. Like I that. was sitting out at Will's uh, truck drinking a beer and just kind of cocking in here going, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just Maybe bring a horn. <laughs> but... But then I have to come back in because five thirty is destruction, and I've never been a huge oh, destruction yeah. fan, but I have never seen destruction either. So they are a classic band that I do I do need to add to my repertoire of bands that I've seen. So I want to see them. Well, and there's I mean it's not much thrash, right? They're, yeah, I mean they're thrash yeah. bands. So there's not much thrash on the lineups here. Yeah. They're kind of goofy now. I'm going to see them too, George, because I've never seen them before. And actually, if you can, if you go back in time to like when Sentence of Death came for, uh, was their first EP, and they, and it was like weirder and dark. It was almost Celtic Frost adjacent. And then the, they had um, the Antichrist one or whatever it was, and another one. They had like three good records that I really liked back in the 80s. And then they started to lose the script a little bit. And now they're just a whole different thing but i'm gonna see them just because they'll do mad butcher and some other stuff mm-hmm. he's dropped a record too right like yeah like pretty recently yeah, yeah. and I honestly I haven't even listened to it because i listened to a like, little and i was like it sounds like it's from the 80s you know yeah yeah so a lot more polished i'm sure but yeah yeah, yeah. but style stylistically speaking no that's stated they did hold the place in my adolescent life so i'll be glad to see him right yeah definitely uh, then we have Immolation. I know, I know we'll probably go out to the parking lot for that one. Nobody wants to see Immolation. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my God, so yeah, that'll be cool. I love them we, so much. Yeah. And they year. were, they were just at Decibel. Uh, Decibel. Yeah. And they killed it. Well, I, I, and it's funny too, because they, uh, recently they came around here and mm-hmm. I was really looking forward to the show, but then I moved and then it was like the next weekend and I wasn't, I'm like, I'm not recovered yet. I, can, no. I don't know if I can do a show no. and have to go into the city for it. And I'm like, but I am seeing, I just saw them and I'm seeing them in MDF. So I just ended up not going. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And they got the new album. So it's going to be cool to hear those yeah, songs. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Then after that, Matt, you get to see Tom again, triumph of death at seven 15 playing the Hellhammer material. I've seen him do a few songs live um, as Triumph of Death, but it would be awesome to see the whole set. Indeed. And you will. And it's not the headliner. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) 
as Kamji one. just can't get the headlock spot. He's he's like I am like number three with a bullet. <laughs> you know, some there's some European. He's Tom three. I think it's Dyna, it might be Dynamo Fest. I'll have to look at it, and it, but it came up on Tom's Facebook page recently, and they're doing a whole Tom Area tribute thing. He's going to come out. They're going to do Celtic Frost, Triptychon, and Hellhammer, all three different sets. Wow. Wow, that's, that's pretty cool. cool. So yeah, when which, when yeah. Triptychon did the uh, the Roadburn recording, I'm guessing that they weren't the headliners there either, because uh, well, it was a separate show. It was a separate thing. I'm did, joking, did joking, oh, okay. joking, making right. a joke. Gotcha. Um, My bad. Yeah, I've got the final. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> second to last, we have Hypocrisy. Another band I've never seen, a band I respect, but one of those bands that, again, I've just never really been like, woohoo. Um, I, I saw half their set once, um, but the dude was like really, really, really drunk. Yep. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm out. I'm like, I'm tired and you're not trying really hard, so I'm just going to leave. <laughs> but uh, I do like some hypocrisy stuff for sure. Like, Yeah, it's not bad. It just isn't. Wow. You know, there's no wow factor. It's, 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 sorry. What's the word? Uh, Functional and, uh, and uh, adequate, adequate, adequate. Yeah. The, uh, I'm just, you know, I'm I'm interested to see how well a hip hop band goes over there. That'll be fun. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I like their uh, self-titled one. I I had that. I was used to, I used to jam that one a lot. Their self-titled one, but. And then our closer, uh, Conceive, I can't think of the right word here. Presumably taking the spot vacated by Morbid Angel is uh, oh, Deicide yeah. doing the full Legion album. I'll take that over Morbid Angel. <sighs> I mean, I like Morbid yeah. Angel still, but and I'll be I'll be interested to see how this goes because the last time I saw Deicide was at Jax with like ten people there. Really, and oh. it was not good. <laughs> <laughs> I think they put on an honest show these days. I, um, they, I've seen. I think they, I don't know if they're touring right now or if they just did some stuff. But inevitably, stuff gets on YouTube. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. like I think right. this one's gonna go over pretty well because yeah. they're playing that album and it's yeah. tired. Yeah, last, so. last time, last time I saw them, the brothers were still in the band. So it's been oh, a while since I've yeah. seen. <laughs> I've never seen him, and I, I honestly love the concept of Glenn Button. Just. Yeah, but he was like this. He was like this big fat blacky lawless dude, just kind of bitching about stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, no. So so I remember there was a video that leaked on YouTube of them doing a show, and it was kind of like right when the the well, whatever pocket of the pandemic was slowly starting to end down in Florida. They did a show in a club, um, which was kind of a big deal back then, and him just being like. I'm just tired of every TikTok video and staying at home. I can't do this anymore. And then they went into like death. And I was like, all right, this is kind of cool. I can deal with that. All right. Well, yeah. He's we'll... entertaining on stage for sure. Mm-hmm. He, but he's got good banter mm-hmm. that I remember. I remember that. Yeah. Well, it would be hard for him not to top the set that I saw. So <laughs> <laughs> if, uh, if it was worse than that, I think he would be having some issues. Um, and maybe he was just like, man, there's only 10 people here. I don't give a shit, you know? I don't know. All right, well, that is the lineup for Edison Lot at MDF. Sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. I hope we survive. We'll probably talk is about there, it some after. but 
here's my question. Is there anything crazy good we're missing that's at Ram's Head or Soundstage? Yeah. <clears throat> Let's see. Yeah, there actually are a couple bands that I wouldn't mind seeing. Yeah, there were a there. couple, yeah. Acid Witch is going to be at Ram's Head, so the dude mm-hmm. from uh, Temple of Void going to be there. Uh, let's see. Mortiferum's playing at Soundstage. Mm-hmm. Skeletal Remains. That's cool, too. Yeah. Uh, Faust is playing Ram's Head. Uh, what is that? How do you pronounce that? A- A- Aklis? A-K-H-L-Y-S. I know they're cool. I can't remember how to pronounce it. Um, All right. Uh, Runes of Beverest is also playing at Ram's Head, which... Eh. I think that's where they're playing at Ram's Head. They, I saw them last time at Ram's Head. That's kind of wild. They seem like they're a bigger band than, than that. Yeah. Oh, holy shit. Squash Bowels is playing Soundstage. Oh, I would love to see those guys. They fucking rock. I think they're German, too. They're just like German drunken grindcore shit. It's awesome. <laughs> so is uh, Antichrist Death, whatever, it, the ACTC. What is that? Antichrist Deathcore or some shit? Oh. Death something? I don't know. I forget, but they're grindcore as well. Mm-hmm. And Violence is playing at Power Plant. Oh, right. Right, right, right. Um, Uada is playing at Ram's Head. Necrophobic uh, is playing at Ram's Head. Uh, who else? Malignant Altar. Mm. Bile. That's wild. Uh, you know, um, Uwana was just supposed to be here. I like last, last Friday was Uwana, mm. Amorphous, and whoever else was not to her. And that fuck for whatever reason, the Berkeley date got canceled huh. that day. I saw that. <laughs> Mar- on did you I... say you like Bile? <laughs> Only yours. Okay. Uh, no, Malignant Altar. I like that band. Okay, yeah. That, I like I that. Yeah, that, was, that was a great record last mm-hmm. year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devil Master, not going to miss them. We saw them at Decibel. I, I, like, uh, uh, I like Devil Master. Well, I like the new record a lot more than the past stuff, actually. I like the I vocals better on the new one. It's funny yeah. because the first mm-hmm. album, the music was better and the vocals sucked. Now the music kind of sucks and the vocals are better. I don't know. Mm. Uh Pro Fanatica, that would have been kind of cool. Dark Fortress and Sacramentum, those would have been cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Horse Nations playing at Soundstage. They're a grindcore band. I'd like to see them. Uh, I think you forgot that that's Dark Fortress, but that's cool. <laughs> also, and I also, I also like now we're going through the list of bands we will not see. Yes. <laughs> Antichrist <laughs> Siege Engine. To rub salt in the wound. <laughs> well, uh, it is cool because really what we're seeing is is what we would choose to see. Anyways, it's, yeah. it's, there's a yeah, couple bands, but. There, there's a lot of grind here. Uh, Bird Flesh is playing and Cephalic Carnage are playing. That would be cool. Well, there has to be a lot because it's, the sets are going to be five minutes long. <laughs> well, 35 minutes. So they're going to do like their entire discography. <laughs> and, 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 and a couple <laughs> demos. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's our MDF thing. Here's the news. Judas Priest sort of got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but I'm calling bullshit on that. It is bullshit. Because they didn't get voted in. They got handed a, a, a what do you call Performers that? Performers. Consolation prize. A consolation yeah, prize. Well, they, they, they didn't even, what they got put in for, they're not actually, it's they're not valid for, because that's supposed to be for musicians that play with other artists. Yeah, like they Randy changed Rhodes it. Got in. Well, it, it's only been done twice for two artists. I think LL Cool J actually got this too. Say, say well, the, whatever you want. The about East, it. East Street Band 
got it last time right, for playing that, with but, the but that's Springsteen. The but that's what it's supposed to be, though. It's supposed to be for artists that aren't actually the or musicians who aren't actually the main act. They play with a lot of different artists. Right. But that then they repurposed it, it into whatever they called it. Now, I don't even remember now, but they repurposed it so that they could put Judas Priest in so people would stop bitching. But they already, but they've already done this though with LL Cool J because he should have never gone in on that too because that's basically saying, well, he's his own artist. He's not playing for somebody else. Right. They, the they, lady, the ladies love Cool J. Hey, yeah, LL I mean, Cool J is cool. I, I don't have a problem with Cool J. Cool, the ladies love Cool James. Yes. Yeah, Cool James. Thank you. Thank it's you. stupid because they're <clears throat> the whole well, thing. Well, they is, seem pleased. I'll tell you this. I mean, they. I. I don't disagree with you at all, John. No. It's dark. It's recycled bin. And one has to. One has to also remember we don't give a fuck about this institution in any case, but that still being the case, it is bullshit. And it's all over Boneyard, you know, every every five minutes. Hey, Judas Priest, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm like, I mean, they're not, though. Tell it like the it is. is that they're going to perform because Rob was like, yeah, we perform with KK, but I don't. I don't even know if they get to perform. But I don't even know guys. if these people do these do these musicians perform because most of them are supposed to be just musicians who play with other artists. You know? So <laughs> yeah, the backup band. But I mean, also, I don't think this category allows them a set. Like, no, it yeah. doesn't. Play. That's yeah. the whole thing. That's what's. Mm-hmm. Just, I, mean, I think I, this, Otherwise, last year it would have been E Street Band up there playing "Born to Run" with nobody singing. But it wasn't. It was Randy Rose last year that got it. I thought. But um, now, let's say so. Two things could happen though. One is the. Uh, KK could come out and pull a John Paul Jones and be a dick. Or perhaps they'll mend mend some fences there. And then um, he'll you be guys back. remember the John Paul Jones thing. I know you do, John. What? Well, I mean, there's... It sounds well, familiar. Just, well, okay, so they gave their speeches and everything, and then John Paul Jones, and this was after they did something. Robert, oh, it was after... I don't remember what they fucking did. Robert Plant, Jimmy Page did something. Good. Anyway, and John Paul Jones, they all gave their speeches, and John Paul Jones came up and he was like, yeah, you know, hey, if you guys need my phone number, I can give it to you. <laughs> 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 oh, that like, was... Oh, yeah, and he's like, fuck you, you know what I mean? He really kind of stuck it to him a little um, bit. I would be happy to never talk about the Hall of Fame again, because I just think it's all bullshit. However... Yeah. Rob Halford did an interview and he is pretty pleased. He's pretty happy with being inducted. Well, not inducted. I shouldn't say that, but backdoored the uh, hall of fame. So the problem I have with it though, is now this is their way of appeasing fans. They're just going to put metal bands in this category because they don't respect metal bands in the hall. They never have. They They do the same thing with Prague. That's why when Rush got in, I was shocked because they did everything in their power to keep them out for years. Yeah. Well, mainly Jan, Jan Verner did, because that guy's a fucking dick. So, and I don't usually, I try not to say this stuff about people on here, but he's a fucking prick, that guy. Um, he's a fucking prick, that guy. He is. I mean, it, just go back and watch Rush's induction and just see how the fans just drowned him out when he tries talking. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah. But, but it's funny because uh, Dolly Parton got in when she specifically asked not to. <laughs> but then she changed her. But then she changed her tune and said she was happy to get in. Oh, she, she, she would gracefully accept. Or something yeah, like but her getting accepted. in actually caused Priest. Well, no, actually, even if Priest had finished in the top five, that doesn't mean they would have gotten in. Right. Because the Hall reserves the right to choose who they want. Right. But they took Dolly Parton because they're on this big crusade to put in as many women as possible because they've ignored them for so long. AKA Joan or not Joan Jett, um, Pat Benatar. Is Joan Jett that, in there? I don't know if she's uh, in no, with the run- so. if she's in she'd be in with the runaways. Mm. Um, I doubt it. Well, yeah, she should be in there is. too. But they kept Pat Benatar out for how long? Yeah, that's ridiculous. Right now. 
Yeah. So that's why I think they chose Dolly Parton because she's hot right now. She's got a book out. She, you know, she just wrote with James Patterson. And there's an album out with it and stuff. So I don't know. Well, gay boys love gay boys love uh, award shows. So that's probably why Rob's happy about it because mm-hmm. yeah, okay, I, I can see that. that. I could confirm that. Sure, yeah. sure. No, I could totally see that too. That makes sense. Hey, but Mark, he, yeah, he was, he was talking about, oh, am I, am I the first gay metal guy ever to be in the Hall of Fame? Which is well, there are no metal true, guys. There's like metal. three metal bands in there. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So yeah, yes, Rob, you are. But Marcus, I agree 100 percent with you. That's why I made one of the roundtables to be all right. Screw them. Let's let let's talk about who really should be in at this point. You well, know, and, let's segue into that. Okay. I mean, um, unfortunately, I don't know who's in there because I don't really pay attention. But I mean, is Maiden in? They are, aren't they? No, no they're not. not in. Well, no, that's just in. fucking ridiculous. Black Sabbath so I know Alex. Sabbath is in. Deep the Purple Scorpions finally got in. in. Scorpion should be in there. Yeah, yeah. Zeppelin, Zeppelin's in there. And I know you can see what you want. Deep Purple did finally, yeah. Yes. Uh, Which so I know we're talking kind of proto metal there, but the only real metal bands I can think of then are Metallica and Sabbath. And who was you said another one? Well, Randy Rhodes has gotten in, but he got in through this uh, this kind of you know lifetime oh. achievement award type thing. Let's look at uh, So, but I think that's it actually, and then everything right. else after that. What about ACDC? Are they in there? They're in there. They're in there. Okay. Again, yeah, proto metal, right. hard rock, you know. Right. But uh, still, yeah, I mean they're in there, which is cool. Thin Lizzy. No. Uh, that's that's ridiculous. Um, what about? Ozzy's not in there as a, a solo artist. He's right. Not there. Yeah. They probably figure out he's in there, whatever. Like oh, yeah, band. but for every, like, hippie band from the 60s, they're all in there with their bands, and they're all in there as solo artists, too. Yeah, so. which, you know, Dio right. should be in there then. He's not in? No. Oh, yeah. Maybe uh, Ozzy could do with the collaboration with Lita Ford, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> what about Motorhead? Just, no. No? No, definitely not. Uh, just real wow. quick, did you see who's being selected from Priest to go in? Not everyone in the band's going in. But, so Richard Faulkner, he's not being inducted. Right. Les Binks is, though. Les Binks was on, what, it was around for what, four years, and Richie's been in the band 11 years, but they chose Les Binks. And Dave Holland. and Yeah, you know, which I'm surprised they would actually put in Dave Holland, considering how his, his uh, career you know, ended. Well, no, his career ended because he fucking left, but his life ended after he... No, that's that's the point, because they... Just a little boy. But, I mean, if that's true, I mean... I he did... of, of course, I know. I mean, he got convicted of it, so there you go. But KK is a big, he really tried to kind of, he tried to tamp that down. But I'm I'm just looking, who else? There's so many bands that should be in there. Like, death should be in there. That would never happen in a movie. I know, I know, it won't. And that was the point of me bringing up this subject. Who who are the bands that, at, at least at this point, you would put in. I mean, so here not, are some who are in. Opeth by the way, be in. Well, here's some. A, it's a given. Jeez. <laughs> here's here's heavy metal and heavy metal adjacent. Kiss is in there. You may remember but, now but that I, happened. And how long did that take them to get in? That's true. Aerosmith, ACDC, Van Halen, Alice Cooper's in there. Guns and Roses is in there. That yeah. just that's fucking off weird. Of, off of one album. So this is the biggest like hard rock bands outside of Metallica and Sabbath. I think Guns is Nirvana Roses in the, there. Size and popularity. Uh, Nirvana's in throw there. Uh, Pantera in there. Nirvana's yeah. In there. 
Yeah. I mean, I think Guns N' Roses went in on their first time, didn't they? First year eligible. I'm sure they did, yeah. yeah. Maiden, well, I think Maiden is probably the biggest omission for yeah. my money. Well, because we're thinking about what bands have been around a long time and have created a legacy. Those are the bands that should already be in there. There's a lot of bands that are newer that are deserving. Yeah. But what about these bands that have been around all this time that have like changed music? Like, why are they not in there? That That's the big problem. Well, you know, I'll back you up on right. Scorpions too. I think Scorpions should be in there. Oh, oh for sure. To be in there. So, yeah. um, you know, we've been talking, John and I at least, for a long time about a Metalheads podcast Hall of Fame. Um, maybe this is a good time for us to just fucking do it. The problem is that we haven't been able to decide on how, yeah. how, how, to, how to put people in. Like, do we have to all vote and, you know, unanimously put a band in or... Could each person put a band in, which would then fill up very quickly? Um, well, honestly, if we do, if we do do it, I think we should start with like ten or fifteen bands in there. Obviously, like you know yeah. what I mean. Like, there's no reason. Like, it should be made priest. Blah blah blah. Sabbath, I think we could knock band. off the legacy type bands immediately, and I don't just, think we have one disagreement from any. Just of us. put them in there. Yeah. And yeah, then, and then then we iron out the, the wrinkles from there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah All right. Well, out of a pool of uh, of bands or something. Yeah. Yeah, well, well, I mean, and then we could argue. There's obvious argue choices. The That's the right. problem with a rock and roll. Well, yeah. uh, well don't, you know, yeah, obvious. What we could do is each episode, we, we could make this an, an episode segment. Each episode, each of us brings a band to the table, and then we vote, and majority band. I mean, uh, obviously, not everybody, if everybody votes for their own band, then it, it wouldn't work. But, uh, you know. Well, you have an automatic vote if you bring the band up well also but then we should be allowed to make our case um so yeah yeah and then you know hopefully it's like if i brought up a band but then you brought up a better band i'd be like oh yeah you're right you know i like i like my band but yeah yeah definitely iron maiden should be in there you know um jovi is in the rock and roll hall of fame Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm just i'm gonna find something that's gonna depress him cheap tricks in there that's cool Mm -hmm. Took them a long time to get in, though. That's right. I do remember that performance too. So, or at least watching mm-hmm. some of it on that. Go ahead, George. I'm just going to call some of these. Leonard sure, Jones. sure. I don't know. What, but anyway, see, yeah. it, this is why we haven't done it yet because it's. Well, we it's, should work on it and and debut it next Def, year. Def Leppard is in the Hall of Fame. Well, they, they should be. In, they yeah, should. They, should they just be, got right? in. Was it this? I mean, last time or? I think it was either the last time or the one before that. So they're they're a newer band to get in. Okay. All right, well, I guess we'll move on then. You're listening to the Metalheads podcast. And if you don't listen, then the hell with you. I watch a lot of Food Network TV and like diners, mm-hmm. drive-ins, and dives. Yeah. And I saw a link on Facebook today for the best diners, drive-ins, and dives oh, places yeah. in each state. Yeah. And the one from Maryland is in Baltimore, and it's a breakfast diner. And I'm like, oh, we should go do this. But it's like on the other side of Fells Point. Is that the one on uh, Eastern? Uber. George? No, it's it's like the fuck was it I, I I know the it's like blue something about. like yeah Whoa. I think that's that's I know that one yeah we'll just lift over I mean we uh, could if if well, if like we're up Elder and Pine, on? hey there's actually another place of said Elder Pine yeah. yeah. yes yeah. hey that's here we, we, do, we should do beer checks again is that Tavor sure another Tavor yeah yes yeah we can get Elder Pine here. I, yeah. was, I almost bought some uh, last weird night. beer. Sorry, John. What was that other place? So there, there's, this is interesting, but this is a this is a hike. It's out to Pulaski Highway, exit 61 off of uh, 95. 
But if you are looking for uh, traditional Baltimore, uh, what is it? Pit beef, I think it's called. Oh, yeah. There's a place in a parking lot of a strip club. Um, and it's like the best pit beef in the city. Is it like so a truck? No, no. It's an actual well, cause, cause place. Two for I, I know there's a pit beef place in Baltimore. It's supposed to be really good. It was on Diners and Drive-Ins and Dives. Yeah. So the one they went, the, when they went to this one on Pulaski Highway, over here on Pulaski Highway, yeah, he uh, says, and I look over at Jen, I say, you know what they're not showing you is that building behind that. If they just pan the camera over about five feet, it's going to say Gentleman's Gold Club right there. I know exactly <laughs> where that place is. And it's always packed, that place for the pit beef. Yeah. It's not called show and tell. Hey, what the hell is pit beef? You know what pit it's, beef is? Yeah, it's the way. It's you like, beef, you, you claim to like meat? Yeah, you know, right. beef? What? No, it's just it's just the way. It's the name for the way they they cook the beef. They actually put it in a pit. Well, no, because it's in a parking lot, so they'd have to dig a hole, and then they'd have, oh, the okay. city would be out there, and it would take them like eight months to actually create the hole and fill it. No, it's just if you look it up online, you can see what it is. It's Google it's, it. It's beef. We ain't got time for yeah. your shit. <laughs> We don't. We don't know how to explain it. Look it up, boy. Well, it just Baltimore, is. Mark, aside, as George knows, it's Baltimore, and there are things in in Baltimore, Maryland, that they're famous for that literally nobody else. I didn't realize that that wasn't the thing. I mean, I granted, I'd never, I'd never heard of it before I came here. But there's a lot of things I'd never heard of before I came here, so I didn't know that it was a regional thing. But the things in Chicago that are famous that are known for there, you can get a significant number of them, not all of them, but you can get them in other cities, like murder. Yeah, but they're hard. Like like Jardinera is hard to get. Oh yeah, I know. Jen orders that all breaded steak sandwich. Like I don't see that anywhere. I want one of those. what do they call them? The, Italian the, beef. No, like, the New Jersey you know. uh, something rolls. What do you call it? Pork rolls. Pork rolls. I want uh, a, one of those pork rolls. Kevin I mean, Smith like, is always is, talking about them. Maryland's like the only place you can go where in every restaurant there's like a little thing of Old Bay sitting there, mm. you know, because mm. this Old Bay is like, <clears throat> all your spices we don't care about. We have Old Bay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I tried it when I was out there. I didn't particularly care for it. It, nah. it, it, it reminded me of, um, it was an Old Bay beer. Uh, yes. It reminded me of something I heard somebody once say about England that the, the history of, the English Empire was they conquered all these different nations to steal their spices just to find out they didn't like any of them. They get salt and pepper in England, and that's it, except for the Indian places. Yeah, they like salt. They, they have a curry. <laughs> Let's keep it basic. <laughs> Not New York, York. Yeah, they have good Not York. Old Bay, Bay. You're right. You can get kick ass Indian food in, in England for sure. Yeah. Long Island's all about uh, bacon, egg, and cheese on a roll. That's like oh, everyone's yeah. deal. And Sounds good to like me. Salt, pepper, ketchup, like that type of thing. It's like a whole like mm. stupid language that locals. Uh, Sweet. Yeah. Interesting. And bagels. I do yeah. love bagels. Wait, is, is Lox big there too? I would Probably think. Bagels. Here, right here? Yeah. Lox and so, bagels for sure. Justin, I have to, I have to tell you, I use this. I've, told my wife this multiple times when we were at the hotel the last night of decibel okay and i was eating my pizza with a steak or with a fork and a knife just because i was on like this for some reason i got into this like covid state of mind like don't use my hands to touch anything and you're like 
dude, you eat your pizza like a serial killer. <laughs> that came on. I said that? Like, Did I say yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, you said that. And I was like, I was pretty this guy from Long Island, at that point. this dude from Long Island told me I eat my steak like a serial killer. So, I mean, Matt kind of looks like a serial killer now. He's like in all this weird orange light. No, I have this total, like my <laughs> shades are shut. My shades are shut. So it's like total, like the trippy scene from a movie. Yeah, Matt, portrait of a serial killer. It, it all, all comes from the fact that there's too many fucking people that live on, in New York and most people have to eat pizza standing on a sidewalk. Oh, yeah. So totally. you learn how to eat it with just one hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no matter totally. what. Totally. All right. It was suggested that before we move on to the next news item, we do a quick uh, beer update. Marcus on. Wasn't Justin first? I'm assuming he's still nursing an old fashioned. I did smoke some weed when I, uh, after I peed. So that, yeah, that, that was really why you wanted to go. I had a hard time seeing you. It's just, well, I, learned, I learned how to hold up Farrah Fawcett's poster with one hand. <laughs> on the street? On the street. <laughs> Wherever. <laughs> that's, that, that's, you don't know this, but that's actually the origin of Pantera's uh, Five Minutes Alone. Sam. Just give me! And also Billy Idol's Dancing with Myself, which I did once actually hear it was. Yeah. It's supposed to be about masturbation. Oh no, now I'm going to have that song stuck in my head. Thanks a lot, Jay. Hold on, I'll come up with another one. Uh, no, got nothing. I'll come up with something even more. Yeah. Well, I'm drinking a beer called Asleep on the Forest Floor. Yeah. A hazy double IPA from Elder Pine Brewing and Blending Company. They're it's- local for to hear, right, John? Yeah, they're not more than probably 10, 15 minutes from you, George, once you're on 270. Thought so. Yeah, they're from Maryland. It says, yeah, Gaithersburg, Maryland. Gaithersburg, Maryland. Gaithersburg. Yep. Uh, It's pretty good. It's got a lot of piney taste to it, which is weird because it's called Elder Pine. (laughs) Well, it's funny because. Well, uh, why would a hazy hazy IPA have a piney taste? Yeah. It's kind of strange because piney is. That West Coast style. Like a, I know. I, you know, I one of the hot pine to it. One of the things I loved about IPAs back in the day when they made IPAs was stuff like Arrogant Bastard and Stone's Ruination. That it was like a pine cone in a bottle. And I can't remember the last time I've had a beer that tasted like a pine cone. I, I had a pine cone in a bottle in Poland one time, the most piney beer I've ever had. I couldn't finish it. It was so fucking pine. It was like yeah. It was hmm. like, so you're in a taxi cab then, Jay, basically with that beer. <laughs> it was like drinking pine tar. I mean, it was just brutal. <laughs> I, I didn't finish it. I just like I got up and left the bar yeah. and went to wow. a different bar and had a different yeah. beer. Yeah. yeah. Anybody else have something new? Uh, well, I took the can downstairs, but I'm still working on that big beer because it's you know a prowler. It's, sure. a, it's a lot of beer. Matt, I've got classic rock, the oat cream IPA from Adroit. Mm. I like it. I like it quite a bit. I like Jesus, it. You can't even see through those things. I know. Fuck. It's fucking hazy IPAs, man. Yeah. Speaking of, <laughs> I've got True Respite's fourth anniversary hazy double IPA. Damn it. This is what hipsters do when they get involved. <laughs> they got their long fucking beards. Not like you, Marcus. Not you have a cool long beard. But they got their long little beards and their little flannel shirts. Oof. They're fucking skinny I just, jeans. I just trimmed my beard. It was getting crazy. Fuck. Crazy. Yeah. It's still long, but it, you know, yeah, it, it, was, it was really. Fuck, it's like when frog nerds crazy. get into metal, man. They ruin everything. 
Fuck. I met with one of my clients recently and they're like, wow, your beard's getting wild. And I'm like, all right, I should probably do something about this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying yeah, to I'm not good. Cause I just want to keep growing it and growing it. But as you should at a certain point, just gets too much. It's too unruly. I'm trying yeah. to time my haircut for MDF. And that's not even a joke because you know, you can't see that I actually have any hair right now, but there is some there and it's going to be too, it's going to be too wild since I, you know, back when I had hair, even though it was receding, it had a pattern to it, right? You know, your hair does what it does, but ever since I started shaving it and then just growing it in and like having like an eighth inch of hair, when it starts to grow long, it just goes and like every, it it has no pattern whatsoever. Yeah. It's like, I, I could not grow my hair out again because it would just be fucking ridiculous it'd be einstein red is it? it well it had red in it at the back oh, in the day marcus on mentioned crest of the clown yeah <laughs> no well he's got, like he's got like a tuft and then he's got like hair that goes like here right yeah, yeah. It, it, it just it, it, they cross over each other they go every which way i'm like this could never work so i have to keep it really short yeah and look don't forget about sideshow bob yeah, yeah. <clears throat> exactly yeah. yeah you should I get don't... a head tattoo george like something yes. like uh, 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 Halford kind of kind of thing going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a snake. Yeah. Big dong coming down your forehead. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great at work. Maybe not that. <laughs> <laughs> you can wear that. Yeah. yeah. All, right, All right. So our second news item, uh, Rick Parnell, who played Spinal Taps drummer Mick Shrimpton, has actually died. No word on whether he exploded. What number was he in the band? Do you remember? I don't recall. Uh, did they give a number? Let's see. No, I, th- I feel they, like he was like the latest one that because he was with so. them. No, yeah, yeah, he, he was. was the but latest he didn't. I thought that he blew up at the end of the movie, though. He, he does during the credits. Yeah. Okay. That's weird. Who's this guy? Right. <laughs> anyway, you know, no, it's, too, it's too bad. Though. It, it's ironic, but in all seriousness, condolences to his friends and family. Right. You know, it's never cool to lose somebody, but it is a little not ironic, he, but just interesting because of the Spinal Tap drummer situation. Did um, he, was he, did, did he actually play? Does anyone know when they toured? Because they did a couple tours together. Uh, he did play. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. On the tours? Mm hmm. Drums, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. So I thought, I thought actually everyone in the movie could play. I mean, I know the other three guys obviously could play. I know that. But mm-hmm. I thought that the keyboardists and the uh, drummer also could play. So, all right. All right. So, next up, I hate to say it, but Ozzy tested positive for COVID. Or should I say, COVID tested positive for Ozzy? That poor virus never had a chance in his system. You know, the stuff he's got in there probably just knocked that shit right out. I don't he's know. He's still dealing with it, though, isn't he? I, all I, 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 Sharon I, has it as well. Yeah, I heard. Well, I heard that he had it and that he was being treated, but it didn't sound like it was a particularly big deal. You know, I should have said this at the beginning of COVID, and I, and I don't mean that he's in a dire straits with this disease. Ozzy's not going to perform. There'll be no more Ozzy shows. I I just don't buy it. He's such a fucking wreck. And but he's got a new album story. coming out again. Yeah, well, good luck he's playing got, shows for it. He's got they just, Parkinson's? What does he have? Yeah. Yeah, and they just applied. Um, this was a story on one of the metal sites, and he applied mm-hmm. to the National Health Agency for them to come in and literally make one of his wing wings of his house 
handicap accessible. They're going to oh, come geez. in. Like, but yeah, like in railings and all this shit. But he, he's, Ozzy's not going to be playing live anymore. He, no. There's no way he starts going uphill from where he's at right now. I mean, he's, he's been having trouble walking for how many years now? Just that alone. He's not going to be able to leapfrog. Didn't even stand up in his last video. I, I have a yeah. feeling Ozzy's in pretty dire straits. And, and I don't, I don't know. I don't this think- is, it's kind of strange to see that because George, I know you just saw Genesis and it's weird to think Phil Collins has to sit in a chair the whole show. Yeah. yeah well, what's, what's his melody? I did, I've never heard what that was that he's I, in that kind of shape. Well, that was a back thing. Yeah. That's what I thought, but he's, he's really bad. I mean, he literally cannot stand at all on stage. I mean, he yeah. walked out on his own. Granted, he, right. I, he had like a helper with him, I think, but he walked out and then he sat down. Um, he degraded so fast. Yeah. Some of these guys are, man. You know, I mean. Well, he really he, beat himself up, you know. Mm-hmm. How by old the way, is Ozzy, though? Is 70, 70 something? 72. 73 or 74. I'll look it up. Yeah, yeah. but he, um, I think he, I think he was, let me say. Uh, oh, well, then he'd be older. But this just goes to show you uh, what happens when you actually decide somewhere in your life you're going to take care of yourself and not party as hard anymore. Look at Mick Jagger. Yeah. Um, the dude 70. still is flying around on stage. He's what, late 70s? Yeah. Um, and Ozzy's 73. Mm-hmm. Here's a yeah. weird thing I saw the other day, by the way, speaking of people taking care or not taking care of themselves. Keith Richards quit smoking. How do you like that? Oh, wow. Well, yeah. so Why bother at this point? Yeah, but Jay, is it, did he quit smoking or did smoking quit, quit Keith him, Richards? Yeah. 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 Like, yeah Fuck, I, we can't do this guy anymore. But maybe he wanted to take a heroin again and he figured he had to drop something. Yeah. Something, yes. Yeah, doctor told him it wasn't good enough. Like you never heroin. know how it's going to go. Obviously, Ozzy's put a lot of stuff into his body over the years. He's put everything in his body. Uh, yeah. Including bats. Yes. Um, but yeah, but like the guys in Iron Maiden, look at them. They, they fly around all the time. So Nico's yeah, starting to slow down. You can see the way he plays. I know they travel yeah. with the masseuse too, John. The, yeah. You know, yeah. The, the, they sound slower on stage now. He just, he's been beating himself up for so many long, so many years. Drummers at some point finally just, they're like, that's it. Yeah. I'm tapped out. I got to go. I can't they're do the first to go, John. Yeah. They beat themselves up the most on stage. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, especially in a metal band. You know, it's funny when um, I was, I had meant to make this comment to you guys back when um, Sinjitsu come, came out too. And I, and when I listened to that record and kind of like, Oh, there's a new maiden record. And listened to it. And, but one of the things that stuck out to me, and this is not a surprise to anybody, was Nico McBrain sounds like nobody else, dude. Like he is such a unique player. Mm-hmm. And, and if you, if you, put him um, underneath any number of other metal bands, you would know immediately. You could say, guess who's playing drums here, and you would know. Huh. Uh, he has a, a very distinct style. He hasn't changed it much, but he's very good at what he does. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. Uh, we've got a couple more news items. Uh, Wake has announced a new album, Thought Form Descent, <laughs> releasing July 22nd. These guys are just cranking them out, I feel like. I mean, I don't think they had one last year, but definitely the year before, I'm pretty sure. And two in 2020 because they put out an EP yeah. after their album. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's my most anticipated album of the year. I'm curious. I mean, I mean are they going to go, you know, in the more, because they were more grindy. And then they, the last yeah, time they were a little more song. death. I have not listened to it. What is it? It's killer. Well, it's yeah. got all those things, but it's got more of a melodic mm-hmm. texture to it. The riff on it is amazing it's like it's my favorite song of the year wow already. all right i have and to check that out. out it's definitely yeah, it's I solid. Check out the new one 
Yeah, I mean, I'll be, I mean, Wake was my number one album in 2020. So mm. of course I'm going to be uh, really eager to listen to the new one. Um, but yeah, that song, the first song they put out is really good. It's like they keep progressing and adding more layers and a little bit more uh, melodicism because um, the EP was completely different than anything they had done. That was more, you know, going you know, more towards the melodic end, I would say. Um, so I think they're incorporating parts of that, but still have this pummeling attack that's full of death and grind. Mm. So I hope there's I, some grind in there because that's what I liked about them was their grind yeah. stuff. Yeah, I got they the always message. have a little bit of it. Yeah, no, I got the message a couple of days before it came out, you know, via Bandcamp, and I immediately became a small child on Christmas, like, <gasps> mm-hmm. new single coming out, new album coming. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. far, so far, no letdowns. Excellent. I'll check that out tomorrow then. Uh, Geezer Butler has an autobiography expected in early 2023. We've heard Ozzy's take. We've heard Tony's take. Time to hear Geezer's take. Should the be interesting. <laughs> what a geezer. Well, we'll probably all read it. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I think I, I, think I sent it to you. There's a, um, it's been a long time, but there's, there's a really good funny meme of, the cover of Weezer's first album, but it's just him and that blue color. It says Geezer. It's like really fucking really works somehow. I'll see if I can find it. You talk, did you say Weezer or Geezer? Yeah, Weezer. It's their first album, so he took their first album and put Geezer okay. on the gotcha. on the cover of it, and it says Weezer or it says Geezer, and he's just standing there, and it's like really funny. Gotcha. All right, uh, I added one little news item of my own. Uh, it's not even music related. It's just fucking badass. Did you guys know that next Friday there's an Evil Dead, the game, coming out? Oh, that's awesome. I saw an yeah, ad for yeah. it, and, and I watched a little video of uh, uh, Bruce Campbell and his son Adam Campbell, or Adam whatever his last name might be. Um, sure. They were doing like a run-through of the game with like a bunch of people, and and uh, Bruce was like, they were doing like a team thing, and Bruce was like, yeah, the best thing to do is to sp- Spread out. Do not stay together. In a horror movie, you don't want to stay oh, together. <laughs> and, you know, just being Bruce and being funny as shit. And uh, it looks like a cool game. And I'm actually playing a lot of games right now. So uh, I think I might have to get that. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to check that out. I was playing the uh, Friday the 13th one when that was online. That uh-huh. was a lot of fun. Um, I played then, that like, a little, yeah. Legal stuff, and they stopped like updating it, and it kind of became lame. So it'd be cool to play another like horror-based game. Yeah. And you, get, you, you can play different people. You can play like regular Ash. You can play, what did they call it? Like, uh, I think it was like, you know, second, third movie Ash or something. Right. And they ha- you can play... Um, just different like characters, Ash, whatever. Yeah, I mean, you can play uh, like the Viking dude uh, from Army of Darkness. I think it <laughs> the was. Third one, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you can you can be good or bad. You could be bad at. You can play bad Ash, um, and you can go after that's like cool. the player characters, or you can be good Ash and go after the monsters. Yeah, and... yeah that's kind of the basis of Friday the Thirteenth. Yes, yes. You could be yes. Jason, or you could be a camper. Yep. Yeah, mm, that's cool. I played that with friends. And it was yeah, pretty it was fun. fun, but it's, it's kind of one dimensional, but it was fun. Yeah. Do you guys yeah, watch the had a uh, time and place for sure? Ash versus Evil Dead. Yeah, the show. Fuck yeah, so good. I love yeah, that so show. Yeah. That was the that was one hell of an ending. Uh, no spoiler alerts, but wow, so good. <laughs> yeah, unexpectedly I ended up great. Finishing it. 
I never finished it. You got to finish it, man. You got to see it. I just remembered it existed. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, Henrietta is one of the people you can play too. The the, uh, old lady with the big pendulous bosoms. One of my favorite, I don't know why this joke sticks me from that show, but it was his friend, his Colombian friend, whatever his name was. Oh, yeah. What was his name? Do you remember? I forget his name. I can picture him. But anyway, they're going to do something. He's like, I really don't want to do this with you. And he goes, I'll just relax. We'll go in there and kill this guy or whatever it is. And then we'll go get a churro. And he goes, you know, I'm Colombian, right? And he goes, that's a spirit. (laughs) 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 Such a funny line. Yeah, it's good. I put that that geezer picture in the chat. It's pretty funny. It'll make you laugh. Oh, this piney bitch is going down easy. (laughs) I think we need a, oh, there you go. That's awesome. This piney bitch is going down easy. Oh, is that a sound clip? Probably. Probably. It should be. Yeah, should be. It's a it's a conglomeration of two or three Elton John songs. I know. I was like, take me down. It's like white snakes, low and easy. (laughs) That's what I was looking for. But I thought I was gonna be done with beer, but I might have to get one more. Yeah, because we're up to new releases now. No well yet. I'm guessing maybe another 15, 20 minutes. We'll see. So first up is Cosmic Putrefaction. Cres- Pff, fuck me. Cre- crepuscular Dirge for the Blessed Ones. It's the third album from an Italian death metal band. And wow, does this rip. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I've, I've, good. I've, uh, been you know a passing fan in the past but this one's going to take a little more like oh this is mm-hmm. definitely wow. possibly in consideration mm-hmm. this is I some shit here like the last one last one was great yeah yeah so this, this one, one i felt like has a little bit more actually like brutal moments to it which i was kind of like i don't remember that from the last one and i felt like i definitely got like elements of that i guess in the same degree as like a like artificial brain where it's like mm. it's very spacey progressive death metal mm-hmm. with like kind of brutal more brutal vocals that, that but they they split they like break it up with like the the lighter stuff too and then the like really brutal vocals and i'm definitely digging it definitely cool yeah. i think the I difference like with this one is first off the production is better yes on this album i yeah. think you can sure. he- the, this band um well it's really one guy but yeah. It's there when you want to listen to these albums. I think you have to go into the, the cans for this because there's a lot of layered stuff in the background. You don't hear on a, yep. a general listen, and there's there's keys and scents added on this one that that kind of fill out the sound because you're right. It's brutal in spots. It's proggy in a few spots. It's technical. But with all that said, it's still straight on death metal. So mm-hmm. and so there's a lot of touches and flavors to it this time more so than the last one. And I thought the last one was the same. I thought that same thing compared to the first one, you know, so uh, it's good. And this is long for him. This one's like 40 some minutes long. All his albums are like in the 30 minutes. So. Right yeah. That guy's, that guy's pretty prolific. Cause yeah. I was really into that Teresa Bruna um, mm-hmm. EP that was out last year. And then I uh, randomly came across, like, after the year end, I came across that uh, Vertebra Atlantis thing he did. Right, which is a full really band, cool I think. Fucking yeah, yeah and, that, and that shit was really good, too. It I was, was like, wow, this yeah. guy uh, pretty much... Well, then he's got The Clearing Path, which is another mm. band, just him. Then he's got another band called Summit, which is also just him, but they're all different 
you know, he kind of deviates with each band for a different sound that he's looking for. So he's one of those guys. Yeah, he's talented. He's a kid too, man. He's young. Really? I was gonna say he's yeah. He's a. I don't even think he's try to get him on the cast. I don't even think he's thirty years old yet. I don't know. Last time we had an Italian on, it was a little, you know, rough. He was fine, but it was a lot of patience involved. (laughs) So they're like, "What is this stupid American humor?" They don't get it. (laughs) It was very. It was. It was rough. It was cool, but you know, dick jokes, not so much. Yeah. Well, that, you, you never know if he's really good at uh, speaking English. That's or true. Not. That's true. True. So. All right. Uh, next up, we have Haunter and their third album, Discarnate Ales. Uh, they're a San Antonio Black Death Bandish, and uh, I know Marcuson has got some serious wood for this. Oh yeah. Well, I love love Haunter. Their last album was on my top twenty-five, so I think. Uh, you know, I think this one's just as good, if if not better, than the last one. So it's going to get a lot of spins from me, and, and we'll see. But I, I love, I love it. Yeah, uh, it's like three, only three songs or something on it. Yeah, and, it's, uh, yeah, it's like three or great. four. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's I, great. I, I just love the cover art on it. I mean, everything about it, I like. I skimmed it, and I thought it was good enough, so I bought it. So, I, but I, I need to dig into it a little more. But it, you know, yeah, it sounded I was good. Into it, it's it's very it's it's very dense, uh, mm-hmm. which is good. You know what I mean? But it also is, I feel like with me, it's one of those things where like, I, I enjoyed listening. I listened to it a couple times actually. And I enjoyed it. Um, it's just one of those ones where like, I'm, I, I get worried when it's that dense of a type of record, like how much I'm going to naturally go back to it. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But I was definitely digging it and I definitely am going back to it. I'm just curious to see how that pans out yeah. you know, in terms of like lasting throughout the year with all everything. Mm-hmm. else. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because when it was when records dense like that, I definitely listened to it a lot in the beginning because I want to try to get everything. You know, I want to try right. to hear everything in it and give it a, a fair shot. Um, but will you keep going back? Because there's that switch that turns, right? Like you keep listening and you're like, oh, I've got all these pieces and I really, really enjoy how they crafted this. Mm-hmm. And then I would go back to it. And then sometimes like, oh, that's enough. I don't, I'm not going to need any more mm-hmm. of that. Right. So, um, but I, I'm already a big fan of Haunter, so... I think probably I'm going to be respinning it a ton. Yeah, I'll definitely be going back to it for sure. So this next one, I have to speak with an accent because I just binged all of the three seasons of uh, what we do in the shadows. And this one, this this band is, I am the night (laughs) while the gods are sleeping. It's their first album. They're a Finnish black metal band. Um, not really much to do with vampires as far as I can tell, but uh, uh, Finnish black metal, yo. Yeah, but they feature like other, other some of the other musicians are from some big bands. I think there's one guy that's playing with Paradise Lost, I mm-hmm. believe. Interesting. Yeah, so it's yeah. cool. Yeah, it's, I bought uh, this one too on a, a skim. I was like, yeah, okay, I'm into this. It? It's uh, early black metal vibe but with yeah. production yeah that was exactly what i was thinking i was like oh okay yeah so this is like like early mid 90s norwegian black yeah. metal with a modern production sounds good to me they, wa- they wanted that raw raw vibe but they wanted it to actually sound good yeah so this yeah, ne- i mean it's uh it's it's solid i think it's solid mm-hmm. it's it solid it doesn't yeah really uh make my heart a flutter, but you know exactly yeah that's how good. i kind of got that's what i got kind of got from it too is like this is this is 
pretty good you know you know this type style of black metal for sure mm-hmm. but i don't think there was anything in it that like uh grabbed me where like i i it's gonna probably i don't know if i would go back to it but it's definitely solid right. like if that's your if that's your wheelhouse and that's your deal and this is pretty solid yeah. exactly there was nothing in it that that stood out to me as super unique or something that i no, definitely not grab onto it's just well done like for well what done it is, it's very well done yeah. yes yeah it's like if you're looking for something in this style you want it to sound right. good? Here's mm-hmm. here's, your, yeah. here's an album for yeah, you. Yeah, it's in like five or six different death metal bands that probably like it's in that <laughs> same vein. But for me, because yep. I like death metal more, I'm gonna go back to that. You know, right. Right. So this next one, I'm still on the fence on honestly, um, and I know I'm gonna take some shit for that. But this is the Mismore and Thou uh, collaboration, uh, Myopia. The oops, Myopia. Sorry, I had two lines. There's supposed to be a break there. Myopia. Um, you know, I think Ms. Moore is cool. I think Thou is cool. I I listened to this while I was power washing. <laughs> so I wasn't giving it my full attention, but it sounded cool. Um, but I do need to give it a more in focused listen, I think. I, I love the record. Um, I, I'm, I'm really digging the way that thou is doing all these collaborations, the band, I like Mismore too. I really like their album from this yeah. year as well. So I think this one's just a great merging of the two different um, styles together. Just a, uh, it's, it's, it's heavy. It's, it's uh moody, just like uh, the Mismore stuff, but uh, it's got good riffs to it. I like all the songs just, um, I never know what to expect with these collaborations, but at least it wasn't with the body. Mm-hmm. It's like everybody, body, I can't, everybody I can't. collaborates with thou or the body. Or the and body, I prefer yeah. the, I prefer, yeah. I prefer the thou stuff. Or um, yeah, full of hell. I feel like they're in that mix a lot. Yes. Them too. Well, the body is just a bunch of noise. I, I saw them yeah. open up for a band and it was like, I don't even, what am I even watching here? This is not even really music. Yeah. I don't but care for them. Love the body. They just love that. Like gangbusters. I can't get into it. Nope. Well, this thing, yeah. like this, this record wasn't on my, like on my radar in terms of like to listen to. Cause, and when I looked up, cause I didn't know who Mismore was. And I looked up and I saw that they were kind of drone. Yeah. They drone elements in there, you know, tags yeah. or whatever. And I, that's typically not my my wheelhouse, um, but I do I do like like I really did like the Thou uh, Emma Ruth Rundle um, yes record I like that was that cool because that totally played to like my you yep. know my love for like all grunge stuff you know like it kind of totally fell in that you know married nicely I felt like that it kind of gave the same vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was, I definitely went into this with more of an open mind. It's just, it's just not my, like, it's, I can tell like it's super well done if you like that type of yeah stuff. Like it definitely has like a really cool feel to it. Um, I love the atmosphere on it, you know, Ms. Moore is very atmospheric. Like you yeah. were saying, you know, let's get and, that drone quality to him. Like, I, I wish I liked Ms. Moore than I do. Um, I feel like he's super talented but I just do not get into it. But when you pair him with thou, it's a different story for me. Mm-hmm. Thou art on board. Right. Mm-hmm. Very much. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's a great combination. Cause like we said, he's definitely more droney, less big riffs. And thou is more of that, that, that sludgy, you know, chug riff type yeah. music. And it, it goes, mm-hmm. yeah, it goes really well together. Pretty cool. It's like chocolate and peanut butter. <laughs> yep. 
All right. So next we have the new album from The Spirit of Clarity and Galactic Structures. And because this was squished into Mismore, I didn't write down notes for it, but I think it's the third album or second album? Third. Third album. Third album. I remember I really liked the first one, was not as impressed with the second one. Third one, I liked what I heard, but I haven't given it much of a listen. And I told John that the other day. I need to go back to it, but I haven't. No, it's good. Um, this one, they're, each album, they get a little more proggy with their black metal. So, But it's still a black metal album. Mm-hmm. Um, the first album was very dissection like. Yes, I remember that. I don't, I don't, there's probably still little bits of element, you know, little bits here and there of that, but it, they've kind of been slowly morphing their sound with each album, I think. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I thought it was solid. Cool. I listened, it, I listened to it a few times. I'll probably go back to it again. Yeah. I definitely need to because lists are coming like winter. John just sounded like Rain Man when he said that. I thought it was solid. (laughs) It's a solid album. It's a pretty solid album. $425,000. So I was just looking looking at the script because I'm like, what fucking band is this? And I was looking and I realized that um, Georgie didn't hit. Yes, that's that's what I just, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, somehow I fucked that up. it looked like the Bismore and Thou had an album called Myopia, the Spirit. Yes, I, I started to say that, and I was like, wait a minute, that's the next band. It's very metal. It makes sense. Yeah, so <laughs> hence my confusion when I got to that point. Um, so, yeah. So nobody listened to it because they thought it was an actual album. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, next up, I know this one's a popular one, the new Undeath album, It's Time, to rise from the grave, their second album. They're a Rochester, New York death metal band, and this was Will's album of the month for April, and mm-hmm. uh, with good reason. I heard it. It's some <clears throat> some pretty ripping death metal there. Yeah, for sure. That's well, very ripping. What I like about it too, I mean, I love their last record too. But um, what's cool is they're a relatively new band. They don't have much material out, and usually in new bands, you see the sound progress. Like they're adding more layers and more elements to their sound. But it, to me, this one almost feels like they streamlined it a bit more from the last one, and so it kind of rips a little bit harder to me. I feel like the production's so like a little better though. Oop, the production's a lot better. Yeah. Speak of the will, and he shall appear. Yeah, I really dug this one, too. Uh, Here comes Will. Come to us, Will. We summon you from the beyond. He's got the Ouija board. (laughs) If you have the Will, we have the weenies. Enter the solo head in a black room. Uh, (laughs) Wait, this is just like Will on the last cast. (laughs) I know. Wait, hold on. I forgot to use how to use technology. There he is. Look at him. Oh, Old man Will. Oh, 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 there. I forgot what he looked like. You guys didn't see him in those glasses on, did you? What glasses? I don't you talk yeah. about. I just wanted to actually check in because my kids are still they're, they're still awake. Oh, Hi, Justin. What? What's with the goatee, dude? That's totally going to scratch my balls, man. That's a full beard, dude. 
Yeah. A full beard. I, I don't know. Man. That, that so, took Will 13 seconds to mention yeah. his dick or balls. Yeah. <laughs> a new a record. New <laughs> a new cock record. Uh, pretty much every conversation Will and I have end with talking about dick or balls. It's pretty yes. much enough. Well, that's, yes. that's pretty well, much all of us. Well, that's weird. <laughs> every single person he's ever met. So, Will, you, you are timely because we are talking about undeath. Oh, that's your album of the awesome. month. It's my it is my album of the month. Yes. Well, tell us um, why you like it. Uh, I like it because it's absolutely nice um, music. It's nice. Let's it's nice piano nice. music. Pretty nice. Uh, no, it's it's, <laughs> it's 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 awesome. Brutal death metal. And uh, a buddy of mine, I should say a buddy of mine, a guy I know who's in a million bands. <clears throat> he does some promotion at Atlas. Um, Tommy Wall is in the band. Uh, so he's from DC, but the rest of the band's from like Rochester area, New York. So he had yep. to do a whole lot of, um, commuting up there, but he's an extremely talented, uh, guy. What's he, and, what's uh, he play on the album again? Uh, it's either guitar or bass. Cause Instrument? I think he, he, yeah, I think he, he does, he goes back and forth between the two, I think, um, yeah, yes. Just like that, George. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, anyway. Um, I'm actually just here to say hi for a second. My kids are still awake and then I'll jump back on balls deep, uh, in a little bit. And then what's awesome about this is I'm going to sign off and Jay's never going to know that I was on. <laughs> Thanks for just giving us the tip. Well, <laughs> just the tip. Just the tip. going to start with just the tip. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know. All right. Well, uh, uh, I will back so are you guys done with the round table oh yeah we're we're about to do the thunderdome results and move on to what we're listening to so hurry up oh okay all right now to get here for top five be like kids okay, bed what, now what is the top five uh no, one album straight. wonders bands that put out one album maybe a demo and or an ep Chamba but Wamba, that Hey now, I'm a rock star. No, that's that's uh, Chumbawamba. That's or, not Chumbawamba. That's a one. That's a Chumbawamba. Yeah. But the, there's yeah. the uh, I get knocked down, yeah, but I'll get I up again. I, uh, no, did I have it wrong? Oh wait, wait there's Jay. I gotta leave. I gotta leave. Hi, hi. hi. Turn your video yes. off quick. <laughs> that was great. Wait for it. Wait for it. All right. What's the next album, George? Well, it was good to hear from yeah. Will, but uh, he had to go. All right. Well, we have one more new release, and that's the new Vanum album, Legend. It's their third album. They're a uh, U.S. black metal band. There's, since they're called Vanum, their album should be called Bleak Metal, but whatever. Right. Because <laughs> it's, cl- it's close to Venom. Hello, losers. Uh, right, right, right. <laughs> Nobody on this show is as funny as I am. I, guess <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> sure. I actually, that was, that, Jay. Yeah, that was actually show. funny. Yeah. Thank you, John. It just yeah. took me a minute. So uh, Matt was Matt was pumping his fist for that one. So maybe I like he's... this. I like this one. I, I like Phantom. I don't know. Like I've only given it one spin, so I need to definitely dive in a little bit more. My first pass, I did not like it as much as our last album, but like really good. Uh, you know, you, atmospherical black metal. I agree drunk, with that. Did you drunk purchase it, Matt? No, not yet. Drunk can maybe, to, oh. maybe tonight. Maybe tonight. All right. I'll be looking. Yeah. I really like the or, last record a lot. And this one's good. Just sure. um, maybe not as know. good. I, I think I just got to spit it more. But yeah, on first impression is and that I didn't like as much. 
that's and that's how I really got into the last one is like because I feel like there's a Vastum and a Vanum. Yeah, Vastum's yeah. better, I think. Vastum. Yes. Yeah, then, I felt like, like I confused with that too. I'm like, oh shit, they're putting out. I'm yeah. like, oh, that's not the same band. Never But I fell back on the Vandom. I was like, well, this is kind of in my wheelhouse too. So um, just, you know, time time will tell. All right. I dug it enough to go. I'm going to go back to it for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So now it is time for the Thunderdome results from last episode. Last episode, Matt decided that Sadis's Swallowed in Black would go up against Autopsy's Severed Survival. At the time of the podcast, we had a tie. Uh, Will voted for Sadis, and so on the podcast, Sadis wins. However, in the, in, in, in the, uh, the court of public opinion, Autopsy uh, takes two-thirds of the votes... Oof. On face on on the uh, the poll, and uh, that's enough to amend the Constitution right there. Yeah. Two, three, <laughs> that's a pretty big one. Yep, yep. So yep. that's kind of alive. Every single one I pick, our listeners choose the opposite. Yeah, it does seem like the <laughs> users tend to users the listeners tend to go for uh, the opposite of what we're in jeopardy here. <laughs> you lost on jeopardy. Sadis <laughs> no, is, is a great band, but I know for, for me, I'm you know I'm not a big thrashy guy, and the, the vocals are a little bit more leaning in the thrashy, mm-hmm. you know, so that's yeah. why I just and I definitely more into Death Doom, so Autopsy obviously falls into that a little bit more. All right, let's move on to what we are listening to. First up is Justin. Shit. Shit. <laughs> so what are we listening to? All right, hold on. Let me pull up my little my little list here. Normally I would have it mes- memorized right now, but I was only told about this yesterday. So hold on. Oh, excuse well, me. Thanks for, thanks for coming on too. I was totally stoked to come on. Let me tell you. But, you know, I like, I'm fucking OCD and I over-prepare for everything. As one does. Uh, the new Discordia I actually really like. I mean, oh, shit, I forgot to listen to that. Sh- could be a little shorter. Could be a mm-hmm. little trimmed down a little bit. Um, but I'm really digging that. Um, the new uh, Sepulchral Curse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sepulchral Curse. Yeah. yeah, whatever. They came out with an EP. Um, I'm digging that. Wish they would tone down the hardcore vocals a little bit. Mm. But, um, cause they, they do like a mix of like death and, and like these like kind of screaming vocals, like they're kind of, and I'm not a big dual vocal guy in any sort of genre really. Um, and, but the music fucking rips. So like, I kind of like, I'm kind of like, okay with the, I'm kind of okay with it. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Cause the, they have the music to back it up. Um, and then, and then the rest of them, cause I pretty much listened to what you guys had on the list. So now I'm just going to pimp out the other few. I'm just going to pimp out some bands that I've picked up this year that I want people to know about before mid-year. 
because I <laughs> fucking love them and I haven't heard people mention them nearly as much. Um, Ectoplasma, Inferno Kabbalah is my favorite death metal album so far this year. Um, even over Immolation, who comes very close to it because they're one of my favorite death metal bands. I fucking, and I don't know why I love this Ectoplasma. Like on the surface, it doesn't seem, it just seems like kind of caveman y uh, death metal. But then they just have really fucking catchy riffs and they have like, and then they just all of a sudden they just start changing it up. And there's like some, there's like little touches of like, like death doom and like some proggy stuff, like kind of just sprinkled in there. The vocals are kind of just gross enough where I like them, but not so much so where it takes away from the music for me. I just think that they're fun vocally. Anyways, that's my biggest pimp out. But uh, besides that one, um, Hangman's Chair is another one. I've been pushing George to listen to, too. Yeah. Uh, a loner. Um, it's, it's my, like, probably, like, most alt metal type of record so far this year that I love the most. It's very, there's lots of typo negative elements in it, um, but it's got that cold wave um, fusion in there too. Yeah. So it's got some kind of cool feels to it. And then just the, the songs are just super catchy. It's, you know, like it's not super heavy, but it's, you know, it's doomy. It's, it's cool. I like it. Um, Fire Breather is another one. I'm not like a super big fan of st uh, Stoner Doom, but um, I think these guys do it really well. Um, I really like it. Again, just super catchy stuff, super catchy riffs. Uh, Kevin, Kevin, the Great Below. I don't know if that's how you say it. That's how I say it. The K-V-A-E-N. Oh yeah, um, that yeah. Was my like that was my like uh, most anticipated black metal album because I like like the riffiness of it. Um, and the new one didn't disappoint. Um, yeah, I feel like he expanded the sound a lot on this record. Um, that in silence song is stuck on my head all the fucking time. I love it. Um, all right. Only a couple more mass worship. No one's mentioned at all who I think are, it's weird. Cause like they're on century media. Yeah. So I feel like more people should be talking about them, but I know there's a whole century media band camp like thing that like sometimes <laughs> century media bands seem to get missed by like the core metal community. They fall into a black um, hole because it's century media won't put them on there. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, so it's, um, I'm trying to think of the best way to, it's, it's, it's got a lot of post metal stuff to it. It's got a lot of like Meshuggah stuff to it and some death metal. It's just this really cool mix of genres that just works really well for me. They have one song called, I think it's called specular void or something like that. Mm -hmm. It's just so catchy. I love it. Um, Nihility is another one mm -hmm. where a death metal act that a lot of people don't seem to be really talking about too much. Um, if you liked like that stork, stork rain, is that what they were called from last yeah, year? Yeah. 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 That, that band, like, in that kind of vein where it's like, it's kind of technical, but it's kind of like theatrical too. In in, in a sense, there's some keys in there. And then, um, Avertine is the other one or Averturney. Yeah. 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 I T E R T E R N E. The ailing facade is what it's called. And that one's really cool too. It's very like, if you're into that, like, you know, dissonant spacey type of, uh, death metal, they, um, 
I read something about it where they apparently like wrote it in the fashion of writing industrial music because one of the guys in there is in an industrial band too. Uh, I don't remember the name of the band right now, but really good, catchy, a little different, which I like. And um, yeah, maybe I guess I'll stop. I could keep going, <laughs> but uh, I'll just, I'll just, stop there. You're the new George. Yeah. Don't I have a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Those are nice. just the ones I would say that are like the top ones that I hear the least about. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a, like, a uh, cool way to do the list. The love, yeah. What do you have there, I Will? Drinking, anyways. So, what are you drinking? What are you wearing? If anything, barely darkness. <clears throat> Sexy. What? What is that? Of the barely surly barely darkness. Surly barely darkness. It's in a can. I know. Um. Uh, I'm deciding whether to open this or not because I have this really, really good friend who felt bad for me because I have cancer who sent me all these tremendous beers and uh, things. And his name is Matt, and I received it two days ago. And I think I drank half oh, the beers already. <laughs> oh, man. You sent me those pics, like three of them, and I was like, I thought that was all the same night. I was like, oh, fuck, Will's going to be dead. <laughs> no. Well, two were one night. One the tweak was last night. And then the hey. early darkness. Hey, Will. Right Will? now. Yes, Will. sir. If you don't mind, would, would you mind holding that off? And then I'll, I'll bring a beer over to your house. Because every time Matt sends somebody or gives someone a bottle of darkness, I end up drinking it. So I drank one with you at your house. I, we will do that. What are you doing tomorrow? Because I'm free almost the entire day. Hold on. It's and Mother's it, Day. Yeah. I know. I am free. Hey. Right. <laughs> Literally. Well, I actually, I, I am getting divorced, so I am free. I'll get back to you on that one because the other night, TR and I just drank another bottle of, of darkness that he gave to TR. Oh. <laughs> well, hey. If, so, wait, are you just like the darkness mooch? <laughs> well, no. No, I just happen to be no. at the right place at the right time. <laughs> I give, bottle, I, I will, I give I will, TR will, a bottle every uh, death fest or... Uh, Decibel fest. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, I'm hold off, John. I will get something else, but you may need to come over tomorrow because I don't know how many days I can. Um, I'm, right. I'm, right. I don't know how many well, days uh, I'm around to uh, uh, drink. Uh, Hi, Jay. You missed me. I was on earlier. I love you. You should unmute yourself. Let's go. Honestly, okay. I thought they I thought they were teasing me because I came back and they were like, "No, I guess that's it for Will." And I thought, "Oh, fuck you!" Like I thought they were just like, "Ha Jay, that's what you." No, he do. left but, because you're coming back and he didn't want. No, no, he, no, he was no, like, no, "Ha ha ha." I had to tuck my son in, take him to bed, and then make sure everyone was okay. But it was kind of a joke. Like, I'm here, and Jay doesn't know I'm here. And then you start coming in, like, I'm going to leave real quick. And I'm going to leave again because apparently I can't drink this beer. I go get another beer. Bye. Well, hi, Hansel. All right. So, Marcus, on what are you listening to? Oh, yeah. What am I listening to? Uh, first one is Anana, Void of Unending Depths on Memento Mori Records. So I talked about Anana last month because I had just discovered that band and listened to the older material. And a new record uh, was coming, but it wasn't out yet. But now it's out, sort of, because they haven't put it on Bandcamp, but they think they put it up on YouTube finally. Uh, but it's, uh, as I expected, it's a tremendous progressive death metal album and uh, the death side is definitely emphasized with this band but then they have these forays into spacey passages that are really cool and, and well done and it was my uh, album of the month for april i'm really high on this band i'm mm -hmm. um, also listening to fur de lance the uh, hyperborean mm -hmm. and cruise del sur music this is like an epic battle metal 
album it kind of throws in touches of black metal there's doom in there it's a lot more involved than their debut ep colossus that came out in 2020 which was on my like top five eps list so it's taken me a few listens to kind of get into this album um they're on they're from chicago too so i'll probably see them when they start playing live nice. um but now I'm into it. I'm ready to throw on my chain mail and, and wade into war, uh, whatever they call it's a, it's a really good record. Yeah. I like that. One. Uh, cool, man. Yeah. Have you listened to the EP Colossus is great. I, I did not. So I'll check throw that, that out. on. That's really good. Uh, uh, devil master. We mentioned it before, um, ecstasies of never ending thought on relapse records. I've never been overly enthused about, devil master i didn't really care much about the last album but i thought this one was was really good and the band's clearly talented and i just think that they have that that magic punk metal formula that they play um that they've nailed it on this one for me anyways hey marcel so, they they played atlas before and they put on a hell of a show i mean this yeah. is a really good show yeah they're a really good band there's something about that last record i just i couldn't get into it couldn't get into it this one it sucked i don't know it's uh this one got me all right fair uh, enough <laughs> they're, they're much better live i'll tell you that they were interesting live it was like each band member was in a different band like uh clothing wise costume <laughs> costume wise it's like there was a vampire and there was a you wizard and, <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh next one is a feral light psychic contortions i believe this was matt's album of the month mm-hmm. in April. see when um i void hanger oh which i love um, i've been a big fan of this band for a while i've been buying all their physical merch uh, their albums and stuff in the last few. And um, I just feel like they keep getting better. They play this kind of kick-ass, experimental, crust-infused black metal. And uh, every album just gets better and better and just more engaging and just interesting to me. So I'm pretty high on this one. Um, it was pretty close. The Inanna record was clearly number one for me, but um, Feral Light was up there. And then uh, the last one I had on my list is Blaze. Um, self-titled this is an album from 2007 actually and i started spinning it again because i thought it might be a candidate for my uh, top five one album wonders but they did this 27 minute ep in 2014 so i took it off my list Mm. and they're still playing um but they're a band from japan and they play this really fantastic catchy traditional heavy metal big anthems with a phenomenal uh, guitar work by uh, hisashi suzuki um he's like one of those guitarists that's so good that should be heralded but but because they're a japanese band and they're not especially well known in you know in the states um you, you just don't know about them um but I was happy to see that they're they're still around because I thought they'd just done that one album and that was it. And uh, they have the EP and they're playing and, and hopefully they'll do they'll do more. Um, so that that's been really fun to spin. Um, it's hard to find that one. It, the full album is on YouTube. Somebody put it together, uh, and I have the MP3s of it because I, I had it on CD. Um, but yeah, that was fun. I love like a Japanese metal bands. There's there's something about it because you don't see them that much. And then when you discover one and then you listen to it, then you kind of find another one. And uh, there's just probably just so many out there. I don't know about, but uh, I think Jay, actually you would particularly like blaze. I think you should try to give that a shot. Um, 
But yeah, that's what I got. All right. Matt. So, um, <clears throat> as mentioned, Cosmic Putrefaction. I believe that came out fully yesterday. Really digging it. Um, as well as earlier this week, the new track from Wake. <clears throat> Another band that came out yesterday, Vital Spirit, Still as the Night, Cold as the Wind. Um <clears throat> I didn't delve into it too much until I read something that compared them to Wayfair. And um, well, to me, Wayfair is untouchable in their own, in their genre. This is like, I see the comparison. This is a good album. It's, it's not, it's definitely not as good as Wayfair, but still pretty solid. Um, <clears throat> a band I dig from Italy, Ufumamat. Mm. I think that's how it's pronounced. Uh, they're kind of a sludgy well, sludge band. This album is called Finis. I think it's probably their ninth album. Also, as Marcus on mentioned, Feral Light, uh, Crusty Black Metal. They're a local band for me, so I'm hoping that they will have a live show soon. It's, you know, it's probably happened with my luck. Yeah. Um, also, a band that you may have heard of called Blue Dust Nord. Ha, 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 ha. They have, uh, I think they have like two tracks out now. Uh, one was released within the last couple of weeks. Um <clears throat> So far, what I'm hearing, I really dig, which is pretty normal for me with Blue Dust Nord. Never can tell. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what you're going to yeah. get with them. True, true, true. Him. Um, also, a band called Discordia. The album is Triptych. They are, you know, I would call them a techie, thrashy death metal band. I'm digging that qu- quite a bit. And then the band is called Pyrith, Pyrith Monuments to Imperdence. Um, that's on Gilead Media kind of sludgy death, really digging it. And then as far as nothing, you know, as far as getting out of the new stuff coming out, I'm still working on the Led Zeppelin book. I'm probably about two thirds of the way through. So I've been listening to them, you know, as the book progresses, but also the bands um, that are also, that are, you know, kind of mentioned throughout the book, the Yarnbirds, the New Yarnbirds, Cream, Spirit, Vanilla Fudge, et cetera. Um, Strangely enough, when I was in Mexico, I woke up, the second day and i thought i just need like a i need some riffage and this quote popped into my head from todd uh todd from um three floyd's brewing three floyd's brewing when he saw sleep he referred to mac matt pike as the sludge master i'm sorry the riff master general and so i threw on some high on fire and i just like delved in spiritually like I've, i've always loved high on fire but man i've never like taken the time to just like like let high on fire immerse itself in my veins and yes yeah. fuck, dude this is good shit i, I came back at the right time mm-hmm. <laughs> you know uh, uh a couple days ago uh my my lifelong best friend's son who is now mm-hmm. like 16 yeah. uh and a bass player texted me and we were talking about like the guitar I was working on. And then he was like, Hey, so this guy that my mom works with gave me an album by a band called high on fire. Are they any good? And I was like, well, yeah, which album? And he was like, it was Lumina Ferris. And I was like, Oh yeah, that's a great album. Fucking check that shit out. And they're all pretty great. <laughs> yeah. That's what's awesome about High on Fire. Yeah. I have them all on vinyl except for one, which I think they just re-released on vinyl. What are you missing? Uh, De De Mysterious. Mm. So, and I just released it on vinyl again. Okay. And uh, so I got to buy it. I should have bought it on uh, Bandcamp Day, but I. I Firmest Mysterious. Jay, that was sort of a uh, 
<laughs> with the hands. It was a little bit. I apologize, <laughs> but I'm also, I'm also. It's funny because when I started buying vinyl again, the very first thing I bought was uh, Death is This Community. That was the mm-hmm. first vinyl record I went out and bought when I started buying vinyl again because I, I was super into High on Fire at the time and I wanted to hear it through my really nice speakers. Well, I own nothing of High on Fire and vinyl, but they, like, in retrospect, they're a fucking vinyl band. Like, oh, yeah, big time. like yeah. that, that's a record you buy. Yeah, it, Matt. I mean, the tones are so big and, uh, and like, fat, you know I mean? Like, it's just, I, yeah, I, exactly. I think the last record was so good, dude. I was so glad that they kind of got back. I didn't like the Luminiferous one as much as the newest one. I liked I that. I, I liked it. I thought the new one was a return to form. Yeah, yeah. No, it was good, but. I, but, I went back. I thought that too. And then I went back to Luminiferous and I was like, oh, because I still liked it a lot, but I it, it was lower if I was going to rank the albums. Mm-hmm. And then I listened to it again. I was like, I don't know what I was thinking. This is just as good as some of the other records. So. Well, I, you know, I actually have some mild insight into that. And it, it, you can see, you can hear this on your own, but like if you listen to uh, Death is this Communion or Blessed Black Wings or anything like that, there are all these like weird little instrumental and linking, linking parts he has and all these different things that happen. And he literally said the reason that didn't happen on Lumina Ferris was because he was married and he was just like, I, I was like, I didn't have time to do all those little extra special things. I'm not saying it's a bad record. It's just, and then he got a divorce <laughs> or, or lost his girlfriend or whatever it was and went right back to this kind of like obsessive, weird, you know, editing things together stuff. Kind of huh. thing. All right. Yeah. Matt, you got more. Um, so the the in listening to the 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 High on Fire catalog, and mind you, I don't keep like there's not a lot of detail that sticks with me other than the fact that it's fucking amazingly brutal and like I would say spiritual. Um, once I've let myself you know immerse in it, um, the two things I noted was it, there are times where I feel like I'm listening to early Mastodon, and there are times where I feel like gosh, this sounds like that like I can feel the the influence on death clock you know and then i realized <laughs> like i f- i'm pretty sure that high on fire was on that death clock um tour no they weren't no they weren't no but, no, no matt you, sorry I'll, I'll, I'll give you another um but i'll give you another thing that will satisfy that and that Please. is that um the mastodon guys met at a high on fire show okay yeah that's how they met I each other it. Yeah. i get it but does and brett hines does like a thing with matt pike now right like in the last year they're like best buds. And he's but they have on, like a side project going on? Well, he's on he's on the Pike album. The head on the Pike thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the Pike know. album. No, yeah. I'm, I'm Pike versus Pike the automaton. Thing. Yeah, yes. Pike's, yeah, head yeah, on yeah. a Pike is the lyric thing. Nice. Um, but he's on that, and they've been like best buds for like mm-hmm. a long time. Yeah. yeah, which seems natural. I mean, especially when you say they met at a show and all that. Um, and would also would follow with that. The other band I really um, spent more time with than normal is Yab. Which to me, you know, going from high on fire to Yab is a pretty natural step. So, a cool tour, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. That's it for me. All righty, John. All right, not too much here. Even though we're always posting a bunch of shit every Friday, doesn't mean I listen to those albums again. So these are the ones I listened to more than once in the last couple of weeks. Uh, we already mentioned Cosmic Petrifaction. I'm liking that album a lot listen to it again this morning and i gotta get into the cans that one because i know there's a lot more going on than what i'm hearing off of my uh speakers um we mentioned the haunter listen to that i like the last album um i don't know maybe i might like this one a little more 
but maybe it's because it's only like 30 minutes long. And it's, so I got to listen to it a few more times. Um, I got an EP. I was in a tech death phase, technical death. I hate saying tech death. It sounds so, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but I've been listening to a lot of bands that are technical death. And I found this inner dimensions EP that came out from this band called unaligned. I don't know who they are. Uh -huh. I just kind of stumbled upon it. It's a pretty good album for the debut. I listened to some band. of that. It was not bad. Yeah. It, they're very talented. I think they're kids that could be like, you know, people that I'm supporting in college or something, but um, so it was good. Uh, listen to the new gathering, not metal, but they used to be a metal band, their new album, Biddleful Distortion. And they have an EP that came out also called Interference. So I've been listening to that. And uh, let's see, a ton of this band called Riverside. Again, not necessarily metal. They have some metalish parts, but uh, TR, the Metalheads Butler, and I just went and saw them. Uh, when did we see them? Last Saturday, I guess. Yep. In Baltimore. It was good. And this guy named Keith Semple opened for them. And I got into his catalog because he's with a band from Chicago called the Siberium. Uh, they're a prog metal band. And so I've been listening to that since um, the show. That's it. There's a ton more stuff, but these are the ones I've been listening to on a frequent basis. So, Is Riverside that Polish band? Yes, they are. They, and as a matter of fact, Jay, every time I see them or listen to them, I think of you getting just stopped at the door. We are not open. <laughs> leave. Exactly right. So that story is that I went, when I was in Poland, I went to the uh, record shop that I now had good records. Uh, Nurgle from Behemoth. I was like, he, I told him I was going to Poland when I met him and it, and it was like, yeah. And I was like, are there any good record shops? He said, go to this one. So I, I went to this one and the band Riverside, somebody owns it or works at it or something. And they were downstairs practicing. And so we knock on the door and we're like, yeah, well, I was shut up for some records. He goes, okay, I'll go get the guy. They left us out there for a half hour. And then they came back. It was like, now nah, we're not going to open that for you. <laughs> they went back and just played music again. So yeah, I think, the drummer, gonna... I think okay. the drummer owns the record store. Is that what it is? Okay. I think it is. Yeah. So well, that, I didn't get those records. No, Bastard. but you got that story. I got a good story out of it. That's true. You stopped at the riverside. <laughs> that's it done? for me. Okay. I'm done. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Not much. All right. Well, is this the, uh, what we're listening to? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, I did not prepare because I didn't think I was going to be on. However, I will. Um, somebody mentioned Yob. Was it you, Matt? Mm, yes, it was Matt. <clears throat> yeah. So I've had uh, Yob's uh, Atma. Is that how you pronounce it? I think it's Atma, but probably At both work. Atma. Yeah, Atma, Atma. I've had that on my record player, and it hasn't left in a very long time. Good. Um, it's kind of like my, um, uh, <clears throat> uh, so if, if people, you guys all know, but like I have cancer now, so I have to go through all this radiation and chemo and stuff like that, but it's super curable. So, um, but, uh, I know, um, I'm totally Mike, what's the lead singer's name? Right. From Yab. Mike Scheid? Is it Scheid? Yeah. 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 So he went through, I think diverticulitis and anyway, he was down and out close to death and he came back and wrote an amazing album and so i've been listening to a lot of that and listening to a lot of chemists just kind of like things that are going to keep my spirits high or motivate me uh high spirits uh they played atlas a couple months ago and it's just it's just always like the best time in the world uh watching those guys um it's more rock and roll than metal they're great so listen to a lot of them and then if i go to my Bandcamp camp i have not bought that much on Bandcamp camp recently 
uh, just to have a whole bunch of other stuff going on. But I did buy the the Undeath, which is amazing. You guys talked about it already. And then uh, I did I did pick up the Pharmacist Flourishing Extremities on Unspooled yes. Mental Grounds. Um, I think somebody posted in our chat. This is Carcass that was my, Worship. Yeah, it was my album of the month. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is Carcass Worship, and it's great. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, we listened to the two Temple of Void songs come out, Desolate Shrine, which was my April, no, March album March. of the month. Yeah, That's a good album. That's good. Yeah. Great album. Um, and then uh, that's kind of that's kind of it. Like just, well, I mean, just like a whole bunch of stuff in general, but really a lot of yob, just a lot of fucking yob. Because for whatever reason, that's just speaking to me right now. It's awesome. Right on. Cool, Jay. Nice. I really suggest you revisit that last one. I, I was the one who liked it the most on the podcast, but I'm telling you, it's a stronger record than you remember. And it's that is the one he made after he recovered. Um, yeah, that's that's the one I'm listening to. Atma, right? Is that what it's called? Is that the name of the last one? Was Atma? Yeah, pretty sure. Oh, right? God. oh, there's such a pretty song on there. That one about the leaves or whatever it is. Who? That's a fucking yeah. cool song. Yeah, that's what. Um, so yeah, yeah it's a, it, on vinyl. In vinyl, it's a it's a double album, which is nice. So I. Um, I'm always check out the new stuff when we post it and stuff. Uh, a couple bands that weren't mentioned that I think some people probably care about here. The new Demonical record is out. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mass Destroyer. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, dude. Um, I, I used to be a huge Demonical fan, and uh, I did listen to the new one briefly. I haven't bought it yet. I don't like it as much as the last one. Right. I, I, it kind of felt like they, they, took a, like they took a little off the gas pedal. Yeah, I think that's exactly the right way to put it. Um, another a German band called Walfarher Dimension So Fern. Yeah. <laughs> Just look it up on Bandcamp. It's cool. Uh, the Cosmic Future Faction, of course, I like, like everybody else. Um, saw Bork Nagar a couple weeks ago, and so I've been kind of revisiting the Bork Nagar. Oh, nice. Um, I, I was a great show, dude. Like, I, and they stole the show. It was with Ryan Christ, and Ryan Christ was actually really good, but um, Bork Nagar was was definitely the band of the night for me. Mm. Um, and then um, that's most of the metal stuff. And, but I also discovered something kind of cool on YouTube accidentally just, and it's um, the bear with me. Cause I think people have different views on these guys, but the guy from the darkness that Justin Hawkins has yeah. a YouTube channel. The and it's fucking awesome, dude. He just, he just talks about different records and bands and what, and like, how you get fucked in the music, all this different stuff, a different thing every episode. And they're wildly entertaining. And he's super like chill, humble dude. But two things. One is that made me think I should probably listen to some of the other darkness records. And I got to say some of them were pretty fucking good. I like the darkness. I do too. Oh no, I, I like them a lot, but they, they, I didn't realize they got a little more metal. In some of their later ones, like there's one called Easter's canceled. That's really fucking cool. And blah, blah, blah. But more importantly, not unlike my, um, going down the Gary Moore rabbit hole recently, there's a name I've heard a lot and I've never really checked him out. And then Justin Hawkins did an episode about him. Just like, Hey, here's some songs you should hear by this guy. And he's fucking great. It's not really metal. It's more like hard rock, but it's Rory Gallagher. What a fucking killer. Awesome guitar. And also John just, and not only, not only, I think I searched Rory Gallagher on YouTube to watch some live stuff. And, um, one of the guys from uh, Hudson Valley Squares rated all the albums in order. So anyway, oh, long story short, yeah. I, I bought like five Rory Gallagher albums in the last, last like four days, and um, they're fucking. I cannot recommend him enough. He's he's a lost gem. 
you know, I mean, literally lost now he's dead, but wow. Could that guy fucking play? And it's this bluesy hard rock stuff. Really good stuff. <laughs> so Roy Gallagher is my new Gary Moore. All right. And I'll hand it off to you. So my first album is, I don't know how to pronounce it, but I'm going to say Da Wohl. D-A-W-O-H-L. The album is called Leviathan, not Mastodon. It's their <laughs> first album. They're a French brutal death metal band. Um, I checked that out on Bandcamp. I dug that. My next album is the band called Ibaraki. And the first album is called Rashomon. And this is the Matt Heafy long-awaited supposed black metal album with Isan. Isan produced it. This has been in the works for many years. We've been waiting for it. We've been waiting for it. Uh, I I like it, but it just kind of sounds like a trivium album to me, like a heavy, a slightly heavier, perhaps trivium album. But um, was it called again? I actually I forgot. I knew this existed or was about. What's the name of it? It's I B A R A K I Ibaraki. Or perhaps something else, but that's how I pronounce it. (laughs) It's actually like named after like a region or a city or something. But, um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, Marcus on made a good point with the last trivium album that it was kind of good. And I I really liked it. You know, I mean, I, I used to be a big trivium fan for like the first three albums and then they kind of, just got too popular and a little too melodic and it was, it was more like metal chorus or something. And I just wasn't a fan anymore, but uh, I did listen to the last album a little bit and I agree that it was, was not they terrible. Metal core in the beginning that they hadn't really been metal core in a long time, but it wasn't the kind of music that we kind of like, you know? Yeah. And this, I, I want to listen to it more cause I was, I was working and listening to it at the same time. And, um, you know, there's clean vocals, but they're not bad, clean vocals. I mean, it doesn't have bad, clean vocals, mm. but, um, so I don't know. I, I need this, did you have th- a single for this a few months ago. He, I think he did, but I didn't know about it. Cause okay. I just heard about this like two or three days ago. And I was like, what? Um, okay. so yeah, I think I heard that and I was just kind of like, I think I'm okay. And yeah, exactly. So i I don't want to. I don't want. I don't really want to come down either way on this one until I give it more listens. But you're not endorsing it, George. I'm not I'm endorsing it, but I'm like not okay. pooping on it either. Oh, I'm, so, but okay. before you go any further, though, is it is it singular? It's just Esau produced it and nothing else. Was he well, he he produced it, and I wanted to say there's almost like a anthems to the welcome at dusk, like. Uh, uh, symphonic element to it. Like it, parts of it. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, uh, but I don't think he played on it as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they've been working on it together. And uh, so it's yeah. a Matt Heafy album produced by Isak. Yes. And it is, it's all like based on his Japanese heritage. That's cool. Hence that all the titles cool. and stuff. I mean, so. I'll listen to it because I, I mean, I think Trivium is a really talented band. I so thought I just haven't always liked it, like their stuff, but I would yeah. take check that out. I, I'm back not in even the, a really a big Isan fan, to be honest with you. So yeah. nothing says Japanese heritage like a dude from Norway producing your album, but okay. Well, yeah, but true. I mean, <laughs> I back mean, in the day, I thought that, Trivium so was going to be the new Metallica, and in a way, they are I think because a lot of people thought they were going to be. To be honest with you, because, but but in terms of like 
popularity. They, you know, they're definitely in the more commercial vein of popular metal bands. So maybe mm-hmm. they are, um, just not the way I thought they were going to be. Um, anyway, uh, next up, I have a band called in a Felian. Uh, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. the, the first album called Moribund. They're a Swedish, uh, Netherlands, black metal band. Um, I just kind of stumbled across this one and I was like, eh, I don't think I like this, but I'll listen to it anyway. And I was like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. So check it out. Next up, Kirk Hammett. You might have heard of his band Metallica. He put out a four song EP called Portals, his very first solo effort. Uh, I know Jay had some things to say about that. I thought it was pretty cool, despite uh, I agree with what you said. I mean, and it doesn't hang there. I, I, to be fair to it, it doesn't then become to tame a land. It's just got a little whatever. And now, wasn't this supposed to be the audio companion to some visual effort of some sort? Like, I, it seems to me he was trying to make a soundtrack to something. Mm, I, I didn't hear about that, but I have to say that it's very uh, cinematic. Yeah. So I, I, I would not be surprised if it was. Yeah. And is it, he singing on it? Does it no, sound it, heavy? It's it all instrumental. instrumental. It's all instrumental, and it's I, I, I enjoy it. I think it's pretty it, cool. To its credit, it doesn't sound like Metallica, at least the song I heard. I haven't heard the whole album yet. Yeah, no, I listened to all of it, and it's yeah, no, I, it's I, very I, I cinematic. and vinyl because it was a record store day. Yeah. Oh. So I, was on the, I wasn't going to get it, and I was like, eh, I'm just going to grab it. When you say it doesn't sound like Metallica, does it not sound like the last thirty years of Metallica? Or yeah, it does it sound like, like it's nothing like it. it. It's, it's like a soundtrack. It's a, it's, yeah. it's like it's cinematic. It's very yeah. The, like I said, there's there's like uh, there's a lot of orchestral interweavings mm-hmm. of, of right. the songs. Is it, is it like, a spaghetti western in there. Yeah, yeah. So, sure, swipe, sure. Le- swipe left. Got it. Okay. Honestly, yeah. probably will. I think in your case, I would. I and I did. I listened to one song. I was like, okay, I see what he's doing here. It's, I, mean, I, like how like Will, I like how Will is using single man terminology now. Swipe left. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't even, I, I can honestly say, like, I have no idea if that, what that means. Yeah. I, I know there's swipe right and swipe left, and it has something to do with dating apps. I have no idea if left or right is the correct way. I'm not on I don't either. <laughs> I have no clue. I will never be on a dating app. So sorry. Sorry, all you dudes out there who think you're going to find me on Grinder. Yeah. Finally, after we talk about it so much, <laughs> but you will not find me on there. I think I, I, there's no reason for me to know this, but I think left is the no. So I have no idea. So th- I think that would make right. more sense. Yeah, I could be wrong. I don't know. Yeah. Find out. Get, get this vital information to us, bro. Yeah. Justin? Yeah. How would Justin know? He's married too. <laughs> well, well, I know the, no, well, that, that's, yeah, the swipe light, that's, that's, that's straight single people shit. I don't know anything about oh, yeah. that. Well, well, why are we asking? <laughs> yeah, that we, we don't, we're just like, no. Nah, so we're all in the, the same boat. It says, I want to fuck you. And that's pretty much it. You know, yeah, wait, 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 wait. Swiping that was good. Like you that. just said, <laughs> I'm sorry, but you said that's straight, that's straight. What is it? Straight single no, people. No, because like, I'm just saying like, on like the, on, no, like, no, the no, no. I, I love like, it. I just well, heard it. I heard it like this, like that straight up. And I was like, no, he needs straight. <laughs> he needs straight yeah. no, I, on Justin's app, it's like you, you click on a bear or like a were raccoon or something. Like that. <laughs> it's you, all you animal a, shit. There's a paw button. No, there is. There's like a little paw button. And then it's Are like a, serious? a wolf. Yeah. And a wolf is like. And then you uh, have to look yeah, for like silver, gold, that. platinum. That's fantastic. <laughs> Wait, I forgot what silver, gold, platinum was. Can you remind me? Oh, my God. <laughs> 
is is it about the hair color? No. No, it's about it's about the degree in which you've been with the opposite sex. And the higher you, the, the 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 less of it, the higher status you are. Oh, right, right, Oh, so you get rewarded for being pure because if you had a C-section, you didn't even come close to the vajayj. Yes, I was a C-section. Yeah. So I forgot. I forgot. That, okay. that puts me into the plus category. Yeah, I'm glad I asked that though because that's a good thing to know. That's a very fun fact. Oh, yeah. that you thought <laughs> it. It's yeah. all coming back to me. And I didn't. Um, I didn't come up with this. This existed before me. And I just, <laughs> I'm just relating information. Dude, to take people. credit for it. Man, nope. All right, my next album is a band called Iron. Uh, Are you still doing your album? I have two more, <laughs> just two. George, you're t- oh, only two because you're only like an eye. I was like, holy shit, George is back. No, man, I only have six. Okay. My next album is a band called Skull Fist, and it's oh, their yeah, fourth was- album called Paid in Full. They're a Toronto like traditional speed band. Um, I. Yeah, I thought they were more of a thrash band because I know I was like, oh, I like these guys. I'm going to listen to this, and I was like, oh wow, this is more like, uh, uh, oh, what the fuck's that band, uh, White Wizard or something, you know? Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I dig it. I mean, this was almost my album of the month for April. I really White liked Wizard it. Has been canceled because they're white. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a cool album if you like, you know, traditional speedy kind of stuff. It's very clean high vocals um done well my last one is a band called spill your guts and the album is called the wrath it takes it's their first album they're a shanghai grind hardcore band but if you think they're asian in any way they're not they're a bunch of white dudes from shanghai so i don't know if this is like a uh uh, ghost bath kind of situation or what but it's like four white dudes from shanghai supposedly uh and but but it's like grindy hardcore vocally kind of thing. It's well, kind of, if you know they're white guys, then that's not one of those situations. That I guess I don't know. I just the picture is like four white dudes, so I'm like okay. I don't know. Well, but it well, says they're from picture. There's a new band out. Uh, they're called just O, but it's spelled O U, and they're from China. And the drummer's white, but he speaks fluent i don't know if it's mandarin or cantonese i was watching an interview i was like oh this guy's saying well i mean um, i've i've seen the so, fast and the furious i know white guys end up in asia but um you know it, but from shanghai to have four white dudes in one band just seems kind of odd to me so it's like all the white dudes in in shanghai were like hey let's form a grindcore band well, considering there's a billion people that live in that country i know uh, i'm just maybe i'm just saying <laughs> I don't know, it's but a, either a, way, I liked it enough. Anomaly. I and liked it. Fucking Switzerland. And it, and here it is because <laughs> I wanted to tell you about it. So, who cares? The music is good. All right, let's move on to our top five. This time we are doing one album wonders, which means a band that put out one album. They maybe they had a demo, maybe there was an EP in there somewhere, but they only had one full length album, and that's that's all we've got from them. All right. So, you know how it goes, Justin. 
What's your number five? All right. Yeah. So the preface is like, none of mine are like super duper, like, uh, like I was in love with them when they came out and I was sad that they had, I, most of them I looked up, um, and I realized that these were albums that like at one point or another I'd listened to and I'm like, wow, this is pretty good. Like I, I dig this, you know what I mean? But obviously nothing happened from it. Um, I guess I'll do number five. I'm going to switch it up because we already talked Gee. about it a little bit, which is uh Demolik. Uh, next bite. <laughs> Sorry to shit on that. <laughs> no, it's cool. Like I said, like I'm not like super. I'm not like super passionate about uh, like uh, them. I understand why people you know would have issues with some of their sounds and stuff, but um, yeah, it's really super tight, and I can see why people like kind of lose their shit over that. If you did kind of land on that early on, and you know, grew with it and stuff like that, so. Um, definitely one of those bands that I know I've heard people talk about who are there basically just like, we don't really want to make another record for people to compare it to. So they're just like basically just doing the same thing over and over again, which I guess is kind of cool too. You know, if people want to hear it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my number five. All right. And Marcus on. Yeah. So this is my top five and I actually love all the albums on my list. So, uh, my, my number five is winter into darkness future shock records from 1990, just really super heavy earth freezing death doom has a gloomy cold. It's brutal. It's fucking drudgery. Um, I can definitely hear the influence of uh, Celtic frost on this. Um, Nuclear Blast actually released a, a, a CD in 1992 and then uh, later did like a digipack where it had um, Into Darkness and then like an EP of like bonus tracks they had done that they unearthed later. But that's all we ever got from Winter. So I love me some Doom and this is uh, one of my favorites. Good pick. All right. Thanks, Matt. George. Yeah. No, no, I dig that one. I forgot about that one. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, Matt, was it was it Thursday we talked about this the most? Because I was yeah. so stressed out. Um, Everybody's like, "We can't do this." Well, not John. John's like, "I got well, like 500. I have like a million <laughs> honorable mentions. George, you you usually send the script out on a Wednesday. Yeah, and clearly I didn't read through it as close as I should have, and then like, oh yeah, top five one hit wonder or like one hit album bands. And I totally stressed, but I rallied. I got what I need. Um, my number five is something from my way, way back youth, probably even before I even got into metal. So like five years ago? Yeah, maybe six. <laughs> <Kidding>. <laughs> uh, salty dog. Every dog has its day. What? Mm-hmm. Wow. What is that? I haven't heard that name in. That is a name I haven't heard for a very long time. <laughs> I would say even before I got into metal. So wow! All right, Gian. Uh, uh, so, for my five albums, four of them are all grouped right around the same time. They're all released within two years of each other, or a year of each other. And this one's a new album. It's from 2016. I positive this band will never come back with another album unfortunately and my number five is trees of eternity hour of the nightingale which is a kind of a atmospheric doomy ethereal band if you don't know who they are it's the 
main writer from Swallow the Sun, and it was his partner. Uh, I can't remember what she was in originally, uh, but her name is Aaliyah. Uh, my lights turned down here and I can't see anymore. Stanbridge, I think is her name. She passed away before the album was released. And this apps, if you know anything about Swallow the Sun, it seems like it absolutely devastated him because he, I don't think he's toured with Swallow the Sun much since then. Yeah. Um, he certainly wasn't at the show that, that George and I and Will saw when they, these two tours collided in DC yep. X number of years ago. But anyway, it's a really good album and it's kind of a bummer because uh, one, because she passed, but two, I think there was a lot of potential for them to do some, some great stuff. Yeah. There was the rest of the band was made up of former members of Catatonia, Winter Sun, and uh, what was the other band here? I can't read it because I can't see. Uh, Nightwish. Mm. So you know, famous bands. It was a super group. Yeah, this so. was one of the ones that I knew was going to be on your list. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good. I listened to it again too. I was like, gosh, that was so fucking good. <laughs> Yeah, that's so, a great one. That's a very yeah. good album. Yeah. Didn't know that was going to make an appearance, but that, that has a great pick. I was going through my list of going through all my albums and I was like, Oh, this is definitely going to be on John's list. There's one more, one more that I'm guessing, but we'll see. Well, yeah, everyone knows probably what one of mine is, but you may not think yeah. that I got the other three. So, yeah. All right. Well, it has to be said, somebody's got to do it. Catatonic society. <laughs> <laughs> They have one album, uh, Baptistina, uh, Baptisna. I don't know how you pronounce it. Um, our very own Jay. It, it, when when I saw this on the script about uh, I don't know, like half an hour ago, yeah. um, I was like, "This has to be on the script." This ha- somebody has to say. Technically, so there's it. like it's their like second album, but uh, I'm not gonna so, I'm not gonna call you on. I, I think the, maybe uh, it might have been an EP or something. I don't know. I think doesn't that, matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Well, Fuck whatever. It. Doesn't matter. Fuck it. All right. That's my pick. Okay. My number five is, uh, I think, one, an obvious one. It's got to be one that Marcus on guessed this week I was going to say, which is Hellhammer Apocalyptic Raids. To be fair, a band that did go on to just change their name and a couple of small things about themselves and become Celtic Frost. The fact still remains there's only one Hellhammer record. And it probably doesn't get mentioned often enough as a genre launching album you know um and i love it i, I like hellhammer i think um i'm really for uh, looking forward to seeing that mdf it's my single yeah. most looking forward to thing definitely mm-hmm. all right i knew that one i can't wait to hear what the other one was all right my number five is a band called cerebral bore and they're Lone album, Maniacal Miscreation. They were a brutal death metal band from Scotland. This came out in 2010. The singer left. They tried, they got another singer. They tried to get some shit together, but nothing has come since. So I'm calling this dead. Wow. Never heard of that one, George. I forgot about, I forgot about that. I forgot about that one. Yeah, that's a great album. That, yeah. Yeah. All right. Justin, number four. Back to me. Oh, shit. Um, all right. I'm going to number four is going to be, all right. They're called, uh, Asmodina Mm. and the records Inferno. So, all right. So I, I stumbled upon this. I don't remember how it was one of like the, my deep dive things. And it's actually, um, the now ex singer Angela from arc enemy, her original band. Okay. Um, that's why it sounds familiar out. 
that I think they had like a bad label deal. They switched their name, but then before they came out with something, she got, I think it, it from timeline wise, it looks like right before they like released anything new under like a different name. I think that's when she got picked up by Arc Enemy. I'm pretty okay. sure. Um, and it's really solid uh, death metal. The, the first couple tracks like are a little clunky. Like there's not really that much to them. But later on, it gets like really good. It gets like really groovy. It's got some, it's got some like gothy moments thrown in there too, which kind of mm. breaks it up a little bit. Um, and she's really an efficient. Um, she's really efficient in the death metal vocals. It's uh, it's really cool. I um I was like surprised by it because i think the only reason why i went to it was because i wanted to see i wanted a reference point of like how she sang in, in arch enemy to how she sang there mm-hmm. and like the difference um and i ended up liking the record and i i've spun it a whole bunch so nice That's cool yeah i didn't know about that one Very cool. all yeah. right mark on i like this because everybody's got uh different picks yeah so i was a little worried maybe you might have the same ones but it looks like we not might gonna not. happen not for mine anyway. All right. So uh, my number four uh, was from 2009. Um, it's Shrine Builder. Oh. Self-titled Neurot Recordings. It's a super group that had members of um, Melvin's, Neurosis, Sleep, mm-hmm. something else I'm forgetting. Just lots of really monolithic stoner riffs on this, um, whether it's a thick buzz of fog atmosphere that I just love on that. Um, I love the cover of it. And um, I actually hadn't listened to this one in a really long time. And maybe like last year I put it on again. So um, it's one of those albums. I think it's slow build. When I decided on this topic to put it in the list, it's kind of slow building. Cause I would notice that I had these albums and I was like, Oh, I got to see what else they've done. And then there was nothing else. And then I would look to see what members of the bands had done after it. So, um, yeah, I love Shrine Miller. I wish they would have, um, I would have continued because that was a pretty strong one, but, uh, it's always nice when you get that super group and they do that, like kind of one album, you know, Mm -hmm. and they go off and do their own things and then it becomes, it's almost like a mythic status, you know, well, I guess these are all like cult status really. Yeah. But yeah. Shrine Builder. Yeah, no, I didn't realize they only had one, but yeah, I remember that Mm -hmm. one. Cool. Matt. I probably should have prefaced this on my number five pick, but aside from my number one, um, everything was assisted, including my number four, um, Eric Rutan, prior to Cannibal Corpse, prior to Hate Eternal, Ripping Corpse. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. Dreaming with the Dead. That's a good one. <laughs> that almost made mine. Almost made it. Nice. Yeah, that's a good pick. I didn't yeah, think I about that. I guess it would be on yours, Justin, actually. Yep. Yeah, I think it's just again. It uh, um, I love everything he does, and Ripping Corpse is great. Again, it goes into that little little on the thrashier end for me with right, uh, the, right, you know because right. it was it was almost like in that proto death realm. You know what I mean? Like they were just kind of right starting out with everyone else. So, um, but I totally dig it. It's totally great. Rutan. All right, John. I want a new fucking Hate Eternal album already. God damn it! For hell oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Cannibal Corpse bullshit. Yeah. Some fucking Don't you're lucky. Will's not there. <laughs> John. Looks like there's a new grumpy metalheads podcast member. Yeah. 
my number four um, is a band that has absolute cult status in their subgenre, and we're lucky that they actually got an album released because I don't think they wanted to release an album. And it's not Time Ghoul, who is also a very cult-like status band that's got two demos, I guess, or two EPs. But uh, this album ended up probably is considered maybe the greatest American black metal album ever. (laughs) Yeah, okay. I I know a lot of your list. Yeah, and it's Weakling. Yep. Dead as Dreams. I need better light in this room. From 2000. It is. And... Fortunately, the album got released, even though I don't think they really wanted to release it. Um, but they kind of remind me of their trajectory, like Time Ghoul. Although I think Weakling probably has more standing um, because Time Ghoul kind of just put out these demos and it kind of disappeared. They actually, Weakling played for a while, so. Um, but just unreal how good it is. And I really wish it sounded better because it's just so good. Yeah. Well, I mean, they haven't re-released it in so long. Like, it's hard to get. Well, yeah, it would be nice if they remastered it and just, I don't know. Well, yeah, because Aquari- Aquarius doesn't exist anymore. And well, Aquarius with the rights, though. Well, yeah, it's Aquarius. Hmm. Yeah, because they formed their own sub-label, didn't they? I think is what it was to release it. It's Tumult Records, yeah. I think. So. All right. That's I I I, I, knew, I felt like that was going to come up. So, all right, mm-hmm. Will. I figured it would from someone. My number four, uh, probably a band no one's heard of, Dominance. Um, they're a Philly-based thrash band, uh, really big in the late '80s, early '90s. I feel like they opened up almost every single show at the Trocadero in Philadelphia. <clears throat> um, at the Troc, yeah. Troc. They, uh, uh, they they were great. Um, and they kind of put out like a bunch of little demos. And then in 2009, like 20 years after they kind of stopped being around, they, they released a compilation of all their demos into one, one album. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a shame because they were, they were super talented, super great, super energetic, saw them a million times, loved it, but they really only put out one album ever. That oh, was it. Nice. Dominance from Philly. All right. Nice. My number four is a band that is, I believe, still around, but I maybe not now. Maybe COVID wiped them out. But I know George liked this release as well. It's a band called Cretus with yes. an album called. Yes, I knew that you were going to say this. I love this record, man. It's so good. Ducks me a lux or Dukes me a lux, and it's um this kind of phony ghosty sort of culty band that yeah. they kind of purposely try to make themselves look like a cult, but tongue in cheek, obviously they're not serious or anything like this. I don't think it's quite new wave of British heavy metal, but it's something like that, but super catchy, really killer riffs. Um, I like the singer's voice and listen to that record a lot when it came out. I just really wish they'd make a second record and I suspect they're not going to. No. So, but I highly recommend it. All right. My number four is a band called Keen of the Crow, and their album is called Hyboria. They were oh, a interesting. They were an L.A. death doom band, more on the death, less on the doom. They mm-hmm. put out one album in two thousand seven that just fucking blew my mind. I love this album. I still listen to this album, and uh, mm-hmm. I don't know anyone that has ever heard of this band. Um, I mean. 
excluding anybody that might be on the podcast and might have heard me talk about it before, but uh, yeah. So. Nice. What is it called, George? Keen, K-E-E-N of the Crow. It's on Bandcamp. All right. I listen to it. I don't know. I had no idea. Yeah, that it sounds is. like something I might be into for sure. Yeah, you might. You might, Rabbit. You might. <laughs> <laughs> and back to Justin for number three. All right. My number three is uh, uh, Grand Supreme Blood Court. Bow down before the Blood Court. Um, if you have not heard it, it's a. Uh, I don't really know the backstory completely behind it, but essentially it's Martin Van Drunen from okay. Aspects. Yep. And it's basically, if you like Aspects, you'd like this uh, record. It's, it's hella bullets. Per, yeah. That's his it's thing too, right? It's all that same. Yeah. Cause it's very, you know, I feel like all those bands, you kind of like, you know, the, the, the vibe is very similar. Mm-hmm. So if you like that, you like this, I just kind of came across it and, uh, yeah, it's just got it's got really good, uh, you know, it's got really good hooks in it, and it sounds like him. It's classic him. So if you if you're into that, then I suggest uh, checking it out because it's pretty cool. Sweet. All right, Mark is on number three. Yeah, my number three. Um, I actually just spun this on vinyl last week. Uh, Disembowelment, transcendence into the oh, peripheral yeah. wow. on Relapse Records, nineteen ninety three. Um, for me, it's just one of the greatest death doom records ever. It's full of slow crushing evil, um, ambient echo caverns that, that make, make you feel like you're being dragged through a subterranean nightmare. Just, uh, an amazing record. I've played this one a lot. I, I'm kind of curious. I was thinking, I wonder what records I've played the most in my life. I don't know what the answer is, of course, because that would be hard to calculate, but I know that I've played Disembalment quite a bit. Very, and I feel like it's a very influential record, too. Mm-hmm. So that's my number three. All right. Matt. All right, my number three. Um, when we started the chat about what, excuse me, our top five was, and Marcus and you said, hey, I've got my five plus a couple others. Mm-hmm. Jay, I know for sure, too, that will be on your list. And then we had a few other comments about, excuse me, about it, and I thought, Oh, Yeah, I know, I, I totally have a big list. But, like, I, I, com- I came completely focused on which two would be on Jay's, yeah. excuse me, list. They have another drink, it's okay. <sighs> but then, George, you, you threw me a bone on that one, and... I'm going to throw you a bone at MDF. You are, but you sent it to me at like nine, excuse me, in the morning. And it was probably like eight o'clock at night where I'm like, George, I finally got what it is. Yeah. And so just because of that, I had to add it to my list, excuse me, my list. And that is heaven and hell, the devil, you know, the devil, you know, in this case, the devil, he didn't know until about eight o'clock. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) Right on. Matt is sponsored by Tavor. Thank you very much. Bye, Dude, That's actually, I didn't even think about that one. That's a, that's a phenomenal pick, Heaven to Hell. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really good it, te- it technically was its own band, and that album was awesome. Yep. Only because, because, because of Sharon Osbourne. That's the only reason why it wasn't Black Sabbath. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
George, can I read you what you wrote to me? Because it was really good. Like, sure, sure. Think of on. a band named after an album, after a song that only had one album, one studio album. That per- this particular band's album is not named after the band, though. Literally, like I'm trying to, I'm trying to work. But people are talking to me. I'm like, do you know what this means? I saw George's riddle. <laughs> the riddle of steel. A band yeah, named after an album named after a song whose album is not named after the band. <laughs> well, and he got it. He got yeah, it. He did. Nice. Eventually. And, and as I told him later in that day, probably four o'clock or so I was driving in the car and heaven and hell came on the radio. Oh, I wow. almost took a picture yeah. and sent it to him. It's fate. Yep. Fabulous. 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 All right, John, my number three, uh, had things gone the way the main person in this band wanted to go, this would have actually been the second album from this band. Mm-hmm. Um, but as it ends up that the potential first album ended up falling under the old band's name. And I'm surprised we haven't heard it yet. Maybe we will hear it again, but my number three is control denied the fragile art of existence. Yeah. 1999, which technically should have been their second album because the first album should have been, the sound of the sound perseverance, of perseverance. Yep. but I guess Chuck mm-hmm. was pushed to put that under the death label, but he didn't want to really do that as I understand it. So this one ends up being the only one sadly and uh, really cool direction. He was heading in. It would have been kind of nice if he had both bands to do yeah. both things. That was so, Ralph from uh primal fear, right? Was I think it? so. Yeah. Yeah. This is one I knew would be on John's list. Yeah, I, I knew yeah. this would. Well, I thought I, mean, I considered it myself. It's not yes. on my list, but yes, I did. I, I did go. Hmm. Yeah. All right. And the one I will oh, not sorry. come back. Oh no! Right. Exactly. Picking all these bands where the, the lead person is gone. John G is morbid. It's fucked yeah. up, man. Fucked up. All right, Will. Uh, my next three are probably pretty obscure for the rest of everybody except for my number one but um so your next two my number three is vulgari uh which is a uh sludge doom like dirty 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 sludgy stuff um led by uh a guy we all know todd hogg really Uh, he had a band yeah, yeah, but it wasn't power mad though. This is like a complete opposite direction of power mad. It's not power metal. I, I didn't even know he was in power or, mad. I guess I should have known that. Who did you think you played guitar in? Oh, I don't know. Have you heard of anyway? Anyway, anyway, Volgari. Uh, it was like a one-off project that uh, he and a bunch of other guys did. It is uh, you spell it. Um, V-U-L-G-A-A-R-E because I think it's like Finnish or Swedish or Norwegian Scandinavian, we'll just say Scandinavian um, uh, pronunciation or spelling for vulgar Um, but it it is awesome it is unbelievably great awesomeness and I can't believe that and when we interviewed Todd uh, for the podcast uh, like three or four years ago I asked him about this and he's like no that's a one-off project I'm like fuck kind of really like it a lot mm. but anyway, that's that's my number three vulgari 
have we had any repeats? No, I was just thinking we've had none yet. Yeah. None. I'm okay. not going to unlikely to have one on my list, but I like how John and I were both thinking about that. Jay, what's your number three? I wonder, I don't know if anybody else will have this one, but I know you'll all be like, Oh yeah. And it's the band. I, and the album is oh. Between Two Worlds. That's the Abbott thing. Yeah, it's a, but it's sort of a Norwegian black metal super group. And I was super into this record when it came out and it got some attention and stuff, but then that was just it. You know, it was just good. That was it. I, I totally think, forgot hmm. about that record. Yeah. I totally forgot about that record. I don't think they, I don't think they did any no. touring or shows. It was, or anything. it was pretty good. Yeah. I remember digging it. I just completely forgot about it. Wow. Well, but it was also this Thanks. weird bust out, like all those black metal bands hadn't done anything like this yet. And so they did the super group album where that's, that's kind of not really a black metal record. So it was kind of surprising. It was really cool. Uh, right. Oh, Will is disembodied again. Yeah. Good job. Will. So it's like performance art. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so I'm, so, so my number three is a band called Taranis, T-A-R-A-N-I-S. The album is called Kingdom. This was a sort of symphonic folk black metal band from Hungary. This came out in 2012. It was a one-dude project. He broke up with himself, apparently, because the band broke up, even though he was the band. Um, and... I, I remember the first time I listened to this, I was on the beach, like uh, probably Eastern Shore kind of thing. And, uh, you know, this was one of the albums I brought to the beach to listen to, and it just like poof, blew my mind. And it is a really cool album. I believe this is also on Bandcamp. You should check it out. It is really good stuff. Nice, George. You're, right. just, you're just pulling stuff from the depths. I am. I am. Nice. I expected no less, George. That's right. The Podfather listens to things that nobody knows. Yeah. yeah, Making recommendations of bands no one's heard of again. That's right. Well, people will know that my next one, but all right, Justin, number two. All right. My number two is, all right. So I guess this is kind of, I don't know if it's like full on like metal category. Mm. I feel like it might be metal adjacent slightly. We do that. Um, it's the dude from um, Acid Bath. It's oh, uh, yeah. Agents of Oblivion. Yeah, yeah. The name of the group, and that's it's self-titled. Um, What's his name? Uh, yeah, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Because he does solo but, stuff um, under his own name too. Yeah, and I was uh, I was listening to Acid Bath. Uh, I don't know. Earlier this year, I went into like, you know, I was just listening to like, you know, when the kite string pops, is like, mm-hmm. I do like that record. Yeah. You know, I do, I do get into, I do fuck with the sludge stuff. I'm a big crowbar guy and, you know, all that kind of shit. But, anyways, uh, I was listening to it and it's just one of those things like the album ended and like they just put on like a auto mix of like uh, relatable music when you're listening. Um, and that popped on and uh, there are a couple songs on there that are like, I could not get out of my fucking head for like weeks. <laughs> I was like, like, like an insane person just listening to the same song, like over and over again. Mm-hmm. So, uh, there's a, there's a few of those tracks on there. Uh, um, end of the world, I think is one of the ones that I think that's the one that kind of hooks me in yeah. uh, really bad. Um, and the album's pretty good. I mean, it's not like, it's not perfect. There's some things just like, you like cut that shit out, but on the, mo- uh, for the most part, it's a really good record and it's, uh, you know, Speaks to that grungy, you know, era of me coming up mm-hmm. for sure. 
Yeah. Um, but I feel like that's what the kind of sludge does, you know? So it's, it is still on the sludge in the sludge realm, but it's a little bit more pushed into the, you know, I guess Rocky or alt yeah. um, side of it, you know? Yeah. So. I've, I've got that on CD and oh, uh, really? yeah. And it's Dax Riggs, by the way. Yes. Yeah. And hangman's daughter. That's the other one that those, those two songs, I fucking must listen to a billion times in like a span of like three months. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. No, I, I remember when that came out, I was like, dude, it's a guy from Asabeth. So yeah, bought that right away. Just made me think of Sam Kennison there for a second. Like he just yelled something. <laughs> 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 yeah. no, no, I, I, I get that. All right. Marcus on number two. Um, yeah, so number two for me, I love this record, and it uh, is Mare, self-titled on Hydrahead Records from 2004. It's a killer composite of sludge metal, math rock, classic prog with just weird time signatures in it and Gregorian chants. Somehow all of that merges together into a, just a killer, phenomenal record that was just way ahead of its time. Is that like M-A-R-E? So, Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. It's on Bandcamp. It's on Bandcamp. It's All great. Right. Um, they call it an EP, but it's it's basically full length. So um, just like well, only, yeah, yeah. It uh, it's one of my favorites. That's one I, I definitely revisit a ton. And I got it on vinyl. Um, they've released it a couple times over the years on vinyl. And uh, I don't even know if the band members have gone on to do anything else. It just seems like um, they're all their careers just kind of in limbo. But um, Killer record. Awesome. I'll look that up. Maddie. All righty. So as um, I had the Thunderdome for last month, excuse me, my origin. You got to get rid of that shit, man. I can't. <laughs> it's, it's really funny. It's going to be in the uh, episode description. For All right. Sure. We'll, we'll show it to him. You'll scare him. Bitch ups. <laughs> Show him it. Yeah, it, and he'll scare him, and it'll stop. And oh uh, god, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> so close. Um, so, in picking the Thunderdome bands for last month, kind of death was my center of that, and one of the bands that was part of that was Repulsion, mm-hmm. and so. I had no idea they only had one out. Yeah. So number two is Repulsion. Hor- excuse me, Horrified. Horrified. Awesome. Good choice. Nice. Yeah. Definitely. My buddy Chris is now weirdly playing drums in Repulsion. Yeah. In case, in oh. case you know, when they go out and actually do, I think they they were at the last decibel, Decibel, right? yeah. Yeah. My yep. buddy Chris, uh, Chris Moore, he does a lot of sound at Atlas set up the whole sound system atlas and uh phenomenal drummer in fact his band contusion is playing probably right now wow at atlas anyway all right john before we go any further matt i really wish we had the snuggie countdown going on right now because you need it <laughs> i've got one behind me i'm in the middle of my house so it's a little bit warmer excuse me i don't know if anyone's so and nobody could see this but I don't know if any of us have noticed while looking that his light has slowly dimmed as the podcast has gone on. Dark. I just can't believe he's, he's had hiccups for like a half an hour. Yeah. I know. He's going to throw up soon. <laughs> it's insane. No one does that. How does that happen? 
Yeah. All right. <laughs> someone else besides me this time. Yeah. So my number two, I'm pretty sure uh, nobody's going to have, and I don't even know if any of you guys have heard of this band, but way back in the early days of the internet in the 90s, uh, I'm sure we all scoured for music when we realized there's music on the internet. Yeah, I can oh, yeah. find things. And I found this demo of this band. Uh, they're from the Bay Area. And uh, it was prog metal. And it followed in the vein of, of early Dream Theater. And I was like all on board. And I was like, this is awesome. And then I heard they're releasing an album. So I jumped on board right away. Absolutely still love the sound this day. And that was it. Done. Never heard from him again. Uh, although the keyboardist has been very active in music. But the band is Dolly's Dilemma, and the album is Manifesto for Futurism. Oh, yeah, never heard of that, John. Yeah, they it's a kind of a cult class. It is, it's a it's definitely uh, well, that's no more than everyone else's no, of course, now for all these albums, but of course, they're they're kind of a cult band now in the in the prog metal scene, you know, that that really something in the 90s, be it albeit 99, but yeah. Literally, when I was just like, these guys are gonna be fucking awesome, and then uh, nope, nope. <laughs> now I'm wondering because I, I I thought John would have one album on it. It could still be there, I guess. Could be number one. I don't know. We'll see. I got a boatload. I have another like eight or nine albums after this. So. Yeah, I've got thirteen honorables. I think so. be fun to just run them all off real quick. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All I, right. I even have some rock and roll ones because they're just great one-offs so rock and roll rock and roll fuck yeah. <laughs> all right will hi i'm here for the gangbang you have arrived <laughs> it's already you've happened you've come to the right place <laughs> swipe left on this guy or right you know whichever one's the correct one <laughs> i don't know <laughs> um I'll swipe up yeah so just swipe uh, uh. I'm going to sweat on all of you fuckers. Um, so my number two is Pyre's Year of Sleep. Uh, Total Crickets, you guys probably never heard of this band, but uh, it's kind of a, a doomy, atmospheric, sludgy sort of thing going on. Um, I absolutely fell in love with this album. I still listen to it mm -hmm. often. Um, it's from 2013. I think that if I'm if I'm correct, I think that the band they're from Vermont. I think that, that they said they're going to try to put out another album soon. Like guys, it's been nearly ten years. It's been nine years. Like where have you been? And anyway, uh, Pyres, you're asleep. It's amazing album. It's on Bandcamp. Check it out. Yeah, I've no, heard of this? Uh, yeah, no, I know this one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you've talked about uh, it before. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I'm sure I've talked about it before because I I love this album a lot. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right, Jay, over to you. My number two is uh, a band that I wonder if you guys know about, and I got this came out in '95. And it was right when I was kind of getting into Opeth and some of the black metal and stuff that was going around at that time. I know Opeth's not a black metal band, but people were starting to mix genres a little bit, and there was a band called Storm that had one album called Yeah. Motivant. Yeah, uh, and, and wasn't wasn't uh, Seder part of that? It's it had, it's a bit of a super group, and I don't even remember who else. Who the else singer there, from Third and the Mortal, I think, was on there. And it's all yeah, that's right, that's correct. And it's all um, Norwegian folk songs, 
Yeah. And, um, and it was the first time I'd really heard stuff like that. I, I'm sure, I'm trying to remember, John, what enslaved album would have been out in 95? Or how, how late? That's the debut. They, so, or the debut came out in 94, I think, didn't it? So, that, so there you go. So I mm-hmm. suggest you check out Storm Note Event because this was a band that turned me on to the possibilities of blending folk music and black metal way back in 1995. Yeah. And they made one record and that was it. Yeah, I remember that. My number two is a band that uh, both uh, Will and John will know at the very least. They've been on the podcast. Mm. Yesterday's Saints, mm. Generation of Vipers, DC Thrash Death Band. This came out in 2015, and uh, the band is no oh, more. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's a good pick. Yeah. That, that's your 1B to go with your 1A. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I didn't, yeah. Yeah. No, they're they're, to, they're totally done, because I, I had... um. A couple months ago, I had beers with Matt, who's the lead singer of Yesterday Saints, and yeah. with Huron, who's the lead guitar player in Battlecross. And oh shit, it's blank. Uh, I'm blanking on the. Yeah, is he doing he, something new? He, well, if you remember, uh, was it last year? He he was in a death metal band. It was on my it was on my list. Matt or shit. the other anyway, guy? No, uh, Huron. Yeah, Huron. No, I'm, um, I'm talking about Matt. No, 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 they're done. Yesterday Saints is done. No, I know that. I just wondered if he was doing anything new. No, no, he's not. He's 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 selling real estate. Oh, yeah, no. Perk. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he. The last time I talked to him a couple months ago it was like probably six months ago. Probably at this point. Um, yeah, you know, he, he's still interested in music. It just it, it's more like it just has to fit. He's got two kids now. And mm-hmm. you know, it's like the. Yeah, you know, it's almost like this the, the very stereotypical thing like wow you're super talented x kind of musician but now you're married to kids you're you're you you have responsibilities on what's yeah you get refocused on what's important and it's like ah you know yeah and that was it, a it great album oh it's amazing i think it was my number one or two one year yeah it was early years early years when i was on the podcast this is before I was like a full-time. Yeah, this came out member like after lover. the like the first yeah, second yes. year of the podcast. This came out. Yeah, and we had Albert and uh, John. John. Yeah, John. yeah. We had Albert and John on uh, in the studio here, and uh, we did have uh, you did the album release party for this. Yeah, I have I have a giant poster. Yes, um, and so we did yeah. we did a recording and at I, that. I, uh, In fact, that's where I met John. <laughs> oh, really? Yes, that so is where I met John fair, for the so first time. Fairwinds. We did. This yeah. is mm-hmm. annihilation beer release. So this is a black an album. Yes, yeah, it is a black <laughs> colch. I made a black colch for that album. Yeah. No, I was there with Barb, and uh, this tall, handsome stranger walks up to me and says. Uh, you George from the Minnows podcast? And I'm like, you know of me? And he's like, I'm John. (laughs) And I fell instantly in love with him. Uh, And uh, you're talking about Matt? No, I'm talking about John. John, why are you taking oh, John's spotlight away from? Oh, sorry, I, I didn't know who you were talking about. Yeah. You're talking about me and like, well, no, and, but but uh, I I did I did talk to uh, Matt 
Not, sorry. Yeah, Matt and uh, and Wit on that episode as well. Yeah. So we did get and, Wit on there before he passed. Yeah, Wit, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. The, the band basically broke up. Well, everyone moved away. John Albert, the drummer, is now in like Minneapolis area. Yeah. Uh, Matt moved to LA for a while. I visited him when he was in LA. Um, now he's got two kids. He's back in the areas in like the Leesburg area, but, and then wit, um, uh, he died. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Completely fucked up situation. Yeah. But there's a wit, wit black music foundation now, uh, where yep. you can, uh, donate guitars and stuff for uh, music education. So that's yeah. kind of, kind of like bring your guitar to the bar. Yep. Bring your That's kind of the motto of it. Yeah. 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 Uh, it, it's in, it was so full circle. Uh, the reason why I got that awesome guitar that I have now is that they had a fundraiser kind of party at Atlas for the whip black music foundation and Haran and Battlecross flew in from the Detroit area to play and Haran, uh, put up one of his guitars for the auction and I, I was the highest bidder and I got it. The fucking the guitar is awesome. I love it. Mm, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I know. Just saying, it's great pick dude. Oh, my oh God. yeah. I, Had to uh, be there. Had to be there. Yeah. Sounds like it should be on Will's list. It, it should be. And I completely <laughs> forgot about it. I'm not changing my list because my number one is super significant to me. Yeah. Well, I've got a, uh, I've got a, uh, like, album cover uh like the little like mini poster thing uh that they were signing at the uh at the release party that has uh matt wit and uh probably albert on there i think john wasn't there but uh yeah it's hanging in the bar Hmm. all right uh enough drama back to justin for number one number one Number one. All right. Um, I think he was actually brought up earlier. Um, oh, James Murphy joint. Mm-hmm. This incarnate. Oh He's yeah. Carrying kind. Yep. Yep. Um. Yeah. Super. Just super efficient death metal. If you like. Totally. Death, and you like uh, James Murphy. I was wondering if that was going to come up. Killer. It's on my. Wait, that didn't come up yeah. before, did it? No, it's on my oh, honorables no. though. Oh, no, okay. uh, no, because uh, James Mercy, because I think it was knee and uh, cancer. cancer that was cancer, yeah. Oh, yeah, so yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. got brought off that way, yeah. But, um, yeah, so yeah, it's just a fucking great ripping album. It I love cancer, <laughs> yeah. We were no, talking about no, like, I literally that album, uh, like Death Shall Rise, Death Shall Rise, yeah, yeah. I talked about that one. We went through all the MDF bands, so we're really, oh, dude, that I, I, I love that album. Yeah, I me too. Idea. I brought that specific album up when we were talking about it. Well, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I had no idea until recently that he was uh, on um, what was a cause of death, right? From uh, yeah, obituary. Yeah. Obituary. I had, like no wait, idea, but I didn't know. Wait, but you're saying James Murphy? James Murphy was in cancer, though. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I knew he was on cause of death. Yeah, that's why no, he, was on, death he was on. He was on death shall rise. It's the best of It's the best of hit the way. Who's best? The better be doing it. It's the best. The better be doing It's the best obituary album. Cause of death is the best obituary album. Album. I have surgery on my mouth. Like I could. I, I have an excuse. All right, fair. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hopefully, yeah, you can anyways, still tell you that. 
Yeah, it's a great record, and uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if it gets super overlooked, but it definitely, uh, if, if it's, it's on a few lists, radar, you know, yeah, for if things, it's on someone's radar it should be for yeah. sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was totally dug it. Are we like circling back for like honorables, or should I do that now? Uh, we'll we'll now circle back. Circle back. Okay. Oh yeah. Or, yeah oh, actually, yeah, I don't know. How do you want to do it? You want to do them now or after our ones? Or I mean, this might be. We got to do them after because he might mention an hour. Yeah, you might mention might someone. Fair enough. No doubles yeah. in. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Mark is on. Yeah. Although I, I do have the first double on the list. John mentioned it earlier, and uh, and I mentioned too that I thought I was going to be on Jay's list, and it is Weakling Dead as Dreams, my number one. Tumult Records. Um, I came up with this, this list because I was listening to this specific record. Um, you know, just awesome progressive black metal masterpiece, really tense, dark, epic. Um, and even though Weakling put out just this one record, I have followed John Gossard, who's the guitarist and the vocalist on Weakling, because he went on to form Asunder, which I've talked about on this podcast a few times. And I love Asunder. Asunder is probably my favorite Doom band. And um, what I also found out, because I was like, I got to look up Weakling a little bit more because I love the album, but I don't know that much about it. So fun fact, the title of the album, Dead as Dreams, actually comes from a line in the movie Legend, which was that like 1980s movie with, with the uh, 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 what's Tom his name? Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise in a metal skirt. <laughs> was it Tim? Who was the the the, the Tim TV? Curry? Was, was Tim Curry? It was yeah. Tim Curry, right? Yeah, yeah. He was the darkness in it. Yeah, right. And that movie was the original inspiration for my comic book by the horns. Oh, nice. because in that in that movie, Tim Curry wants the unicorn horns to plunge the world into darkness, but he never does anything with the horns. So I thought. I could do that better. Like if these horns are that powerful, what could you actually do with them? Tim Curry had no plan. So I had to create one. Nice. So, um, yeah, I love John Gossard. He's does, he's in a bunch of different bands now, but uh, weakling is just one of the best. I really wish they would repress this thing. Like John said that it doesn't sound that great. I want him to remaster it. I want it on vinyl and it's just, it's like impossible to find out. So somebody needs to get this done. But it's phenomenal. There's a lot of black metal albums from the era that sound a lot worse. That's true. That is true. So, I mean, I know I checked, I checked out Weakling before. And I think, I think like as me as like not a, not as much into the black metal realm, a remaster sometimes really does a lot for me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So that would be really cool. Cause I, I totally see it's, it's a totally, it's an awesome, it's an awesome record. I, I've listened to it a few times. It's but. one of the few American black metal albums that people put up there with the top with some of the greatest European black yeah. metal albums. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's right up there. I so. totally see it. I totally see it. I, I mean, think a production it, boost would be awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah. It changed people's mind about U.S. black metal. And that's yeah. how good it was because people just didn't thought U.S. black metal was a joke. So, um, yeah, it's just phenomenal. It's just really influential and just really still stands as like one of the best in that mm-hmm. category. Yeah, definitely. All right, Matt. My number one, as mentioned previously, was the only one I was able to come to on my own. Control denied the fragile art of existence. Another double. Double trouble. I don't know if I've ever even heard that album. What? I know. Well, it's not really your style. It's true. But it is. Chuck. 
death. That's Chuck. Yeah. I, I should. It's a more progier Chuck. Yeah. He doesn't even say on it well. Just plays his guitar. Yep. I think I have that on vinyl. For yeah, sure. I do too. Yeah. If everything Chuck did on vinyl. Chuck. Chuck. Well, I actually don't have control to die. Wow. Uh, definitely. It's like my first honorable mention, though. Don't deny yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Lose control, man. I like that you denied your hiccups because they're gone. Finally. I just keep thinking of Howard Stern because uh, Richard Christie's in, in that. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Hey, Dad. My favorite. <laughs> All right, John. All right. Oh, this was an obvious one for me. It was always going to be number one. Uh, I've mentioned this band a million times in the podcast. Spiral Architect, A Skeptic's Universe, 2000. I, I thought that. Was, I knew it. Yeah. It, it well, crossed my actually, mind. He shared that album with me. Because mm-hmm. we we talked about you know some some prog metal stuff, and he's like, "Yeah, check out Spiral Architect." I had never heard of Spiral Architect before, John. Yeah. So I think it was last year, right, John? So, so and yeah. they weren't quite for me because now the band went on and they did a, a different. They have a new band that John really likes that that I like more than Spiral Architect. Because Spiral Architect is all it's, over the place for me. Dense. Yeah. It's angular and. Metal meets fusion mm-hmm. times a thousand. <laughs> Where is it in your favorite albums of all time, John? Is it, it must be up there, right? I don't know. I mean, it was my album of uh, the year for 2000, I think, wasn't it? When we did the top mm-hmm. 50, right? Yeah, or 50 right, years, right? Right, right, yeah. Um, I don't know if I was forced to come up with a hundred given the what thousands we all listen to, it'd probably mm-hmm. be in there. I don't know, yeah. Where yeah. I know. Yeah, not sure. I have to go. I struggle listening to it too because it is just so. There's so much going on. So it's amazing, but yeah, it's just it's crazy, really. Yeah, it's crazy to see them. Crazy. I got that's how it goes. Millions of people not listening to that album. Sorry. Well, at least they've gone on to do other projects. Well, they're all in other bands already. Yeah. So they were, it was kind of a, a Norwegian super group kind of thing that got together. So mm-hmm. anyway, that's my number one. Right on. Will. Uh, my number one is Eerie, self titled. Um, <laughs> this is my number one album of the year, I don't know, four or five years ago. Uh, it's kind of progressive black metal. I don't know. It's kind of, it's all over the place, but I have it on vinyl. It is awesome. It is. Um, I, it actually made it made decibels list that year. Whatever yeah. year that was, it made decibels, list, but it was like way down the list, mm-hmm. but this is just a brilliant album and they have not put out anything since then. And it's kind of disappointing. They could come back. Kind of disappointing. It hasn't been that long. It's really fucking disappointing. So yeah, here What's the self-titled. album called? Oh, it's self-titled. Okay. Self-titled, yeah. Dude, it's amazing. It's an amazing album. Uh, you were so you, you didn't stop talking about that yeah. when it came you out. Know, when it came out, it, it just it was you know every now and again, like everyone has the, one of those albums that just hooks you in, and the and the rest of everyone else is like, 
huh? I, I don't get it. I don't know. Like whatever, but like for whatever reason, like it just, it, this is one of those albums that just hooked me in. And like, this is my album of the year. And I was like, meh. And then we all have that experience. Yep. That'll be my number one. Yeah. Gary, self-titled. That's my number one. Right on. Jay, what do you got? All right. My number one is a band that might still produce another record, but I wait, wait, can I get, can I guess it? Yeah. Canatonic Society. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I was going to put that on my list, but they have a first album or EP or whatever. I was wondering if if anybody was going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really waiting for that band to put out another album. I know. We could just get their act together. Jesus. It's the guitar player. He's such a pain in the ass. (laughs) Yeah. Singer. Whatever. Mine, I, this band, I think, is still probably essentially functional, but they've had a history of doing split releases, EPs, things like that. And based on the title of the first record, and it was called this because it's very difficult for them, apparently, to make a record. I don't think there'll be another one, and it's a shame. And it's Graves at Sea. The curse oh, that yeah. is. They only have I one album? <laughs> yeah, but then they yeah. have lots of other weird little singles, wow. and split releases with uh, other bands. One full length, yeah. Yeah, that was one a great album. Length. And it's literally it called the curse that is because they are apparently a bunch of hard luck motherfuckers who cannot that for the life of them kept running into trouble. It was hard enough to make that one. I uh, don't think it'll be another one, but it, I love that record. Yeah, that's out. a great so album. I still put it on from time to time. That's yes. a good. That's a good call, Jack. I've got the shirt for that I'm number familiar, one record that year. What kind? I'm not familiar with this. Uh, what kind of? Uh, it's it's doomy. Um, it's sludge. 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 Doom. Sludge doom. There you go. Yeah, okay. You, it's I mean, fucking it, awesome. Dude. It's dirty. Yeah, it's like dirty. it's sort of like the height of the genre, really. And they were this band that people talked about. That people was like, "Oh, fucking great to see," you know what I mean? But they always only had again these splits and stuff. And then the fucking record finally came out. I don't know. I think I'm pretty sure we all liked it quite yeah. a bit. Didn't we? Yeah, it was. I, have, I like it. Well, I wasn't on the cast then, but I think it was my number one record of 2016. And really, uh, I saw them play oh, and, and there was, okay. I saw them play and it was like 10 people there because it was a place called Reggie's, but Reggie's has two um, locations. And this one is like this little bar uh, and there's just a little stage and there was hardly anybody there. And I actually had some beers with the guys before they went on. Cause I just love that band so much, but. For what, you know what? I have the exact same experience. I didn't have, beers with them because i didn't know what they looked like mm-hmm. but i saw them with like nobody else you know there was there was a very small amount of people in the audience and then i only realized once they got up there that oh, the you know the guitar player was the guy who had been hanging out on like this trucker hat you know what i mean whatever and wish i had said hi to him yeah. super glad i saw that show because god knows when to get another chance i might actually change my list because i love didn't even realize it because i love that man they actually did a split with a sunder which is one of my favorite do metal bands of all time so well it comes with a caveat though marcus and that maybe they will make another one i don't you know they've never officially disbanded or anything and they did release they released something a while back a signal or a split pretty sure they're still a band they just probably just take their time but you're right that's like a that's a long time ago though uh, six what, years what, ago, 16, huh? yeah. yeah. I'll have to look at my list, but it was in my top five, I'm sure. Damn. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to throw graves at Sea on. I have the super limited edition vinyl. I think. Yeah, I, I want to hear that again too. Copies oh, of it I do too. Yeah, actually, I'm trying to remember what was special about it. I might have it too. It had like a special cover over the vinyl, like an overlay, and the color was like a reddish, maybe. I Something guess I don't, like I don't think I have the super one. Then I just oh. have 
No, no, no. Mine had a red cover that went over the, the top yeah. of that one. It was a sad day when this, I do have some cold colored vinyl though, but it was a sad day when the t-shirt from this show kind of wore out. <laughs> it was funny. Oh, like I can't, it's just got too shitty to wear. Mm-hmm. All right. My number one, you guys are at least tangentially familiar with, because I've mentioned it before. I know nobody likes it, so that's okay. Um, but uh, this is the band. They're a Swedish band. They put out one album in 2005, and they're called Timeless Miracle Into the Enchanted oh. Chamber. I remember you played this for me when we drove to Atlanta. Yeah. 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 This album is one of the catchiest. I mean, it, it, it's like heavier power metal, you know? Like Running Wild is kind mm. of power metal, and, and uh, Rhapsody is power metal. It, 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 it's actually probably heavier than Rhapsody, but you know, it's not all floofy like unicorns and this is more like werewolves and witches and Satan power metal. And it's so catchy. I mean, every time I listen to this album, I am singing it for weeks because the hooks are just ridiculous on this album. And mm. I've been following them for years and there was talk of a new album, talking to an album never happened. It's been 17 years no new album but you can wow. still go to their website and they're like it says they're like active and like working on stuff but 17 years no album so that's my number one nice george all right surprises abound not very many repeats nope i expect we'll see a few now though when we go do our honorables justin yeah, I mean, uh, you guys mentioned some of the honorables I had. I think Repulsion was one of them. Um, I remember what the other one was because I didn't actually like jot down. I would say the only thing there's one band that I was like contemplating like bending the rules a little bit because they're they only have two records out and they've been like long gone, and they're both on like very small record labels. <laughs> so it's almost like the two full length releases are probably as accessible as a regular full length release. Mm-hmm. Um, but the band is uh, Ceremonium. Um, they're a, they're a, a New York uh, death doom band from the early 2000s. The record specifically is no longer silent. And uh, it's funny, I just, I just realized recently that they were actually the first band of the first extreme metal show I ever went to at Lemoore's. Wow, Lemoore's. They were the opening, they were the opening band. And... Uh, yeah, that, that, that album is fucking killer. It's really hard to find. You could probably listen to it on like YouTube or something like that. But mm-hmm. uh, for the time, I thought it was a, a really cool record. You know. Awesome. Um, yeah. So that's it. I'm just going to, I'm just pimping that one. And then you can. All right. Mark I think you guys have said already. So yeah, I near, I cut mine down. So I just have a couple um, like alternates, I guess. Control denied uh, for sure. Yeah, I got to give it up for a Chuck there. And then the other one was uh, Sempaternal Death Rain, the spooky gloom from 1989. It was considered like a cult classic death tomb record. Hmm. Um, I really love that one. So um, I have a lot of uh, doom stuff on here, but, you know, I kind of gravitate towards that. So, yeah, I would just mention those two. All right. Matt, got any? I mean, as I barely got to five, um, <laughs> the two I would mention would be Weakling and Spiral Architect. Okay. John? 
Wow, I got a boatload. I, got I know, I'm going to George out on mine, in. so. <laughs> I'll do it really fast. Uh, the pre-Spiral Architect Band Manitou entrance from 1995, Prog Metal Band from Norway. It's a band I know no one's ever heard of. A band called Spiritual. The album's Pulse. came out in 2006. They're kind of a, like, proggy, gothic band from Germany. One and done, out, gone, see ya. Another band no one's ever heard of. They're called Stonehenge, <laughs> uh, but they're they're good. Angelo, I think Salonte is the name of the album from 2001. It's a prog metal band from Hungary. Um, I think they've gone on to, to other other bands. Seems like that Hungary metal scene, they're all in bands with each other. I don't know why, but they are. A uh, band I mentioned a long time ago, uh, Trance of Mind Reflections, 2004. They're from Canada. They did one album, kind of proggy gothic stuff. A band I'm surprised no one mentioned. I had them on my list originally, but they they dropped um, from Norway. Ved Buen's End. As that I say it, was another one I thought was going to be on your list. Yeah, Written in Waters. This is like a, it's kind of a, a cult status type album of avant-garde black metal from 95. And I think those guys are in a bunch of different bands too. I think the Nav ties the In the Woods, yes. I think. Yeah, so a couple more. Uh, I don't know how to say this name in um, the home language of the Czech Republic, uh, but I'll just spell the acronym. It's V-U-V-R. The album's name is Pilgrimage. came out in 2001. It's kind of a death metal meets fusion. It's got serious cult status in, in that world. Um, apparently, the acronym translates to Research Institute of Walter Joy. I don't know what the fuck that means. Okay. Yeah, but the album's awesome. Uh, and then I got a couple rock ones just for fun. Blind Faith, Blind Faith. Uh, yeah. band. Come on. Members of Traffic and Cream. Yeah. Basically Steve Woodwood and Eric Clapton. Um, HSAS, Through the Fire, Sammy Hagar, Neil Schoen. Wow, that's far. going back. That's a fucking great album. I remember that, yeah. And uh, pulling your little grunge itch out oh i know nobody mentioned this mad season yeah good oh, one yeah. i thought of that because we talked so much about the 90s and stuff but uh, yeah. obviously Heart. not metal but still awesome yeah, yeah. that's totally one of those like if i had more time i feel like i would have come to that realization and it would have mm-hmm. been on my list yeah it's hard not to <laughs> think about one. yeah Definitely. yeah all right well I don't really have any honorable mentions in the true form of the um, definition that we set up forth. We set forth in this podcast um, here within upon yes, this. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, henceforth known by person a, um, but uh, two albums that I will mention that are not one hit wonders as, as if they only put out one album, but there are, two bands from the late eighties, early nineties that put out phenomenal albums and everything there for after sucked. And that is, uh, Malaya rage put out a album called kill to survive and nothing they put out before or after even came close. And I think they had one called solitary solitude that was okay, but just, it just wasn't there. Mm -hmm. And then the, um, the other band forced entry, uh, came out with this, a phenomenal thrash metal album called uncertain future. And then they came out with something 
I think only one, maybe one more album after that, because as above, so below. And it just, it wasn't even close, like not even remotely close to a certain feature. So my two honorable mentions are bands that, that put out phenomenal albums as their first album and never followed up with anything remotely close. Just sucked ass after that. That's Sucks. funny because that when I, I had a message George about for clarification because I was actually starting to go into that line of thought, you know, like yeah. only one good album. Yeah, exactly. I, I literally had all these listed. And then when I was on the podcast tonight, because I didn't look at the script, because I didn't think I was gonna be on. And he said, like, they literally only can put out one album like, well, scratch that, scratch that, scratch that. And anyway. <laughs> yep. hey, hey, well, I have Sorry. to admit when you said well, these are bands that, you know, had a couple albums that were good and they sucked afterwards. He said, going back to the eighties and M came out of your mouth first. And I thought for sure you're going to drop Metallica. On yeah, I thought I was thinking that too. Like he's crowbarring Metallica into this. Yeah. They had four, they had four good albums. Ask my kids. They only had four, everything else that sucked. I thought for sure you're going to do yeah. it. No, yeah. no, I was thinking that too. No. All right, I was so, so happy when we were hanging out in Decibel and I and I got to hear a crowbarred in Will Metallica rant in person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure yeah, you'll yeah, get one at MDF yeah, sure. too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just bring it up and you'll get it. Yeah. yeah. Somebody just say black. It will happen. Oh, man. Triggered. Yeah. I don't think we had Jay do any. So, oh, well. So I've got a bunch. This is like old George like list. I've got like, I think 13 of them. Uh, Holy shit, dude. I know. I'll go through them quickly. Um, Most of them haven't been mentioned, but a few have. First one is Caladan Brood, Echoes of Battle, Mm. Salt Lake City folk black metal band from 2013. Still technically active, but nine years, no album. You're on my list. Uh, Jay mentioned this one, Cretus Dux Mea Lux. They did an EP in 2015 and nothing since. Cult of End Time in Charnel Lights. Finished death metal from 2015. Thought it was really cool, and then they broke up. Uh, mentioned by Justin Disincarnate, Dreams of the Carrying Kind, 1993. Tampa death metal featuring... James Murphy. Next up, God Macabre, The Winter Long, Swedish death oh, metal yeah. from 1993, featuring uh, Jonas of At the Gates that y'all hung up with without me at Decibel a few years back. Uh, he was in that band and on that album. Uh, mentioned by Matt, this is the one that I thought was going to be the H for uh, J, and it was Heaven and Hell, The Devil You Know. 2009 one album with Dio on vocals uh next up one that was kind of a no-brainer for me like one of those oh but nobody mentioned it and that's insect warfare um there were a grindcore band from houston in 2007 i forget the name of the album i don't know if it was self-titled or what i don't remember i didn't write it down mm-hmm. anyway one that i thought i might hear but did not was Nail Bomb and the one album Point Blank from 1994 that was uh, Max Cavalera. Oh, dude, I love that Nail Bomb album. Yeah, with the dude from that Fudge Tunnel. The, yeah, it's the it has the cover of the, the old Vietnam. Yep. Um, yep. Yep. Yeah. 
M16 to the, the woman's head. Yep. Dude, that is a good album. I know. Yeah. Uh, next one is, was mentioned by, I think, Matt. Or maybe it was, maybe it was Justin. Somebody mentioned it. Repulsion. Horrified. Uh, 1989 grindcore. So like, pr- mm. like early grind. This next one, nobody knows, but me, like I'm probably the only person alive on the planet that knows this one. This is the Northern Ontario black metal preservation society and the two song EP future Northern prosperity. Given any guesses, this was came out in 2010, given any guesses and it's not Joel. Who is this? David Gold. David Gold, Woods of Epre. Yes, it was him and a friend of his. They did a two-song EP called The Northern. What was the name of the band? The Northern Ontario Black Metal Preservation Society. It's on Bandcamp. Okay. Yeah, they. It was like the year before David died. They did a two-song EP. Knoblip. Knob. Knob. Yeah. Anyway, four more. Uh, I thought that knob. Yeah, I thought I thought this one might come up, but it didn't. Thorgothan stream from the heavens, finished funeral doom from nineteen ninety four. Thorns, self titled album from Norway, two thousand one. This was uh, Snorri, the guy that uh, drove uh, Varg to kill Euronymous. This is his album. Mm -hmm. Uh, Weakling. Brought up several times. No need to say any more about that one. And my final one that I also thought might come up, Whelm, a gaze blank and pitiless as the sun. Doom sludge from Denmark from 2013. So there we are. See, there was a lot. There was a lot. I, you know, when I picked it from your list, I said, oh, this is going to be easy. And then y'all started talking, and I was like, oh, shit, this is going to be hard. And then as I went through my shit, I was like, oh, I got tons of stuff. So Mm -hmm. uh, One of the struggles I had with this is that, like, for me, especially, like, going back and looking for stuff, um, you tend to go for bands that you know are still around and are putting stuff out as opposed to bands that have the one record and then didn't do anything else. Mm-hmm. So unless it gets like, unless you hear a lot about it, you don't necessarily, you're not driven to, to like go back to that. Yeah. So I, I know that there are p- other albums that I thoroughly enjoyed that I probably just forgot about because I didn't mm-hmm. like note them because they were like, you know, from 1993 and they've been broke, broken up ever since, you know? So like, it's, I don't keep the reference for it, I guess as much. So yeah. I feel like over like this next week, I'm going to, there's going to be ones that just pop up in my head. I'm like, fuck, I should have fucking mentioned that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, and there's stuff that yeah. you maybe think like, Oh, I liked that one album. And then it turns out they have like four albums, but you only listen yeah, to the one. The same thing. <laughs> oh my God. There were so many like that. I'm like, wait, good. It had more than like one album. I didn't know that, you know, like, like there are certain like bands from back then where you're just like, Oh shit. I didn't realize they had, yeah, but they had like that one album that everyone knows them from, you know. And like, there was one that I was, I was like, oh, that's totally gonna be on there. It was Disillusion. I'm like, no, oh, no, they had that second shitty album, and then they had another album more recently. But uh, yeah, so well, you figure a lot, of, a lot of bands, especially death metal ones, which is what I, you know, my reference point. So many of them, like you know, 
put out an album in the early nineties and now they're putting out new stuff because of like the cult following like Eucharist that record. Right. There's like a whole, there's like a shit ton of them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. A lot of them do that. Yeah. Fucking up our list. But then they don't make, yeah, <laughs> they, they can't make the fucking list cause they're making more music, which is that's good. A good thing. Yeah. All right. Well, let's pick one album of the episode. Justin, what, what, what could be your one album of the episode that you like the most? Please. Um, I think I'm just going to go with the uh, one I mentioned, Ect- Ectoplasma, uh, Inferno Kabbalah. I, that's just like, I don't know. There's just something about that record that I just, I fucking love it. As a death metal guy, I just fucking love it. I think it's fun. It does everything that I want. It, it changes things up. It gets stuck in my fucking head. I get earworms from it. I fucking love it, and I feel like no one else is hearing what I'm hearing. Because yeah, I, hear, I, I like, think no I have it. I think I bought it, but right. I definitely need to go back and listen to it again based on your... Yeah, I just, I, I, I it's my, like I said, it's, uh, and Immolation came out of the fucking album this, this year, and this is my death metal record of the year so far. Wow. All right. So Definitely going to check that out. I'm pure, like, repeat, like, catchy listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we're all gonna have to check that out because if you're hey justin can you <laughs> can the you, best can you dm me that oh you know i will yeah oh gosh i'll send you a few there's actually a couple i'm like i think will would dig this shit yeah, yeah. So, just uh, justin and i we have a thing going on we, we got a thing yeah like, we, yeah. yeah a death metal thing a DM, yeah. death metal. Yeah. <laughs> we like yeah. to DM each other all the time. Yeah. You DM. Double DMing. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, oh, we boy. thought about we thought about asking George to join, but hey. Yeah. Whatever, Justin's, man. Justin's got high standards. Oh. <laughs> I know. Like I don't I don't make the cut. That's sounds like typical. I'm getting kicked out of the uh, room at MDF. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I got a, I got a room all to myself. I can do whatever the fuck I want. DM M stand for Marcuson. <laughs> what does the D stand for then? Oh, duh. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Can't ask that on this podcast. Oh, right. Marcuson. Yeah, my album of the episode, it was it was going to be weakling, but mm. then Jay brought up Graves at Sea, the curse that yeah. is. And I absolutely love that record. I'd never even thought of it because I just assumed that they would be coming back. Yeah, I did too. Album. But it has been six years and they have only done that one album. Yeah. So I have to put that as my uh my album of the episode because I gotta go listen to it. I need to find out what's going on. I want to hear and that too. If if no one's heard it, you need to to put that. Yeah, record on. it's definitely on my uh, to check out because I have no reference for that at all. So yeah, because I think John asked me for my 2017 best of list so that I could we could do like the last five years or something. But I oh, never. So, so you were in line with Matt. Oh right, 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 exactly. So but this came out in 2016, and I know it was my my top album from that year. So that was a really cool pull that, that Jay pulled out that I didn't even know he was going to do. Yeah. So thanks, Jay. Matt. All right. Because I am contractually obligated to choose this album as my album of the episode if it is mentioned within the episode. You're welcome. I have to go with Mastodon's Leviathan. Thank you, George. <laughs> 
Oh, uh, man. All right, John. Uh, I'm going to go with Cosmic Putrefaction as my yeah. album of the episode. Nice. Killer oh. Just to go back to Matt for a second, you know, I, 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 I said that to give you an in, but I also said it to give me an out because I did not mention the band or the album. I mentioned something that I may have seen in the world. <laughs> I alluded to it. I I I lured you into my trap. <laughs> anyway, hey, yes. John, I, I assume that Cosmic Putrefaction is the new one, not the other one, because we talked about Correct. both the last oh, one. Yeah. No, the debut. Oh, you are doing the debut. Okay. No, just, that's <laughs> okay. <joking. laughs> John, are you familiar with artificial brain at all? John? What's that? Are you familiar with artificial brain at all? A little bit, yeah. Okay. I'm I'm curious to see what this new album is going to do, and I think everyone should pay attention to it if they're into this cosmic future. I, I have a feeling it's going to be in that same kind of cool realm. Huh. Artificial you know I mean? brain was more tech. No, they 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 kind of like they were kind of like early on with the with the spacey death stuff. They just have hmm. more uh, brutal. They just have more brutal vocals, which is why they're not quite as hmm. I guess uh, spread across the the metal field. Nice. Some of the other ones, but they're very, very, yeah, they've been very cosmic for a while. Like before that, like there was more, you know, bands doing it. Okay. Um, but anyways, you know, I'm just saying, cause I think I, I have a funny feeling it's going to, if you, if this album's hitting you, I feel like that one that's coming out is probably going to cool. do something for you. I'll too. check it out. Will, what were you saying about Decimal? Oh, Decimal's not kind to the new cosmic putrefaction. Whatever. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Sorry. Point, point of reference. That's all. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, look at the people there. I mean, come on. <laughs> Just kidding, guys. All right. Well, Will, what's your album of the episode? Uh, I have a massive mea culpa because um, I was saying, uh, so I've been listening to the the new Yob album. And I know it's a new Yob album, but the, the name of the album is not printed on the vinyl anywhere. And the new the new Yab album, new as in a few years ago, the latest, I guess the latest is, um, is our raw heart. Yes. Yeah. And and so Jay 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 was kind of sparring with me, not sparring, but like you're kind of like, are you sure Atma is like Atma is the Yab album? But that's like three albums ago. Um, and for whatever reason, I thought that was the name of the new one. Anyway, the new one that I'm listening to is all raw heart, which is the one that um, Mike Schneid. Um, Diverticulitis and recorded after diverticulitis. So after his whole like super death scare and stuff like that, he made this album. So this is what it's been has not moved from my record player in like a month. In fact, um, there was an I, I went out with Warren and Katie Warren, who's on the podcast, um, the brewer at Ford Brewing Company. Um, him and I, his girlfriend Katie and my buddy Louie and his wife Chloe, we all went out. Uh, I called John. Uh, John was not available. Um, and we all went out. We had some beers. And then, uh, then uh, Warren and Katie came back to my house and then we put that record on. And, and I mean, I, I, it's just been on. It's just been on. Like, it's an inspirational record for me at this point in my life. And I love it. And um, that's my album of the episode. Right on. Yab, our raw heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have to break the vinyl out for that. Yeah, it's a good one, dude. It's yeah, double. It's, it's a double one. vinyl. Yeah, I have it. I have it. Yeah. Get it out. 
Yes, sir. Jay, what's your album of the episode? Graves at Sea, The Curse That Is. No, I think it should be read like this. The Curse That Is, Graves at Sea, which is actually the way it's printed on the album. So, You know, I'm watching uh, Our Flag Means Death right now. So that... Are you loving it? Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> it's really funny, dude, isn't it? Yeah. Good... Well, it's also very emotional, too. But uh, Well, yeah, I, so you know, good. I read the Wikipedia page for Steed, and it's funny mm-hmm. how they're taking... They're really sticking with the history... And but making it funny. <laughs> oh, oh, this is a, yeah. based on a true story. Yes, he's a, he was the a real person. Real, yeah, yeah. I had no idea. Have you? How far along are you? I'm halfway through, at okay, five well, episodes. It, Tracy yeah, and I just finished it. Yeah, it gets to be pretty surprising. Yeah, well, maybe, I mean, I I I, I know how the story stuff. must end. I I must. I don't know if they're going to do more than one season or if it ends with this one. But uh, don't tell me. Uh, but well, I, I I will say this I don't know either but I I hope there's a second season because all right well because I know how he ends, um, then I don't think it's over in the series because okay. nobody ends in this. So my number one has to be my number one from the top five timeless miracle, into the enchanted chamber. That album just freaking gets stuck in my head every time I hear it. It is. So is the intended chamber stuck in your head, or euphemism? Euphemism. It could be. It could be. Yeah. Could be. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so someone got their head stuck in your enchanted cha- chamber. Is what you're saying? I wish. <laughs> George, so, so yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> it's like he did a shot so he can answer. <laughs> oh shit. So there we are. We are at the end. I always want to do this is the end, my beautiful friend, or whatever. The doors thing. I always want to do that like every episode. And I've probably done it at least once, but you have. I have at least (laughs) once. Thanks, Justin, for coming on. Really yeah, appreciate it. It's awesome hanging out with you guys. About it. Yeah. 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 I'm super pumped to be see everyone. And uh, I am, man. Yeah, I was happy to. It's happy to see everyone here. And uh, yeah, it was a nice little, like, just kind of felt it was perfect. It was like my plans had just changed. And mm-hmm. then, uh, and then George hit me up. And I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. So thanks for having me on again. Of course. And uh, it's always fun as usual. And yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing you, fellers, in person. Yeah. Pretty soon. Couple of weeks. Yeah. 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 And it was good that Will could stop by. I didn't think you were going to make it, but here you are. See yeah, I mean, it's, it's every, everything's in flux right now. So it, sometimes it's I, when I look at my calendar, like, oh, there's a show. I can't go to the show. And then if I look further down my calendar on the same day, it's like, oh, but I have my kids that week. So this is just one of those weeks that I have my kids and I'm not, I'm not sacrificing anything for hanging out with my kids. So they went to bed. I'm like, all right, well, after they go to bed, I'll jump on. Awesome. So, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll we will fit you in wherever we can good luck with that <laughs> mdf yep a lot of will yep next yeah. time we talk we will have all seen each other in person yeah lots of that and that and yeah mm-hmm. who knows but all right until next time see you peace peace yeah later
Metalheads Podcast. I just want to say you are by far my favorite podcast, and I don't even like metal. And it's because of episodes like this last one with Justin and the ones previous with artists, record shop owners, etc., that you elevate beyond a review show, and you have turned into just a great interview show. Well done. Love the last episode. You guys are great. Keep it up.